Right outside the lion's den with your host, Steve Mathis. And now strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, and Decal Works. Coming at you. Monday, May 3rd, 5.04 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for listening, man. Supercross season is complete. Lots to talk about. Great show lined up tonight. I'm stoked. Some great in-studio co-hosts as well. Things are looking up. Going to be a good show. 702-586-7857. Give us a call if you have any questions, concerns, or comments about the Supercross series or tonight in general. The... Two-time 450 Supercross champion, Cooper Webb will be on the night. Red Bull KTM's Cooper Webb will call in the night. Maybe he's still even hungover. Who knows? Marvin Muscan, his teammate, will call in as well. Marv had a strong ending to the season. We'll talk to Marv about uh, that and more. Colt Nichols will be on the 250 Supercross East champion. Colt 45 will call in, one of our favorite guests. He's a really, really good interview. Good dude. I don't know anybody in the pits who's not uh, happy to see him win. Uh, maybe even Christian Craig's happy. Also, the winner of the Yamaha LCQ Challenge, Nick Schmidt, privateer hero. Well, he'll be calling in. We are going to uh, tell him how much he won. Do the draw for the Yamaha YZ450 tonight as well. You have two more hours before it's closed, people. So this is 5.05 p.m. at 7 o'clock p.m. Pacific time. We will close the drawing, and we will give away a brand-new bike and 19 other prizes for you people that have been buying tickets all year long. We're also going to tell, like I said, have Schmidt on and tell him how much he wins. Him, Joan Cross, Jeremy Smith, Ronnie Stewart. One other guy in there. Oh, AJ Catanzaro all won the money. So thanks to those people. For, uh, for poning up 20 bucks to uh, win and support the privateers. And uh, it all goes to them, man. So it's it's great to do that. Uh, thank you for listening again. Oh, wow. Oh, Jesus. Oh, wow. Let me look at that. That's what that is right there. Uh, thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to you people. Don't forget, uh, Pulp MX Fantasy Supercross season is over. Speaking of Yamaha, we're giving away a YZ450 to the winner of that. But you can sign up for the motocross season. The signups are open now, everybody. Thanks for watching on RacerX uh, Facebook and PulpMX YouTube as well. If you're doing that, we appreciate it. If we don't have quite the videos yet, it'll be now we're live. So thank you for that. Uh, appreciate you guys listening and uh, watching as well. The PulpMX app is coming any day now. Should be on on a Friday, I heard. So today's Monday. It could be Friday coming up very shortly. Uh, so, yeah, once again, people, thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Really looking forward to talking some Supercross today. We've got the, got the Motorsport.com tweeted talent segment, X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. The Race Tech Rant, my co-host here, has a rant on his own. He's going to give us a little bit uh, in a while. Um, and Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Vortex Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Pro Filter, Skosh, ORW, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, 
FMF, Guts Racing, Get Data, OGO Power Sports, Art of Sport, WUSA, Ride Engineering, MotorcycleMachineJobs.com, Intense Cycles, Works Chassis Lab, all on board with us, as well as you people. Let's get to our co first our our co-host here. First up, he's a regular on the show. He's a head R and D man for many companies out there. He has his own little testing business called Kiefer Inc. on the side. His merch is available now as well to purchase. It's Chris Kiefer. What's up, buddy? How are you? Good to be back. Thank you for coming in. It's going to be a fun show. It's going to be a great show. Good Championship guests. show. Championship show. Good guests. Medals up. We have a uh, Kiefer After Dark, GrillYourAssOff.com question for later. And we saved one because it's a good question. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of these other ones we've been getting have been the same. Yep. Yep. So this is good. Right, right. Um, and also here, he's uh, you see this man in a lot of main events this year. He's on a, a KTM 450 out there. He's a privateer hero as well. He just missed... The money line for the Yamaha LCQ Challenge because he rode so damn good in the second half of the year. He's back for another turn co-hosting. It's Justin Starling. What's up, man? How are you? Man, just stoked to be here. Thanks it's for coming cool. in. Yeah, it's cool. It's, you know, the season's over, and you yeah. know, you're always like looking forward to the next thing. So it's cool to right, be back here. Right. You know, it's it's pretty exciting. I uh, I wanted to. Uh, I'm glad you accepted in because you know, literally, like we have Coop, we got Marv, we got Schmidt. You race against these guys yeah. every week, so you can able to talk about it. You know, yeah. so um. You, you and Kiefer were talking KTM setup before the show. Yep. Trying to deep diving. Deep diving on a KTM setup. Hey, yep. you can never learn enough, you right. know. So whenever you know someone that has some knowledge about the bike, yeah. man, I'm going to pick some brains here. Uh, and Kiefer, I want to talk to you later. You, you've tested Vince Freeze's uh, Bullfrog Spa's uh, yep. MCR bike. You tested the Muckoff Honda of Brayton's bike. I want to talk to you about that. 2022 stuff. Yeah, lots wanna, of that. I want to pick your brain on that as well coming in. Uh, and, of course, Starling, we're going to get down into your season and, and everything else and how it went. So, um Hey. Produce, producing a show over there. Very energetic today. Yeah. Even with a bit of a pre-show fire drill. He seemed like he was up for it, though. Yeah, no, he, well, he, at one point he started dropping the F-bombs. That's, I like that. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Travis Marks, what's up, Marks? How are you? Hi. Okay, so. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a pool. <laughs> so, we are doing the Yamaha LCQ Challenge tonight. We're going to do the, yeah. we have 20 prizes yeah. total. Yep. We're going to do five of them tonight. We'll do all of them later on the show, but for on the air, five. The top, the top five? Top five. Okay. Which is a, a, a bike, generators, uh, a, a complete set of gear from FXR, a complete set of gear from Fly Racing, uh, and uh, uh, a Race Tech Gold Revalve kit all as well. Right. So we're going to do that on the show later. You got till 7 o'clock Pacific That's before correct. you shut yes. it down. Yep. And it's looking like, without giving it away, Marks, we're looking like we're going to surpass last year's. Right? Without giving them much away, yes, I believe. Uh, We're going to pass that's last year's trend. money total. That's a lot of money. Starling, you really should have took some dives. Did I blow it? or did I, It's one of those things. I don't know if I sucked or it was a good thing that I made, man. It's, it's one of those. You just don't know. Well, we're going to have Nick Schmidt on here later. 100% chance Nick Schmidt took dives near yeah. the end of the season. Oh, yeah. He was fast at times, and then he would but, just mysteriously lose positions. God, it's a lot of money. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. almost worth it in right, a way, you know, right. for, for our situation. Like, this you're on a team. exactly what I wanted. <laughs> like, if, if you're on a team, obviously you don't even think about it right. or, you know, something like that. Yeah. But, man, yeah. it's a lot of money. Yeah, no, I, I got you. So, uh, taking your calls over there, holding things down. Uh, also, with a pre-show fire drills, Talon Taylor. What's up, Talon? How are hey, you? what's up? Lone Wolf. Lone Wolf. You love me, apparently. Oh, yeah. I like your selective... Uh, Selective drop on a podcast. I love Lone Wolf. I said I was talking about Talon Volan. <laughs> oh, yeah. and I was like, look, I love Lone Wolf, and he he's like, and he, he didn't that. clarify. He yeah, just said yeah, I love Lone yeah. Wolf. Mm -hmm. So a uh, big ride with GL, big trail ride. Yeah, Nevada two hundred a few weeks ago. It was oh, actually yeah? my first ride back. Did you tell him back. you work for Pulp? Yeah, he was fine. He hung out with all weekend. He didn't. He doesn't hate me, just you apparently. <laughs> no, I think we're good. Did he say? Anything? No, he, he seemed. He didn't yeah, bring yeah, anything yeah, up. Yeah, he seemed yeah. cool with it. Right, so. we're good. We're good. Me and GL are good. So are you? Yeah. 
Good. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah. Buried the beef? Well, he had a little t- Twitter tirade against me there. Like I remember a, that. A yeah, months yeah, ago. I yeah. I remember that. Uh, I, I, I didn't know where that came from. And I don't know. Did you guys talk away from Twitter? We did, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I was just like, and I think it's good. So I don't we know. We got to, if it's possible, yeah. he's not part of Ping Show. I would love to get him back up here. I told you that last year. You right. said you had. T- I'll work on that. You right. said you'd spoken to him last year yes. and to bring him up. And he and wasn't opposed to it. When he was on Ping Show, I said, bring him up. Yeah. So I, I, it never happened. I'll so, work on that. I mean, it's, you know what? It's hard to get these dudes to, like, to leave and come up and do, come to Las not Vegas. Not GL. You GL, don't think? Nah, GL would come up. Like you know, the, you know the things I got to do to get Chicken and Denny and RV and Weimer. You know it's what four I mean? Hours I, these, away. I know, but you know the things I got to get these guys to get. Yeah. In, like, but me and GL can bro down on the way up. We're good. Okay. All right. Last time you guys bro down, it didn't didn't go so well. <laughs> that didn't go well. <laughs> uh, looking forward to tonight's show. Cooper Webb, Marvin Muska, Nick Schmidt, Colt Nichols. We're giving away a Yamaha YZ450 tonight. We're giving away some generators as well. So yeah, you guys, you guys got about uh, an hour and forty-eight minutes to get your tickets in, and uh, just stop. Don't no one else buy anything because I want to win. Same. Yeah. So you're in. Talon, did you buy one? The uh, sorry, I was working on the computer. <sighs> buy a ticket for the the raffle? Yeah. I did not. I didn't know if I'd be eligible. Come on, I bought two. I mean, Mark's really the only people I think that are not eligible are me and you. Oh, is that all? I, don't you feel? What about Schmavish Marks? Yeah, no, Schmavish Marks is eligible. Dark side Sweet, chances man. that Dark Side bought some. He bought some. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dark Side was at Salt Lake too. How was it? Pony Pod was there. All right. He was hanging out. Um, Hard hitting news on Twitter. Oh, really? Yes. What uh, was, he was it? Pretty, yeah, he was pretty. Uh, He's tweeting a lot on Friday. Yeah, Roxon was taking a leak, and someone looked at Roxon, and yeah, it was. Oh, hard hitting. Well, when he calls in, maybe we can. Yeah. Get to the bottom of that. Yeah, he was tweeting hard on Friday. He he. I saw it today. He had a big scoop. Uh, someone asked him about Blake Baggett. He said, uh, uh, "Baggett would ride if he can get a a, a, a race bike." <laughs> oh, that's uh. Yeah. Whatever happened to scoops? I don't know. Was like, that, that was a breaking trick, right? news? <laughs> <laughs> Justin Starling, if offered a factory deal, will ride for that factory. I, br- I just broke that. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, we'll see. It depends. Um, if, I have, if it's a factory ECU. Yeah, yeah. Factory yeah. ECU. <laughs> That's so, actually um, funny. <laughs> all right. Lots to, lots to get into. So, yeah, we're looking forward to giving away this bike tonight. Thank you to Yamaha. Thank you to you people for buying the tickets, man. It's been great. Uh, thank you people for watching as well. Um, so, look um, – that was phenomenal. That web ride, I'll start with you, Starling. Uh, there was no way I thought he was going to go for the win to stamp this title. It was a phenomenal ride. But I guess maybe we shouldn't be surprised. The kid's been doing that all year long. I got to be honest. So when they came by me, um, when they lapped me, obviously, they, uh, I was surprised at how aggressive Webb was being. Like, he was really going for mm-hmm. it. And I was right behind that move that he did with Roxon uh, before the first rhythm. And I was kind of like, Wow, dude! Like you just gotta get nineteenth to win yeah. the championship. Like, yeah. screw this race. Just ride it in, like Jay Coop did. You yeah. know, like just yep. ride it in. He wanted to win, yeah, and that was cool. Yeah, but I don't think I would have taken that risk. Yeah, not me. Right, right. No, <laughs> like I'm just riding it in. I don't know touching anyone. Nothing. I just want to finish. I mean, dude, it's pretty remarkable, yeah. dude. Like Travis Press and I were talking about this yesterday. Even RC wasn't like Cooper. I feel like RC was. Mentally tough, was strong. He got it done, yeah, yeah. but he didn't really like invite the opposition towards him. He would say he would do his own thing yeah. and ride his own race. But like Cooper in that race invited it. Like he's like, yeah. I know what's going on. This is awesome. Yeah, watch this. Bring right. it. Yeah, like yeah, yes. Yeah. Like he just wants it. It's it, it's just impressive. It's yeah. just fucking impressive. I've never seen anybody like uh, him. He, all his wins. That one uh, in Atlanta. 
where he couldn't get the whoops down. Kenny had a big lead. Kenny got up with eight seconds still on him, and, and Cooper's like, no, I, I got I this. I think that was the best race I've ever seen out really? of him. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. like, it, you could see this. As soon as he could see Roxon, yep. it was like blood in the water. He yep. was just going. Yeah. And I've never like, – he just full-on was just starting to rev the bike, going for it, and the dude's impressive. Dude, and so – He's impressive. On the flip side, I mean, Kenny, you know, he just looked defeated uh, at Assault Lake City 1 mm-hmm. when he did the interview – this weekend, he drops back to 10th from leading. Yeah. Starling, what what's going on? I, I didn't know he got 10th until, obviously, we were talking earlier. Um, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know how that goes. The only thing I can think of is Webb was really in his head. That's the only thing I can so think of. So you think, okay, so he gets Webb gets him in the yeah. race, right? He's leading. Webb gets him, and you just think that rattles him to where he, he – it I mean, shouldn't. No, that's what I'm by saying. By any means, it shouldn't. Right. He should still stay second at least. And I think what by the next turn he was third because I think Musquin got him there. Yeah. And I just can't believe he dropped that far back. There's only fourth, maybe. I understand. I, but I know nothing about Roxon and the whole thing. But here's what I see, and I'm on the outside. Yeah. You might know more than me. Uh, so yeah, I'm on the outside as well. <laughs> I see Roxon. Not so much mentally beaten. I think he's physically tired from the year, right. from the grind. He was in the championship. That's mentally draining. That'll drain you. This is the best season that he's had since his injury. Right. He was in the title hunt. People, people love to talk shit. But the dude, there was only one other guy that could beat Coop come Salt Lake 2. That was Roxon. So he's in the championship. Could he, though? I mean, we it just, doesn't matter. Okay. Like mathematically, oh, mathem- in the that's the only got guy it, that could it. do it, yeah, right? Got it. So to me, that's a successful year. But only one way you go from first to tenth. It's not a bike issue, okay? No, uh, it's not. My shock wasn't good or anything like that. It was fatigue. How do you explain the Salt Lake City one crash? Mentally fried. Right. Just that. You can blame your bike so much, right? And I get it. I'm a test guy. Hey, there were whispers. He was not happy with his bike behind the scenes. They made made some shock changes. Yeah, okay. That was the issue. Uh, They fixed that from what I've gathered. Like Sexton rode something that was good. Sexton did good. Rock was like, well, shit, I better go that direction. Um, But I just see mistakes because, one, a little – I don't think it's so much pressure. These guys are so good, right? Kenny's a world champion. He's a national champion. Like, Like, I don't – He's won championships. He knows how to deal with it. I just think it's more something underlying than we all talk about because that's the only thing that could be. And we always – even though failed in Supercross, we run the same fucking crash all the time. Oh, his arm's cut off. Oh, he hit the web. All these injuries. But then all of a sudden we forget when he's in the championship. He's good. He's the man. And then all of a sudden he starts going downhill a little bit. And then we're like, what happened? He's a fucking human being. Yeah, I don't buy that so much, Kiefer, because all these guys are hurt. RV, his, RV's lower leg was turned into a noodle, and he won four titles. You know, like uh, Stu, Stu had massive injuries to his, to his knee. He but it's different, out. it's different humans. I know, but I'm saying, like, that was so long ago, I'm not going to give Kenny that crutch anymore. Of, of If you want to tell me he's fatigued and he's tired – and mentally fried, I'll give you that. But I'm saying nothing from his crashes. You know what I mean? Like, we're, we're, and maybe it's not from his crash, we're but I'm just that. saying, like, he has never done this after post gnarly crash. No, no. See, I can't go with the, the physically fatigue thing. I just can't go with it. Like, if, if you are, just back it down at the end of the season. Like, just 
do the race yeah. day stuff. Yeah. I, that's my opinion. Right. Like if you notice you're getting tired, just but what slow if it's the something that down. you don't, you know, you haven't figured out yet? I mean, you know all about but that. It's been like three years. He's done this. Like the same. It's like the same thing, kind of. He always starts really good, and it mm-hmm. kind of just starts tapering off and tapering off. And yep. I mean, he goes from winning to he. He was a 10th place guy. It, it's amazing. I can't believe what I saw. I cannot believe That's I was sitting there opinion. watching that. I don't think it can be. Uh, it has to be a mental thing. Right. In my opinion. Just right. in my opinion. No, I don't yeah, know yeah. anything, well, I'm but with you, that Charlie. would be yeah. my it's, take on it. But even then, if it's mental, do you go from 1st to 10th? I feel like you That's don't, That's right? more likely than really? physically. I mean, the dude's in shape. Right. I, I mean, I once you get some arm pump, because you're mentally, you're hanging. Yeah, you start maybe, you know, like, you get passed, yeah. and then you're like, oh, second. Yeah, then you and get then passed again, you're like, oh, like, I can't. Your arms and then blow up. And maybe then, that's what, you know, that's I, I possible. Know. I, it's amazing, though, man. I, I, I mean, th- at this point, I'm not, I'm still not there, but to say, like, that Webb isn't affecting Kenny mentally, I think you have to say that now. I think you have Webb to say that. Webb is so mentally strong. Oh, yeah. I don't think yeah. he's breakable. I don't know, man. But it's... I don't. I also don't know. I mean, I, there's so many things that you can put in the situation with the Webb Roxon thing. I don't think Kenny's that weak, but, man, what do you put on it? You know, or maybe that's just how Kenny is. Maybe at the end of the season, he's just not as good. I, I... Here's, here's my thing. As a fan, this is going off of a fan stand, standpoint here. To me, that's a successful year, Roxon. Absolutely. But... We, it's a talk show, media, we have to focus on some of the negative. Hey, you were winning, now you're not. But for me, this has been the best. I mean, even on paper, this is the best year he's had Absolutely. in a long, long yeah. time. Yeah. I mean, he won, so, he won three in a row at one of them, didn't he? Yeah. Indy. I just wouldn't kick yourself in the ass if I'm Roxanne. I would be like, okay, I'm going to take all the good things that happened this year and build upon it and, well, and just erase that other shit. How do you think it's going to go um, for outdoors? That's what I was just thinking. Ooh. <laughs> Does he do it? I mean, I, I haven't heard he's not, but I would. Would you be surprised if you if you heard he was pulling I, out? Of I course? would fully believe he's going to go Supercross only soon. Okay, yeah. let, let's say he does Supercross only, and he says I'm out on outdoors. What's the reason? Are we going to know? No, no, right? No. So it has to be physical. Last year we it was just like, hey, it's been. I need to get some things taken care of. You know what I mean? Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So if it's mental, and it's a, and he says I'm out on outdoors, that's not a mental thing. Because Honda's going to be like, well, why are you not doing it? Oh, I'm mentally fucked. Well, that's not going to do anything. <laughs> so it has to be something underlying or physical that top these top guys are so in shape and so in tune with their bodies. When something little happens, it's it's drastic. Yeah. So Webb is a two-time champion. So is Stu and so is Chad Reed. And I was saying this in our Fly Racing radio show on Saturday at the pits. Like, they're both two-time champions. I don't put Webb in that category of Reed and Stewart. I just don't. Sorry, I'm not there yet. But damn it, maybe we need to start maybe, doing that. He's maybe now, not on like you know all out race win type thing. But I don't know. I probably would. He, I mean, the dude well, that's is what I'm there. saying, darling. Like maybe I need to wrap my head around this that he's on that level. And he's now one of the best. Right. The dude is so strong right. and can make it happen no matter what the situation is. And even if it's a bad night for him, mm-hmm. he still gets it done. Right. Here's my thing with him. Maybe because. You mentioned Stu and Reed. Stu is unbelievable to watch. It's amazing to watch him ride. Unreal. Reed, beautiful to watch ride, smooth, does huge rhythms, was gnarly. Mm -hmm. Coop is very, no matter how gnarly he is, he's super unassuming. Yeah. You watch him ride, he doesn't move around on the bike that much. He's very neutral on the machine. Um, He has unbelievable roll corner speed. Yep. The whoops are a mixed bag at times. It's getting better, though. Getting better. It's getting better. But there's nothing that stands out to you like, Oh my God! Did you see him? It's like to me, I watch Roxon ride 
I would rather watch Kenny ride than Coop because it's it's more picturesque. As a rider, I appreciate that more. Yeah. I Cooper, you're yeah. just like, he just gets it done. He just gets it done. Yeah, yeah absolutely. No, you're, I, you're totally I think right his racecraft, though, is the best I've ever seen. Yeah. 100%. I mean, like the way that he just makes things work. Right. And it's nothing. He never is out of control when he does it. But Always in control. See, me and you as riders and Steve and people that ride can appreciate that kind of thing, that race. Yeah. Um, casual fans, they don't know what racecraft is. We no. can tell them unless you're in that situation, right? Yeah. So. When you're a casual fan, you watch Coop ride, you're like, eh, he's winning, but yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. I'm not stoked yeah, on it. Yeah. yeah, nothing wows you, right. you know, as a, as a regular fan. But for us, yeah, it's kind of wowing us right, the whole yeah. time, you know? So, um, <laughs> how about, and talking about that, Colt Nichols is going to join us here in a second. Um, you know, he's another guy, like, Coop just kind of laid up, got a seventh or eighth. Colt went for it, man. I'm he getting the start, mad. and I'm going for it, right? He looked mad when he came off the track. Yeah. Pulled the tear off, like, threw it down. Yeah. He looked upset, right. and then I think he was like, Oh, wait, I just won the championship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so another impress, impressive yeah. ride by Colt Nichols. Yeah. Absolutely. I thought he'd so, be a little bit more excited. What was our bet? Dude, I don't, our bet was... Do, if, do either one of you guys remember our bet? So I was going to shave my head, right, when Craig, if Craig won the series? Correct. What, what was the other side of it? I don't remember the other side, no. There wasn't. Hey, Talon, do you remember another side? I don't, I don't... I'm with Kiefer. I don't yeah, think there was another we side. We couldn't remember. You screwed up. I How did. about you just wash your bike? I mean, uh, we, we let's let's pump the brakes on that because there's a lot to be said there. There's, there's something there. Um, Chris Kiefer and uh, Justin Starling in studio here at Pulp Mech Show, presented by Motorsport.com. Fly Racing and Decal Works. I want to thank the folks at Maxima as well. Speaking of my uh, dirt bike, when I wash it, <clears> I spray <throat> it with SC1 afterwards because SC1's amazing. The 927 is the number one selling performance two-stroke oil in most markets around the world. They have uh, SC1 in the little spray bottles for mountain bikes now. They have mountain bike chain lube as well, the folks at Maxima. Uh, I love the FFT. They have the all-new four-stroke racing oil with the Peak system in it, performance-enhancing enha- additive chemistry, unique and exclusive to Maxima. Pulp 20 is the code to save with MaximaUSA.com. Mitch Payton, uh, Joe Schmoda, uh, Cameron McAdoo. God, McAdoo was good in that heat. He was good. He was good. He doesn't give a shit. He doesn't. Dude, it is insane. Swole didn't know what to do. Jalik didn't know what to do with him. I think, he was, I think he was just scared of him. It's like insane. this dude could go off the go crazy and go ham on me at any time. Yeah. Ah, uh, thanks to Maxima USA, uh, Adam Cincerello, Eli Tomac as well. I want to talk some outdoors later in the show with you yeah. guys. I got, a, I got a couple questions for both of you on that. So thank you to that. Uh, Justin Starling brought to you by Skosh Skosh USA. They got a, a brand new uh, jump starter deal system that can uh, jump start your uh, your car. I have one. You do? It's so not good. Not from Get. Not from. Did you use it? No, no, no. I have one from Skosh. From Skosh, yeah. Used it? Yes, so, I've used it on a car that is like completely dead. Started it right up. That uh, thing so, is good. So thanks to Skosh. Uh, uh, the, the code for those guys is PULP2021 if you want to save with that. So PULP2021 is a code to save with Skosh.com. Uh, chargers, mounts, all sorts of things going on with the folks at Skosh. Thanks for uh, uh, having us on the show. Or thanks for having them on the show and uh, bringing you Justin Starling on it as well. So uh, thanks to Skosh as well for doing that. Um, so the Jet one, the, the shootout, that was great. Right. Uh, Hunter. Hunter needed to get McAdoo for second in the points. He had a bonus for top two only. That's a weird kind of deal, right? No. So that pass made a change in the points? Yeah. Okay. Well, no, no, they would have tied, and McAdoo would have got the tie break on based on wins. And that was last lap, the pass, right? Uh, I think the last lap or second last lap? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't the last lap. It was a little bit before okay. that. Uh, yeah, I haven't watched the race. So, yeah, great job for um, um, so great job to Hunter for that. After he fell, I didn't think there was much of a chance of that. Yeah, yeah he came back and rode good. Yeah. So for the second time ever, the brothers are on the podium. Talon and Tyson Voland in 91 did it too. Did they really? They had a shootout. Had a shootout as well. 
Uh, what was the result there? You know? One and three. One and three. Yeah, so same thing. So the Lawrence brothers do that. Uh, great job with both of those guys as well. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to um, talking to Colt Nichols here in a little bit on the show. Uh, do, 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 what else? Oh, um, again, buy the Yamaha LCQ money. It's coming up. The draw is coming up. Getting a free bike, giving away a Blue Crew bike. Are we going to break down the money too? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, Because well, I'm curious of what He's got to do yeah. all that. And all right. So when we get Schmidt on the line, we'll break down all that. I'd like money. to know what I lost on. So. Oh. Yeah. Dude, I know, right? God. Uh, you know, we talked before the show a little bit. You rode KTMs this year, 450 class. Jumped up. You jumped up for the for, for, for full-time for the first time. Yep. Um, is that it now? You're a 450 guy? Yeah, yeah I'm done like with you're, you're done? Yeah, no, that, that's, that's over for me. I'm 28. Um, and honestly, you can make a living riding a 450 as a privateer. Yeah. Um, and honestly, that bike is so fun to ride in Supercross. I really enjoy it. And I can tell you right now, it's nice being able to jump triples the first lap yep. without kids just going left, right, and not really knowing when everyone's going. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. I like being able to do the full season without having to like swap bikes or anything like that. But yeah, I'm a 450 guy now, you know, for sure. But you rode the bike that maybe paid the worst contingency. Yeah, it wasn't good. I only made like twenty six or twenty four hundred or something right, like that. Right. Um, or a Cowie guys, as we saw every week, it was a Cowie practice in the dude, <laughs> in yeah. The whole... In, the, in last chance qualifier coming in, remember when, was it last year when Suzuki was just gnarly in the LCQ? Like, there's a ton of Suzukis. Mm. Uh, no, there weren't a ton of them, but they were always up front because it was the HEP guys okay. and, and somebody else. Now yeah. you look at the first corner in LCQ, yeah. there's eight up front. They pay 500 bucks to make the night show? Yeah, so I'm like, yeah. you know, it's like really funny you say that, though, because, like, I feel like I'm always around a Cali. Yeah. And I can usually, you can usually tell who you're around. Yeah. But I never can figure it out because there's usually so many SGB guys. Yeah. And then, you know, there's the... Oh, what's the Public other one? International Supercross yeah, one. Yeah, you I just don't know, don't know who you're around. Right. Like, there's yeah. always so many. You're just like, oh, another Cali, another Cali, well, another Cali. You can tell your A-Ray because it's pinned. But, that yeah. LCQ on Saturday, yeah. I knew who was behind me without looking. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, come on, A-Ray, please. Like, can we just go to the main? Right. Like, don't well, try to win this thing or, or something. Or get caught up in his cartwheeling motorcycle. <laughs> I tried to keep it at two When seconds. he was getting lapped in the main, twice, I know for sure once, I think twice, he just hung a right. And went behind the mechanics super slow. Really? And then pulled back into the track. That's awesome. <laughs> like a stop and go. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's great. So, hey, right, everybody. A lot it. of those guy lappers, I don't know if you did, they used that ledge on top to get away. I, I did once. Um, Coop was using it, that as the main line. Oh, really? Yeah, so Wilson yes. did that in front of okay. me. I thought that was, like, not really supposed to do that. Um, I did one time where I did the 3-3 three, three before that, but I jumped to the outside. And I had looked back on that triple because I just heard, like, two Yamahas. Mm-hmm. And I just knew I couldn't land in the turn and, like, stop on the berm. And I was like, I, God, I can't also go into the main line because there's, there's a race going on. And yeah. I have to get out of the way. So I actually, like, kind of rode off the berm onto it. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, I, I stayed below it. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah, Coop was – everyone was using it, but it would, you know, hesitate a mm-hmm. hesitate you. Well, they, they moved the, the, the mechanic area, area bailed yes. back. Yeah. Because I remember, like, the LCQ and stuff, like, I actually had a mechanic for the last round and – he he was really close to that ledge. By the way, that guy, dude, that dude is Chris is awesome, dude. Unreal. I even yeah. texted. So he helped Moran's like all year. Yeah. Oh. And, nice um, guy. Okay. Yeah. So I asked him. I was like, Hey, since you're here, can you help me? Because I don't have any help. Unreal. Yeah, he prayed good. for me on the gate every time. Like he was on it the entire. Like amazing guy. Right. But yeah, I didn't realize that they moved that thing. Well, maybe back. you appreciate us mechanics a little bit, Starling. Oh, I love you guys. Okay. After doing it on my own all year, I mean, I had some help with you know Connor and stuff like that, and uh, my buddy Gettle back home, but. Only for like four rounds, but yeah, you guys are awesome. Right. Seriously, the, I want to ask you this because this is something I found out the other day. What's the worst bike behind you sounding? Like oh, a race? Okay, a race. Hundred percent. I just feel like when I no, ride, I don't know Yamaha probably. That's it's so loud. 
I feel so like loud. when I rev my Yamaha, dudes are mad at me because they think I'm pissed off at them, yeah. but it's the sound of yeah. the bike. And I could be a half a straightaway in back of mm -hmm. them, and they think you're right on them. Yeah. yeah. So that, that happened a lot to me this year. Um, I've heard that a few times from guys. Yeah, more so getting lapped because there wasn't really many Yamahas out there. Right. But, yeah, man, those things are kind of scary sounding. AC, <laughs> in the Nationals, AC is like, oh, I knew Dylan was on me yeah. or a star bike was on me. They're just sucking Suck, air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, hey, Vortex Racing, they've been a proud sponsor of our show for a number of years. they got exclusive discounts for the listeners. Trusted by champions, Vortex Racing components are made from aerospace grade, billet aluminum to the tightest of tolerances. Uh, you know who uses uh, Vortex Racing sprockets? Colt Nichols in his championship bike. Uh, Justin Cooper as well. Ferrandis, Stu, and Reed have used Vortex Racing sprockets. Email Kyle at VortexRacing.com. Kyle at VortexRacing.com. Tell him with Pulpum X. You want a V3 handlebar? 29% stronger than competition. You want the same sprocket the Star Yamaha uses? You can do all of that and uh, and simply get a discount by mentioning Pulp. Bring you our first guest of the night. This man is uh, using Vortex Racing sprockets to get his championship. From Star Racing Yamaha, it's Colt Nichols. What's up, man? How are you? What's up, boys? Hey, we're doing good, man. I can't complain. No. As you can imagine, I'm doing well. <laughs> you cannot complain. You're doing really well. You're a lot richer, and you have a, a championship. You'll be in the history books forever. It's great. Yeah, man, I really can't complain about that. The money's always cool, but man, we're chasing, uh, you know, trying to trying to be somewhere that I'm, I'm proud of and in the history books as a champion. Man, I'm pretty I'm pretty ecstatic about that. That's pretty sweet. That would be amazing because no matter what, your name is there. You can show your grandkids. Like I just think that's so cool. You're just like, yep, uh, you know, I've done that. And you know, Nichols, I do some I do a lot of podcasts with these older guys from the '80s and '90s, right? And like mm. some of these guys, I'm like, hey man, where's your where's your first place trophy at for the national you won, or where's your title? Where's your plot? They're like, I don't know. And that fucking blows my mind that these guys are like, <laughs> I don't even know, dude. You know, <laughs> I like what? Yeah, a little mind blowing, but I mean, yeah, it's just like I would have it. All those, front all those and cups and plaques, they just collect dust. So I know. Well, you know what? I uh, my buddy, good. my buddy Ferry, he uses the trophy for his first ever national win at High Point in '95. It's his yeah. doorstop for his shed. <laughs> I'm disgusted wow. every time I go there. I'm like, I mean, it's not wow. a very good trophy. It's a cheesy trophy, but it's a national winning but trophy. Still. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. still. It's his doorstop <laughs> in the I shed. I put that one in the house. But. Right, right. <laughs> Anyways, uh, well, listen, I don't know You know what you can do this year. The cost cutting kind of affected the plaques oh, on the podium. Horrible. Oh, my God. Oh, so, time. Yeah, yeah, that was rough. You could, was you, rough, you could use honestly. one of those as a, as a coaster for, for, uh, for coffee cups. Yeah, I actually have – I got those three first in a row, and it looks like they're first, second, and third because they're all different sizes, and they get smaller as I went. <laughs> so it was it was really interesting. Like, I have them sitting in my house, and they're literally just – it looks like a first, second, third because they get smaller and smaller with each win. So. They're, they're like, hey, funny. we sold less tickets, guys. Cut back on the plaques. What the hell? Uh, I saw yeah, Marsh. I, I didn't understand it. Marsh Banks was holding up a third place one. It looked like an iPhone. <laughs> and I'm like, Dude, it's a flip those phone. Ones were, those ones were tough. But even yeah, even the first place ones were getting downgraded as we went. And I thought that was kind of uh, funny. <laughs> hey, uh, Justin Starling's here. And Starling, you said uh, that you thought Nichols looked a little mad after the after the, the shootout second place. Yeah, you could tell he wanted to win. Right. I mean, of course, you're up there. You're right there with someone you've raced all year. But yeah, I mean, you looked a little pissed, and it was like I think it took you a second to be like. I just won the championship. It's fine. Who who cares about the moto? But you definitely looked like you wanted to win. Yeah, I actually, you're right. I mean, I was so just focused on the race, like before before right. the gate drop. Even all I wanted to do was get a good start. That's all I could really focus about. And then I was in the lead, and I was like, okay, let's just you know try to go and put in some laps. And um, 
I didn't really know. Like, I thought maybe somebody was just catching me at, like, a really fast pace or something. I, I didn't really know what was going on because, you know, Maniac pulled out the board and, you know, he said, let him buy. And I'm like, all right. Like, I didn't really know okay. what he meant, but I was like, okay, I'll just I'll let him buy and, you know, see what happens. And Jet passed me. And to be honest with you, I was so confused because I thought Jet had went down at the beginning of the race. Oh, okay. And I had him confused with somebody else, and I thought I, I – I don't know what the hell, who it was, or like what uh, was going on, but I thought I had lapped him at some point. I thought he was just behind me, like giving me heat, uh, and I had I had no idea. Oh and shit! And he says, okay. "Let him buy." So yeah, I'm like, yeah. "Okay, let him buy." And I'm thinking, like, I don't. I thought I was still in the lead. To be honest with you, I had no idea what was going on. I was so focused on the race that I, like, wow. I don't know. I just didn't quite put it together. Yeah. So, um, he said, "Let him buy," and he said, "Stick with him." And I'm like, "All right, you know." So <laughs> you're you're like, "But he's a lopper. <laughs> he's a lopper." <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like, "All right, whatever." And I didn't hear anybody behind me. I knew I had a decent gap. And then all of a sudden, he's like, he's like, go win the race. And I was like, oh, shit. And that was two laps to go. <laughs> and so I'm like, all right. So I'm trying to put the press on to get him again. I'm like, oh, no. So oh, just wow. a little bit of lack of communication, I think, a little bit. And me yeah. just not paying attention at all to what was going on. I was just very focused on the task. But, I, yeah, I mean, I, I wanted to end it, you know, with kind of putting a stamp on it and be like, you know, I feel like I'm the best guy and mm-hmm. I want to win this race and, and kind of prove it. So, I was a little bummed, and then, you know, I came off the track, and I pulled a tear off, and I was like, oh, wait, yeah, I got second, but I just won the title. I could give a shit. So yeah, yeah. I had to uh, immediately yeah. celebrate them, but, yeah, no, that, that was kind of what was happening there. Uh, I think maybe you thought it was Mosman, because Mosman went down the first turn, red bike, mm. red-blue gear. I wonder if you – Maybe that was what was going on. Yeah, oh, I, I don't know yeah. who I thought it was, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was very confused for a minute. Yeah, but it probably helped – not thinking about the championship and thinking about that one race just to get it through though because sometimes i think if you think about the championship i mean it happened to me and you know in the dutch supercross where i knew i had the win wrapped up and then i blew the, the lead and yeah. i lost you know but i was like i started thinking about the overall of the weekend yeah, instead yeah. of just being like win the race yeah. you know yep. um and i got second so it probably helped to not you know think about it too much to, uh, to get the championship done yeah i think it was uh I think it was probably just the the weekend prior was probably the biggest thing that helped because I, I let it mess with me a little too much. Like, even while I was out there, I was just thinking, you know, then Joe was in the lead, and I was like, okay, that's the guy I need to beat. And, you know, it was really just kind of learning from last weekend because this weekend I was like, I do not want to do that again. You know, I got a horrible start, and I've been getting good starts all season, and um, I, I think I just let it mess with me a little too much. So the biggest focus for me was just, like, learn from the weekend before, try to go out there and just race the track and not worry about anything else. And, Obviously, there was a little less pressure this weekend. I think I had to get 19th or something or better, but uh, that didn't really matter to me. You know, I, I knew that was obviously pretty feasible. I just wanted to go win the race and actually feel like I left the night riding well uh, was the biggest thing for me because I felt like I really did do that last weekend. And that was that was a little bit of a bummer. So I wanted to uh, to end it actually feeling like I rode good and um, put, a, put a stamp on it no matter what. Coming from a fan side, like as a guy that just rides local shit, you know, having that much pressure on you to go in. And you guys, I mean, the riders know what's on stake, right? But for me to do that, to what you said, like concentrate on just the race, it's almost impossible to think about as a normal human being. Like, dude, how do they even do it? How would you even do that? So I guess for me, what went through your mind? You crossed it. Obviously, you thought you got, got second. I won the championship. But, dude, you went through some rough fucking times. And then you now are here finally. Like you had some, you were the fastest guy in the class. You got hurt. Same thing. Fastest guy in the class got hurt. And now we're here. It's just got to be a huge freaking relief, right? Yeah. I mean, it really was to a point where I, I, I did. I felt like I had this big weight off my shoulders of just, 
mainly proven to myself, you know, like I have had so many people tell me like, man, if you could just stay healthy and, you know, if you could just do this and you could do that. And I'm like, trust me, I know, you know, I wish I could, but uh, it just, it wasn't in the cards for me yet. And that was uh, just a bummer just because I felt like I wasn't living up to my own potential. And I did have people believe in me. And, you know, I also had a lot of people that didn't too, but um, for me it was, yeah, it was honestly just a relief to just be like, wow, you know, like I have worked a long time to do that. I stayed healthy I did everything right. You know, I felt like right. I just, I did stuff right finally. And, uh, that was, that was huge, man. That was just such a, such a big relief. And it, it really just brought me back to immediately. The first thing I could think of was, you know, probably 2015, uh, the end of the year. And I'm riding Robbie Raynard's, um, stock 450. And in the month of, I think November, I had no idea what I was doing. I thought I was riding for Crossland Honda that next year. And they came and took my bikes away and the team folded. And I'm just like, dude, I have no idea what I'm doing. And, you know, I didn't get that call from Christina until uh, I think in November. Oh, really? Um, wow. And I, I, yeah, I, I got my bike. Yeah, actually, it was Gregory Gear's bike that I was riding at first. He was a cycle trader rider, and he had one there at Robbie's. And um, you know, I just hopped on it, started riding it as soon as she said that. And then after that, I got my own bike. Maybe you know, two or three weeks later, then I came to California December first, and that's kind of how it started. You know, but that whole time period right there at the end of 2015 was when I decided, like, okay, I'm going to manifest what I'm really trying to do here. And that's, you know, get this ride from cycle trader, do what I can with it, get on the best team, which is star and go try to win a championship. And that was, I mean, I thought that from 2015 on, you know, so I just had such a belief that I would eventually do it, that I think that that was the driving force. All those times I got hurt, you know, I did my femur, my yeah. shoulder and uh, some big injuries, but you know, everyone goes through it. We're all dirt bikers. You know, we've all been hurt, but um, yeah, it was just, yeah, just wanting to do it, man. I, it was just more relief than anything, pure excitement. I had all, my whole family there, and that was that was pretty damn cool to be able to have that and share that experience with everybody. And yeah, yeah I'm hoping I can do that again. Honestly, I, I want to. Now you just do it once, and you're just like, why? Well, I immediately yeah. want to go go try and do it again. You know, so, I, I don't. That's the plan. I don't see a reason why you can't. You right. know what I mean? Uh, with your speed over the years, I mean, even the years that you got injured, like you had the speed to, to do it. Uh, Vortex Racing, you bring you Colt Nichols on the show, 702-586-PULP. You got a question, you want to talk to the champion, go ahead. Really, to me, Colt, your series turned around at that indie race, right? Uh, the, the fall early on, and then the comeback to third, I think. You got Jet on the near the end. That was, uh, I think, a, a huge turning point for you. Yeah, I mean, I, that was huge just for the fact of um, that was the damage control race. Right. You know, like everybody, I think, in a championship has one of those, and that, that was obviously was mine, but um, honestly, the the biggest turning point for me was was probably Houston too. Okay, um, I, I thought that the very first round, Houston one and two, were the ones where I thought, okay, like I can, I'm gonna go win this championship. There was no question in my mind after yep. the first race that I could do that. Uh, just because Christian did what he did at the first race and dominated, mm -hmm. and I was like, shit, you know, if he does this all season, it's gonna be tough, you know, because he does that at the practice track, and I really felt like he just rode. I mean, no one was going to beat him at Houston 1. He rode right, so good right. and just dominated. And then we went to Houston 2, and, and, I, and I had a really hard fight battle with Jet at, actually at the end of uh, Houston 1. And so I, I just had a lot of stuff that I felt like I did really well there for what it was. Mm -hmm. And then when we went to Houston 2, I was able to pass Christian at the end of the race, and Jet got off to a great start. But I was like, okay, like I can fight. I can claw my way to where I need to go. I feel like I can beat these guys straight up. And then, you know, the next round was where I was able to do that. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm lucky I didn't have any more races like I did at uh, Indy 3, you know, where I crashed and ended up on the ground and 
had to do some crazy damage control, but right. um, I, I just felt like I put myself on good spots every weekend. And, you know, that time it was unfortunate. I really felt like I threw away a win there, but um, that was all right. You know, I, I was still happy with, with the night, obviously to come back to third was huge. And yeah, that was, that was the championship I felt like for me at that point. So yeah. Some people thought Craig was the man to beat Kiefer in uh, this series. I did. Honestly, no offense to Colt. Like, I knew Colt was going to be good. We, but. we had a bet, uh, Colt, Kiefer and I did. Uh, Christian called into the show and before the year, and, and Kiefer said he's the man to beat. And I said, you know, he's got one win. And I love Christian. He's a great dude, as, you, know, as you, you do too. So the bet was if Christian won Colt, I had to shave my head, uh, bick it. And uh, so thank you for winning. Colt Nichols, thank you. Thank you very much. Because uh, I yeah, he, was, uh, he was keeping me very, very honest, man. This last two rounds were going to be interesting. Like, yeah. only eight points, but you just never know what will happen there. But, nope. um, you know, I, I had a lot of belief in myself. I felt like I had done what I needed to do early on to kind of beat uh, him and the way I did, you know, for, for the for the first six races or first seven races, obviously, excluding Houston one. But um, the dude's just good, man. He's It's really hard to, to beat him. <laughs> I mean, you got to really know what you're doing. And luckily for me, like I'm a little older and I think I was able to use my maturity and experience mm-hmm. and just put myself on good spots, um, you know, because Jet has killer fast speed. I mean, the dude, the kid is really, really fast. He just had, you know, some, some rookie kind of mistakes. And, um, you know, for me, I was able to eliminate those. And racing against a guy like Christian, you can't really have those. You know, he's, he's very, very good. And it's tough to – ride with him during the week yeah. i'll say that he's a definitely a confidence knocker for sure i mean <laughs> i think i can count on one hand how many times i was maybe faster than that guy during the year uh you know at the practice track it was just it's tough you know to, to do that each week um whenever your main competitor goes out and just whacks you every day it's kind of tough but oh, i bet um We've, yeah we yeah, all heard the stories of yeah, course so we heard he was faster than a 450 guys a lot of days it's like Jesus. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, unreal. <laughs> right. Unreal. But you know what? You mentioned that Houston too. And Starling, I don't know if you watched it. You were, well, you were, you would have, you, you probably would have been back in the pits, but you caught him from a ways back. And then I remember you screwed up or, or, or something happened. You lost a couple seconds and you made it back again and got him again. And I think that was, you're right. That was a huge race. Cause you were like, like I got him again. I caught him twice now. And then you made the pass. Yeah, that was yeah. Big. It was yeah. it was just big for me. Yeah, yeah. Just to to you know fight all the way to the end and be able to get him there. Um, what was huge just as a you know a little mental victory. Just try. Okay, yeah, you know yeah, I needed yep. that. You know that that was that was good for me. And then then the next weekend we're in the exact same boat. So mentally I'm like okay, like I, if I just keep pressuring, keep pushing, then maybe I can do what I did last weekend and get him at the end. You know, right, and, right. Um, I was able to do that at Houston three. So it was just yeah perseverance and trying to make sure I knew what I was doing and, and kept my head where I needed to be and. Everything worked out just the way it was supposed to. So, and no complaints here. It was, it's been a hell of a year, and something I'll be proud of for sure. Nine nine races out of nine, we're on the podium, and yeah. that was uh, that's consistent. So, I'm pumped on that. Yeah, I don't want to go back to to Salt Lake one, but did you crash on the same jump in press day that Christian crashed on? Uh, yeah, the exact same triple. We went on off three. Yep. And I'd been seat bouncing it, and I that line hadn't got worked in yet, and I, I hit it standing up and just kind of cased the top of it and they just came to a stop and fell over so it was kind of weird that that jump definitely uh it was it was tough dude that pocket was really hard to get into and it just caught him in just the wrong way and you know over the bars he went so yeah did that did that mess with you at all though like on race day like you crashed on that jump and then he crashed on it and gets hurt was that something that kind of messed with you maybe a little bit like you know oh man like don't make those mistakes because i've already done the same thing it did a little bit just because of the hesitancy of the way I was riding. Yeah. Um, 
I just didn't feel that great uh, really all day. And then after he crashed, I was like, okay, I don't want to hit that rhythm anymore. I need yeah. to go over, you know, three, three through. And um, even in the race, I don't know if anyone really noticed, but even when I messed up and I couldn't do three out of the turn, I think when I was trying to pass Mosman, I just went on off and instead of doing that next three, I actually doubled and then went three again. And so I never even did that rhythm anymore. And I don't know if that was simply just because I was thinking of that or, um, well, that that was whatever, a hard rhythm but, uh, to do. Like even on me tough, on a 450, dude, it was, really, it was hard really to get tough. in that pocket. And I was surprised that you well, said that you seat bounced it. Like I don't know how you could get over that and seat. <laughs> well, what, what, what yeah, I think, it was okay. tough. What I was thinking about that with that with that rhythm was that the slowest one was going on off. Right, it was faster to clear yeah. the knuckle. So yeah. Christian crashed on like a secondary line yeah. like where, where like hey if things go sideways i'm gonna take this slower line but you'd be surprised at how yeah. tough that line was and then that's the one that, that got him that right? line was really right, hard right, to do because right. you couldn't land on the table and go fast but you dude, had to go slow and pop hey, up jumping over a knuckle doesn't seem yeah. very easy either Starly. i never did it i never did that three in over that knuckle oh, you didn't? I, okay. yeah. I, I personally just didn't feel comfortable like, with it to me a dragon back and jumping over a knuckle on a tabletop i don't want any part of those yeah, those the, two obstacles the, i was thinking about doing it until i saw sexton really out of the corner and i was already in first gear through those corners yeah. and i'm like man i don't want to do that i'm right. not doing it i'm right. just going to go on off right uh cool yeah, that, that, that cr- sorry uh, that crash i was just gonna say that crash sexton took was oh, brutal. brutal i'll say this right now oh my god i cannot believe he got up from that i know right I- i'm with you it's amazing uh colt nichols <laughs> on the show brought to you by vortex racing if you have a question uh for colt nichols give us a call 702-586 pulp <laughs> colt i've told you this before on the show um i absolutely like I love your story, and not only from coming back from injuries, but, like, I told you this, like, Nick and Big Nasty telling me about Colt Nichols in Costa Rica. And there's this kid named Colt Nichols, and he's awesome, and he has nothing, and he's so fast, and he's got no help. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. And at one point, I'm like, dude, who's this Colt Nichols? Like, I've never seen this kid. I just hear him like he's a mythical figure. That he goes races in Costa Rica, <laughs> like I love that fact of it. You know what I mean? You really, you really came from nothing. The cycle trader thing, as you brought up earlier, like I love that story. And then never mind the injuries, but dude, there was, there was, you know, there were guys who believed in you for a long time, and it's awesome to see you come all the way to the top. Thanks, man. Yeah, I had a, I just had a good group of people, yeah. um, and and I think that's kind of what kept me going in those times, just because, dude, I was, you know, could have been very easily another statistic, you know, a team green rider that struggled once he got on the big bike and um you know i had some races here and there like i won amateur titles Mm -hmm. in every class b and a and all that stuff but just never the guy you know never the guy that was that great so um i think it was after 2013 i was i was planning on that being my last year uh i raced loretta's in 2013 and obviously had had nothing like i had no idea what place i even got in any of those races they were horrible and um that was that was the big turning point i think too was just being like damn like this is actually over you know like amateur scenes over (laughs) time to go pro and i have nothing so it was really just that was make or break time for me and that's whenever you know having good people around like robbie and i was around trey a lot and justin bogle and all those dudes and that kind of kept me going and kept me striving to try to do it and uh, even like dudes like Ryan Holiday, like longtime Team Green guy, he's the dude that actually got my foot in the door with Babbitt. I was like, hey, listen, I can't do much for you, but let me try to push this issue and see if I can get you into there. And right. at the time that, you know, that Ricky Carmichael Road to Supercross thing was going, and 
that's really probably the only reason why it worked. So I, I caught some lucky breaks, I think. Like, some people think it's unlucky, but I think I got really lucky. You know, I had good people. Um, the opportunities that were presented were the only ones I had, so I took them, and mm -hmm. they ended up working just the way they were supposed to work. So uh, I wouldn't have had it any other way, man. If I got that opportunity at that age, right after 2013, I mean, I might have shit the bed. You know, I might have yeah, just yeah. not been ready for it. So sure. I think it just worked out just the way it was supposed to, and, uh, yeah, it definitely made it tough. But, you know, nothing – Nothing good comes easy, and I'm a firm believer in that. And I uh, hope hope I can inspire some kids, you know, that are maybe in the same spot, you know, whenever they came out of amateurs or, or whatever. So. Yeah, no, Nick and Big Nasty, long-time Colt Nichols fans, and I'm just like, I've never heard of this kid. Who are you talking about? <laughs> and they're like, dude, he's fast. And I'm like, okay, well, whatever, man. Uh, you know, I cover the pro races, and I don't see that kid here. I heard he's in Arena Cross and Costa Rica. That's all he does. Yeah, I raced him, like, my whole amateur career. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so okay. I was always around him, so I right. knew I knew who he was the right. whole time. And you could kind of just tell he was going to be something good, right. you know. And then he came to my house in 2015 uh, with Cross. Yes, for I the, did. Yeah, for yeah. the week before oh, Daytona okay. yeah. and stayed yeah. there. And, dude, he was just grinding the yeah. whole time. Like, you could tell he was going to be on something better, you know, and right. just keep getting better and right. better. And, um yeah, like he, I remember he he showed up in the rig, like he came in the rig <laughs> with those guys, like he drove in the in the truck with them from Atlanta, yeah, 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 like just drove down and and just grinded and uh, he was so polite too the whole time, like because we we didn't really like we weren't friends, right. but like we knew who each other were, and uh, yeah, he went and used my van one day, filled it up with gas, didn't have to do that, wow, like just a really? nice guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like wow. that's just that's awesome, yeah, like just, uh, but honestly, it's those little things. Like yeah. I never asked anybody for money to come to my house to ride that week. Like right. I just wanted people to come ride and enjoy the time before Daytona. Yeah, yeah. and like he, like just he's like, yeah. hey, can I use your van? Yeah, go hey, for it, and it hey, fills it up. You know, like hey, just little Colt, things like when that. You, Colt, when you ride in the back of those trucks, they move a lot, don't they? They sway way more than you think. Yeah, it's a little sketchy. I'm I know, not, dude. I'm I've done you, but I didn't. I've <laughs> didn't done really it. Have a choice. So. I've done. I did a top. Yeah. End, I did a top end in one. Going down the road. What? I did the top end. I don't think he was in the back. No, he, he wasn't went, in the trailer. He oh, in. he was in the truck. Right. Oh, I was he in the trailer. The, he went with the driver. He was oh. in the. Yeah. I was in the trailer. <laughs> He's not in the fucking back. <laughs> you're, you're He's in the lounge, just riding it. Doing a top end. No, I was there, doing like, the trailer. Yeah. Oh yeah, we rode in the trailer a lot. Did you lose a sir clip in there somewhere? No, 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 no. It's a long story. It's probably illegal to do that. But I should, I should, should. Yeah, that is illegal. I've said enough. Phone call for you here, Colt from Ratcliffe. Ratcliffe, what's your question for Colt Nichols, the 250 Supercross champion on the East Coast? Lightning Colt, congratulations. Uh, been a fan for a long time. It's really great to see you wrap up that championship. Uh, my question is Thanks, man. Do you, yeah, right on. Do you train on the 450 at all? Uh, do Yamaha riders even need to ride the 450 when they have the 250? <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, we've been doing a lot more training on the 450 than you would think, uh, especially for the summer. Not, not so much supercross stuff. Um, you know, I've only actually rode supercross 450 a little bit when I did. Uh, uh, race in Montreal for uh, Supercross that oh, year in yeah. 2017 or 2018, I, whatever that was. I was there. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, yeah, I did, did that one. But uh, during the summertime, we ride the 450 a lot, just a little heavier and, um, you know, trying to put in longer motos on it. And sometimes we drop the heart rate by doing a few little things on the 450 to make it a little easier. So uh, we actually use it a lot. I'll probably ride it at least once a week um, from, from here on out wow. all the way through the summer. Hey, Ratcliffe, yeah. uh, so I've been around the local tracks when Colt's on a 450. And he's yeah. really, really good on it. I feel like he's a better 450 guy, personally, um, just wow. by watching him. And uh, it's going to be something that you guys don't know about. Like, Colt did a lot of help, helped Star a lot last year uh, when the pandemic was around. He helped develop some things on, on the 450. He wrote oh, cool. uh, some KYB stuff for them. So he's a good test guy. He's a good 450 guy. So I think 
for me, just being on the outside, I think there's good things to come for Colt, you know? Yeah, I hope. Could you compare the two bikes at all for us? <laughs> compare the two, uh, As yeah. far as like 250 to 450? Just some handling things that you like. Maybe more or less about either or either of that. I, I think mainly um, to kind of go to Keeper's point. I think just the the 450, the way uh, you have to ride it. Like you kind of kind of like for me, I short shift it and I kind of lug it around a little bit. And I just nice. love the way the power is on a 450. Um, I just feel like I fit that bike really well. And as far as suspension wise, it was when I got to work with the KYB dudes, we had some uh, in quotations some top secret stuff, you know, that I was testing and. It was honestly unreal. Like, I, I wish I could get that for my 250, but the, the 450 wow. stuff that the Star Guys will have for the summer is, is next level. And I just got to test with new people, new faces, new ideas, uh, new questions uh, on setting up the bike and stuff, and that was pretty huge for me to kind of open up your mind a little bit. But overall, the, I think the 450 handles pretty sick, and they got some more tricks up their sleeves that they're trying for the bike this summer to get the guys a little more comfortable, moving the engine a little bit, and just some little stuff like that that – make a big difference so uh, i think it's handling really good but man I, I love that bike it's pretty sick cool thanks ratcliffe thanks for calling man cool. thank you all right thank you yep. uh is that Kiefer? yeah kyb stuff is that what yeah you well have? he's i rode with that before colt got to ride with it okay and um i never wanted to let it go like i <laughs> this is like yeah. i thought it was such a good fork right um and then i heard from the grapevine uh, that colt really liked it and right. yeah why, so why can't you have that on the 250 uh, production rule for Supercross. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, hey, Colt. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, I was talking to my buddy Phil Nicoletti, who used to not like you, and now likes you a lot. And he claims he claims that you got faster once you ditched that earring of yours. But I saw you with an interview. I, ha- I saw you in an interview, and you had the earring in. So can you clarify? I did. I did. Okay. So so before I was actually riding with it at Salt Lake last year. I don't know why, but I was. I just wasn't taking it out. And okay. then this year. I went to Coop's bachelor party. He gave me a lot of shit for it. Yep. We had a great time. We, we really bonded. That yep. was a huge moment for us. Yep. And then after that, I took it out during riding, and I actually wasn't wearing it at all for a long time. And then uh, this weekend, I was like, you know what? I'm going to bring it back. Oh, so okay. I threw it in. I threw it in before the race, like walking in, doing all that stuff. Took it out while I was riding, and then uh, after the race, put it back in. So okay, it still made an appearance. It's still there. He's, uh, he's claiming that's why. That's that, he finally dished that earring. That's why he's going. I, I think yeah. it's because me and Phil bonded. I don't think right. I anything to do with the earring. I right. just I needed him to like me, and now he likes me. So right, that's right. all it was. Yeah, he's uh, he's unbelievable. <laughs> what, what I missed this year, I didn't see a lot of it. Was you know Justin and Colt last year? They always had their 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 attire on leading to the leading the track. Yeah, right? Yeah. They took a picture of it, right? right? And then right. you did it. I right? did it with Bogle. Yeah, we yeah. did a walk in together with my cargos. I didn't see yeah. much of that this year. Yeah. Well, it was kind of a bummer because a. Justin wasn't racing a lot after, you know, like he got hurt. So he wasn't there, and he's kind of my, my partner in crime for all that. And then also the boy uh, or my guy that was really responsible for it was Brad Frace. Like, he was the one behind the camera. So he wasn't at any races this year. So uh-huh. that was actually a real bummer. So he was the one that was kind of keeping it keeping right. it alive for us. And then I couldn't, like, I tried to go to Will a few times, like, yo, snap my fit. He wasn't about it. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it just kind of went out on its own. And I just, it kind of just, it was unfortunate, but, yeah, it just didn't work. Well, uh, that's you know awesome. what? Hey, uh, uh, it's, it's cool, man. I don't know anybody in the industry that's not happy for you, probably even Christian, you know what I mean? Like, as bummer as it is for him. Here, uh, you what know, he just said what? about, I didn't know, I don't know much about Colt, but what right. he just said about filling the fucking van up that was it? to bring it back. <laughs> I'm in because it's those little things that say I'm a human being. Right. I get it. He right. has self-awareness. I'm not just a fast dude on a bike. Like he gets it. Right. That's awesome. 
All right, yeah. All right, good, 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 good to know. It Keep meant her. a lot to me. Like right. I don't Dude, think that's people awesome. understand. Yeah. Like I know it's a little thing, but I've brought it up multiple times to yeah. people. Yeah, it's great. Him and KP <laughs> were the two only that actually like wanted to do something. And also, I went back. I watched Colt race, and I studied technique a lot. Uh, me and my kid, I try to t teach my kid things, and so we went back and I studied Robbie back in the day. And there is oh, a lot yeah. of similarities with you guys, dude. Right? Think? Yeah, you see oh, it, dude. Okay. Yes. I I tried to mimic him so bad, it was unreal. Like I just thought he looked so cool, and oh. I was actually probably more exaggerated whenever I was my last few years of amateur. And I, now it's kind of changed, just with Supercross and stuff. You kind of change a little bit, but. Dude, those last few years of, of my amateur career, I tried to look exactly like Robbie. Yeah, like you watched. I, your... I just thought he was kind of ahead of his time a little bit. Oh, absolutely, time, he was. He was the only one that looked the way he looked. It was unreal. Well, like, actually, I got a, a little bit of an argument with that. He rides like Lachine. You walk, go watch Lachine from the eighties. Oh and, yeah, I and Robbie. So. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Taller, you're right. skinnier guys yeah. that that never sat yeah. down. Elbows were up. Phenomenal riding technique. Phenomenal. You, you normally see taller dudes seat bounce a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, Wind, like Wyndham never looked that good. He's a taller guy, right. but Wyndham's style was kind of yeah. just... Travis, the same way. I bust yeah. Travis's balls. You're like, you look like shit on a bike, right. but you go fast. Yeah, right. yeah, but, yeah uh, definitely. But you watch Colt. He uses his legs a lot. His elbows are always yeah. up, and you you go back to Robbie, and it's the same kind of thing, you know? Right, right. So. Uh, well, congratulations, man, and thank you for calling in. Uh, we're all happy for you. I think the whole pits are. It's truly a, a great testament to you and your team. Thanks for coming on, man. Of course, guys. Thanks for having me. Congrats, buddy. Right. Yeah, Thank you, man. Congrats. Thank right. you. Thank you. Congratulations. That's Colt Nichols. Background noises. I think that much, him and Christian ride a lot alike. I think, think they look identical. Really, I don't. I don't. I don't Are you see serious? That. I feel like Christian's unique. Man, they Christian's... both finesse the bike on jumps. They both look like the same in the whoops. I, I don't know. I man. was going to say that as good as Christian is in the whoops, Colt was pretty damn close. Yeah. And and at certain times. Yeah. So. Well, uh, congratulations to Colt Nichols. Yeah. Good dude. Like I said, good dude. And like Big Nasty I'm, I'm and Nick. I'm stoked for him. Big Nasty and Nick were telling me about Colt Nichols when I'd never seen him. They, he raced Arena Cross and Costa Rica, and they're like telling me what a rad dude he is and how fast he is. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why doesn't he have a ride if he's right. this fast, you yeah. idiots? And he then, podiumed you know, when Cycle Trader was around, right? He did uh, yeah. Did yeah. he make a podium then? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, San Diego Yeah, or he, he podiumed, so... Yeah, absolutely. And a, and a really good dude. Mm -hmm. uh, everyone likes him. You know what I mean? So good for him to win that championship. Uh, he deserves awesome. it. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, really good to have have Colt Nichols on. We're coming up with uh, Cooper Webb here in about 30 minutes. Uh, Nick Schmidt will be on. Marvin Muskan will be on. I have to ask Marv about the neck brace and Rhino. God, I can't wait. Rhino comments. Will he know anything about He's Rhino He's got to be aware of it, right? I know oh, if he you, doesn't yeah. follow Rhino, someone within the KTM pit has yeah. made him aware oh, of it. You, would think you so. can't not be aware of what Rhino's saying. I don't <laughs> even follow the guy. I know what he's saying. Right, absolutely. Uh, Michelin, our folks at Michelin. Uh, Starling, if you have a mountain bike, you can get some E-Wild or Wild Series. might sound crazy, but I actually just bought a mountain bike like two days ago. Really? Yeah, from Alex Campbell, for Anderson's mechanic. You, right. know, you never mountain bike? I I'm from Florida. This, that's what JT said. Yeah, I have a road bike. I have, a really, I I have a really nice road bike. And we... We went riding with JT, and it looks like he never been on a bicycle ever in his life. <laughs> yeah, I didn't buy an e-bike or anything. I just wanted yeah. something to ride, you know, on hills. So I bought a bike. Huh. Okay, well, can you get some Michelin mountain bike tires for it if you want to? Okay, uh, get that. I mean, I maybe. I mean, I'm a Dunlop guy, so I don't know if that conflicts. Okay. No, but it doesn't at all. For V, then, if you yeah, ever, maybe. <laughs> if you get a V-twin, you can get the Commander Three Cruiser tire. Cool. Uh, for Michelin, if you got a, uh, if you want to do, so Erzberg, I should hit up Randy then. Yeah, if you okay. want, if you do Erzberg, ever Starling, you can get a Would Michelin Zero Extreme um, tire. <laughs> 
Yeah, I would love to. Can you just go with this for me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Motorcycle.michelinman.com. Visit your local dealer or online retailer. <laughs> Follow at Michelin Motorcycle Instagram <laughs> and Facebook as well. And uh, Sport Bike and Track Day Riders, they got the Michelin Power 5 tire. So they got lots going on with folks at Michelin. Help me help you. They yeah. also sponsor the wrap-up show. The Pulp MX wrap-up show. Help you. That Starling was on. Yeah, yeah Starling was on. Uh, and so He's wrapping it up? He's wrapping it up with oh. the pony. All right. Yeah. Did on Wednesday. Was it last Wednesday you did it? Yep. Wrap it up. Yep. I'll take it. Uh, so Michelin, thanks to the folks at Michelin for uh, supporting the show and the wrap-up show as well. If you're looking for something black and round, wow. look at Michelin. <laughs> look at Michelin tires. It's that wow. easy. Marks, the raffle is uh, going. Dude, business wow. is booming. Business is booming for yes. you privateers. Please, people, stop doing it. Nick's just sitting there like. No, keep, keep going. This thing's running. I love to see it. I want to win a Yamaha. Same. It's the bike of the year. I want to be like Chiz. Oh. oh, my God, Chiz. Hey, daytime Dude. program. I told him he needs oh. to do some schools for privateers. Yeah. Dude. Hey, I Starling, actually I Starling, think I would have had him in the heat race, though, until I crashed. You're 28? Yeah. I thought you were younger than that. But anyways, you need to be like Chiz. What do you think I'm trying? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, no, 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 but, no. But what I'm saying is this. Like, okay, don't take this the wrong way, Starling. Oh, uh, boy. Watch Stand yeah, By. Here we go. Stand don't, with all due respect. Guns yeah. hot. Guns no, no. hot. You're not getting a factory ride. Okay, uh, you're not. Why do you think I'm on a 450? I know. You're not getting a factory 450 ride. Yeah, duh. Okay, so the point is, <laughs> Chiz makes six figures, mid-six figures probably. Mm -hmm. Something like that, right? Yep. That should, and you can do that. That, can, that can be your goal. Chiz makes that much? I, I think Dude, he's Chiz, in every yeah. main, and he gets good money. Where's he get, helmet? He got, that, he's got this like, helmet that God knows what they're paying him, but they yeah, must be a lot. Godspeed. Right. Got I'm it. not putting the helmet on my head, no, no offense. But but I'm just saying, like, okay, he makes six figures for sure. Yeah. Maybe not. That's good. Yeah. Did I did I say mid six figures? Yeah. I meant 150. That's what I'm saying. That's oh. what I took it as. Okay. That's how not, I took it as well. Not 500. No. no, no, no. Okay. No, no. Chiz makes between 100 and 150 a year, I bet. Got it. I wouldn't doubt it. That can be you. Very easily. Where do you think I'm trying? Yeah. Okay. I'm just. I'm trying. That should be the goal for a guy like you. Here's a question. You race. You're right in there with mm -hmm. him. Where is he better than you? Where Everywhere. Really? Man, I can't explain it to you. So I start the main event, not very good on Saturday. First five minutes were pretty terrible. Made some passes. And he was, he was still within reach, you know? And then I'm, like, kind of latched on to Benny Bloss for a minute. And we kind of pulled away from, like, Caden and those guys. And I'm like, okay, like, I'm doing good. I don't get it, but Chiz is pulling away from us. Huh. And I just, and the dude's hurt. I qualify Dude. faster than him all the time, oh, but when no, that no, gate yeah, drops... No. Everyone qualifies faster than him. When that gate drops, it doesn't make sense. Dude, he's, I, he I just chizzes all over so you So I was really bummed when I crashed in the heat. I was in 7th yeah. or 8th or something, but he was behind me, and I was really like, okay, how long can I keep him behind me? Right. You know, and yeah. then I blew it and went down, but I wanted to see where he was better. Like, where he was he going to pass me? Because like, I don't understand it. He's so good. I was talking to Gary before the before the night show, and I'm like... Gary Bear. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's injured, you know? I'm like, yeah, hey, but he's still going to chiz. It, it, you, I don't understand it, but trust me, I'm trying. And I'm trying so hard. He doesn't look good. When oh, he does not look good. Does not. You look way better on a bike than Chiz. <sighs> Do you, no. Yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah. I look oh, at yeah, photos yeah, of me yeah, and yeah, I look yeah, pretty no, bad. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. You no. have good technique for a tall dude. Like, it's good. And you watch Chiz, it's similar to Wyndham and Travis where they sit. And yeah, they, they're yeah, absolutely right. He sits down a lot. Yes. He just kind of has his elbows down. And this is what amazes me. He's fast. He just chizzes all over you guys. Yeah, yeah, every weekend. Is Atlas Brace, by the way, atlasbrace.com? I, I honestly Atlas? thought this weekend would be like, okay, I feel really good tonight. You yeah. know, I felt really good in the LCQ, the heat race, qualifying times. I'm like, I think I can be top 15, which is about where Chiz is every weekend. Yeah. I'm like, I think I got it tonight. And I just watched him pull away, and I'm like, dude, what am you I doing? You know what it is? Blue Crew. 
That's what it is. Maybe you need a Yamaha. I've I've already hit him up. If you win it, if you win the Yamaha tonight, yeah, I need it. Keep it. We might have something it. cooking. We might have <laughs> something I, cooking. I need what? It. We might have something. What do you cooking. mean? What does that even mean? Don't be so Why cryptic. Do you th- hey, remember when I stood up on your message the other day? Or your, oh, yeah. And I was asking questions. Uh-huh. Why do you think I'm asking oh. questions? Uh, okay. um, so I'm trying to be like Chiz, man. I just, okay. I think, and then Chiz doesn't jump anything big, but Chiz will do the same line for 20 minutes. Yeah, I, I like never even make me, a like the table to over single yeah. the table. I tried it. Right. Like, I, but you're not going to see Chiz do that stuff. No. The dude's good. Yeah. And yeah, like yeah, honestly, yeah. like if I look at where I'm at in my life and with my racing. If you make every main, you're making a living. You're, I didn't yeah, even. Yeah. I made six no, this year, right. and I still made a Listen, living. I, right. I was always the one like t- telling, like, like, look, it's. I'm always screaming about the purse money. It needs to be bigger, and it can be bigger based on the money they're bringing in. But having it. said mm-hmm. that, if you're in California and 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 you're 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 riding all you're you're, you're riding all the Anaheim's and Phoenix and Oakland and all that, and you're making two k every weekend, you're making eight grand a month, and your expenses. Salt are Lake probably, was good for me, right? right. Honestly, right, like right, I look right. at both so of those, and it was good for me. You can make money. So just. You know how we, you, Mikey used to say, "Just do it." Yeah. Be like Chiz. That's the yeah. same. Be like Chiz. Trust me, I'm I'm trying because that's just just do Chiz. Just Chiz. In my racing, I, I would like to be like. Right. The, what do I like to be? Right. How old you know, Chiz? Thirty-three. I don't know. No. I'd Chiz? like to be a constant fifteen how guy. How old Chiz? I couldn't tell you. I I mean, I grew up with him, but I mean, he's got to be what 32, 30. Yeah, 33. I don't know. Maybe thirty-two. Thirty-three. I'm going thirty-two. Listen, Chiz uses firepower parts, and maybe that's the question. I do too. Battery. Okay. All right. Never mind. Well, he uses you the set chain. that up. I did. Four nine zero dash two five three one. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Rain Man. Uh, Firepowerparts.com, Whether it's the batteries or the chains that Justin Starling uses, Kyle Chisholm uses, the Gopher Dunes Honda team, Brayton's team uses the uh, batteries as well. Uh, Firepowerparts.com, Please go to your local dealer. Check them out. Great products. Uh, really good reliability, and uh, a lot of privateers are proven. There's nothing harder on a chain than Supercross. And dudes like Starling run the chain. No, so you know I was just about to correct you. I don't. I just battery only. I'm Sun Star Chain and Sprocket. Oh, you fucked that one up. Chiz runs the chain. I'm sorry, but okay, well, I, maybe what you want it's, Chiz, you gotta no. have a chain. It's loyalty. Okay, I I've agree been with that. those guys for so long. Maybe I just found the reason why Chiz beats you. Firepower <sighs> chain. Thank you, Firepower. K. Clayson also using a chain fire from Firepower, even though he's got these rims that are 24K Cade. What's up? Can hey, everybody. A, what's up? 24K Cade. Talon, can we get a ruling on? Cade's rims <laughs> on Cade's race. No, Cade's rims. I actually oh. thought it looked like a KX five hundred. That was my only opinion on him. I saw the yellow and I was like, "Oh, it looks like an old school like KX five hundred." Marks. Um, I'm typically not a fan of the gold. Uh, Thank you. Regardless of what bike it is, no, but the gold on that care. Honda is good. That's good looking gold rims. That's acceptable. I don't say it's yeah. good. No, yeah, that good. wasn't the same gold. No, 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 he no, did not no, have no. That. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't have yeah. that. Gold. Maybe on one of the items that he well, had the- on his wheel that might <laughs> so, be close. Okay, I never got a close look at him, Starling. You're saying the spokes, the rim, and the hub were all different yeah. shades. Yeah, they were all different. <laughs> it, it was all gold. It was all the concept for sure. Yeah, um, maybe not. <laughs> my, like it was almost like the spokes were like a jet fuel gold. It was just different. Well, he had a hell of a year, but I'm gonna tell you what. When he pulled up onto the gate for the the final practice, I'm sitting there with Benny Bloss, and Benny looks at the front wheel and he goes, "Oh, he went back to the black, huh?" And I look and I'm like, "He's one over on the yeah. other side of Benny," and I'm like, "Oh, okay, cool." You know, because I noticed it too right yeah, away. You right. know, and then he goes, "No, I still got the gold in the back." And we look and we're like, "Oh uh, my god, dude, gold on the back and the black on the front." And we're just like, "Dude, this is." Do you see my Do you see my comment to A Ray on his Instagram today? No. A Ray put a book thing about his supercross season and how happy he was. And I said, at least you didn't have ap- apricot colored rims, bro. Dude. You know, <laughs> well, like, like I was, uh, I'm watching the broadcast at home. 
I see Cade, and obviously he's on a cow ear. He looks like Bubba. Po- I don't know if it's Bubba Polly, Cade. I don't know who the fuck it is. Right? It, could, One be, of the it could be the cat. Yeah. It could be the cat. It could be the cat. It could be A Ray. It could be Joan Cross. Right. I don't fucking know. Bowers. Bowers. Who knows? But all I see is the gold, and I'm like, what is that guy thinking? All right, hear me out here. <laughs> and it was Cade. And Cade? it was Cade. Cade was really good Are all year. Are you kidding me? He put the rims on, and I think Saturday was his, one of his worst nights. Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't it be? It was the rims, right? Yeah, it was rims. It had to have been the rims. Yeah. If I saw that, it he looked didn't like, ri- he if did I saw dog like shit on my, on my wheels, I'd be like... He did not ride like normal Cade. Yeah. No, no. Right. Because Saturday before that, he was really strong and beat me. And then I almost lapped him. I would have talked to the team and been like, excuse me, team. Um, hi, it's me, Cade. Um, is there any possible way... That I could just go back to excuse, my normal excuse rims. Excuse me, as team owner, sir. Excuse I would have left sir. the rig with a spray uh, paint can. And just I appreciate like, everything <laughs> you do for me. Everything. I, I love the team. But if there's just some way I can go back just to some a black hoop and a silver hub, that would be awesome. Like, Why didn't you just run like gold hubs or it, something? They just look like apricot color, like gross puke yellow, uh, like baby me. puke yellow. What was the reasoning? Do we have a reasoning of why this uh, happened? Hold on. We do, actually. Cade's on the line. Hello? Cade. 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 Hello? Hey. You can't do that, dude. <laughs> no, you cannot. You can't. You, you uh, what, what? Okay, okay. What, go ahead. The, the 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 ball is in your court. Please defend yourself. Look, bro. Like they just wanted to do a one-off thing. It was kind of cool. Something totally different. I was the only one out there with it. You know, the Motostar guys gave us some wheels to you know just be a little blingy and look at that. Hey, hey everybody. I uh, I rode with a clown <laughs> suit on. I was the only one out there just doing something different with a clown suit on. Wasn't A Ray the one in Why? Seattle running pink gear that one year? A Ray ran pink gear for a long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't mean you have to. Why are you hate? Why you got hate? What's There's no hate. There's I'm just saying. I probably had I probably had 30 DMs <laughs> that said, "Hey, that was kind of cool for a one-off thing." You know, pretty, <laughs> listen. You know, I don't care how many Steve got. Steve's got ten times the amount of followers that I do. But <laughs> I, I mean, what's what's wrong with it? Listen. When you saw that, let's be real. Come on. When you saw it, were you like, were you bummed out at first? No, I wasn't bummed. Like, do I think it's like the sickest, like, green and gold setup of all time? No, but I think it was a pretty cool one-off thing. God. They should have done something with the graphics to at least match it something, in there. Something, anything, yeah. Or spray that, paint. That you know helped. what they should have done? Think, is spray painted in black. They knew if they were going to get there in time. I think that was part. Well, of Well, you it. know who has graphics to match that? The Burn Lords. They would hook you yeah, up. Yeah. Do you need WUSA's phone number? WUSA, the wheel maker of the stars. No, nah, man, Motostar. That's where we're at, bro. <laughs> I think they look good. Look, you can hate on them. Motostar was fine up until that point. <laughs> They made a mistake. We let them. Everyone gets a mistake. Everyone gets yeah, a mulligan. Yeah, I'm not perfect either. No, I'm, I'm not, not perfect. I'm not perfect. We're so. not going to judge Motostar on SLC2, okay? Because Cade, other previous Cades were just fine. Right. Okay. Well, those wheels are going to make up for Alex's terrible performance because we're going to raffle them off, um, and then Julian's going to donate the money. So. Okay, so that's cool. <laughs> Yeah, I, I literally now th- I feel like dog shit. Thank you. No, I think Kate just made that up right now to try to get out of this <laughs> no, conversation. No, I did not. You can say I made nah. it up right now. I literally told you guys that earlier. Hey, I will say we went mountain biking uh, to the Corner Canyon last week, and we were everyone was on an e-bike, including Osby, including Peters, but Cade was not grinding, grinding on the regular bike, and then he blamed that performance for his for his, his ride. Because he expended too much energy? Because his legs were too tired. <laughs> Dude, let's be real. I was going so slow in that main event. You weren't yourself. 
100%. You messed up that no. three, and then you, like... Well, if you mess up the three, it's unsprung weight from that gold. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hey, Starling, were you behind me when I cased that three in the rhythm? That's how I passed you. You cased it, and then you just went table, step on, step off, and I. that's where oh I passed you. Oh, my God. But dude. you cased it so hard, and I was just like, wow, I hope I don't do that at all this race because that looked painful. <laughs> oh, my God, it was sucked. Even Benny sent me a DM, and he was behind you. Yeah, no, no, he was and right he was in front like, of me. Like, we were right there, oh, okay. and... I thought he was going to land on you because of how hard you stopped when you cased yeah, it. Like, I, it stuck. I came to an abrupt uh, halt. Yeah. Also, Cade, we're going to have Nick Schmidt on later. Uh, he was not putting up much of a fight in that LCQ for that final spot for you. Uh, I mean, I wasn't super concerned that he was going to pass me. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. It didn't seem like it. So. You know what's actually funny? In the heat race, I'm in, like, six. He annihilates me after the whoops, like completely slams me so hard it rips my watch off. Jeez. And, like, dude, my hand's all swollen. And I was, like, pretty pissed about it. So I'm like, bro, I know you're not going to make the main. Like, you don't want to be in there. What, what are you doing this for? Three laps later, he's freaking throwing the brakes on, and then he lets me by. <laughs> wow. I was, And hey. then, of course, I didn't make it out of the heat, and I was very upset because I was in a good – because, like, five people passed me. Well, wow. they were probably busy looking at your wheels and wanted to get out in front so they have to look at those wheels anymore. <laughs> uh, hey, Kate, Kate, so real quick, is this the most points you've scored in a year at Soupy? Yeah, by a lot. So, besides the shitty gold rims, I feel like I'm going to give you something positive here. You rode really well. Very proud of you. I feel like you were more held together than A-Ray. Obviously, you finished ahead of him, but Less sketchy this year. I've seen you race, and I've seen some real Dude. sketchy moments before, but I feel like very solid year. Absolutely. Performance was good. He was off for two years. Yes. You know, because he was cheating. And I feel so, like his, his, his style right. is less goony. Yeah, absolutely. So, I, I was kidding about the cheating part, by the way. But, like, yeah, you've, you've leaps and bounds. Good job. <laughs> Hey, thank you, Kiefer. I really appreciate the kind words. Yeah. Uh, we had, his, we had Kate's you. chick on the show last Monday. She was speaking Mandarin. Really? Yeah, that was wild. Because that's, that's her job, right? That's her job. That's hot. That's hot. What? Do she speak Mandarin when you're when you're getting the deal going or what? No, no, no. she doesn't. <laughs> no. Hey, no. Do she also, I wouldn't know what she was saying. She was uh, she was on a ride with us too. She bought a taser, uh, intense taser, and uh, she loved it. She was I love great. it. She's a really cool chick. It's amazing uh, that Cade's with her. She's really cool. Yeah, right. I know. Right. Freaking, I scored on that one. Right, you did. Yeah, you keep lock that All one right. down. Especially because you guys still in Arizona, right, Cade? Yeah, bro, we're almost home right now. Dez we went life. To Moab for two days. Nice. Yeah. All right, Cade. Well, uh, thanks for calling in. And uh, God, those things were ugly, but at least they're going to be auctioned, and hopefully, we'll never see them Wait, again. Wait, Cade, you took your race bike home, right? Yeah, I did. I'm going to race Colorado, and then uh, some more after that. Are the gold rims still on the bike? The oh boy. They are still on it, but they are, like I said, getting raffled off. Okay. Please let us give us an update on how much you get for them. Okay. Because I, like, I will I gotta, give the, I the winner. the charity thing because it's a pain in the butt. Anything over $10 seems too much. Right. <laughs> That's harsh. WUSA, everybody. Just Where's the w starting bid start? W will not give you those type of rims ever. Uh, thanks, Cade. Whatever. Thank you. All right, bye. Have hey, a yeah. job this All year. Right. Uh, really good job. For he Kate was Tyson. really. Yeah, if no. you notice, he was always right there. Okay. No matter what heat, anything. He started off poorly, and I'm like, oh boy. And he had that LCQ collapse. Do you know that first round, it like literally free practice, him and I got into it? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I was rolling. I didn't think I was in the middle of the track, but I, I after kind of like thinking about it, <laughs> I was. 
but it's free practice first round you're kind of out there not really knowing how you know whatever yeah and i blocked one of his fast laps i didn't think as much as maybe he thought right. but i did my free bad. practice though. free practice yeah so he goes it was right he, like he went single double across the start i was on the single double i messed up so i immediately go left go over the little step up finish line start a lap go left jump the triple turn right and he stops in the rut and stops one of my fast laps and i just blow up because i'm like why did you do yeah, that? Like, you, did I do something to you? I didn't realize what I did at first, you know? you guys are such idiots with this fast lap stuff. Dude, so I roll, I like roll up to him. I'm like, what the heck? You know, like what? Did what the heck? No. Okay. But I was like, what happened? Like, <laughs> why did you do that? You know, like that, I didn't know why he just stopped in the rut like that. Um, and it wasn't like, we didn't hit or anything, but it was just like, he definitely like made me stop for a second. And I come off the track and he's like mad at me. I'm yelling at him. Then I text him. I'm like, dude, it's round one. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Like uh, this just started. He, uh, we have 17 of these things to go. You're up, he deserves a lot of credit. He had that collapse in the LCQ. It was epic. He had went from first I to. I don't know that one. He went to like, he was first with like two laps to go. What round was this? Three, four. Hmm. And he went back to sixth. He lost it on the last lap. So, but anyways, I must have been really bad there. From that collapse, he like he didn't ruin him. You know what I mean? Mentally, it didn't ruin him. He he took it, learned from it, got better. He, I think he made the main the next weekend. Mm-hmm. Dude, he you know was good. I mean? Like, like yeah. and Salt Lake so, won. Like. At one point, I caught up to him, and he, I was right on him. And, man, he kind of just pulled away from me. I think he finished, like, two or, two or three yeah. seconds ahead well, of me. Listen, but, like, dude, he was really A-Ray, strong. A-Ray used to bag on him for Supercross skills all the time. Yeah. Look look who's laughing now. Right. And it, I uh, was really impressed by him. Like, really, really impressed. A couple things before the expert on Goggle Terrace. First of all, our buddy Checkers, May 14th and 16th. If yeah. you are in Iowa, Winterset, Iowa, it's the muck-off Justin Brayton shootout presented by Fly Racing. Oh, don't you go muck off, dude, with that. Yo, you okay, Talon? Yeah, I don't know why it did that, but. Okay, all right. Uh, Justin Brighton shootout, muck off Honda, May 14th and 16th. Uh, please check it out. Guaranteed minimum pro purse over 8400 bucks. Marshall Welton won last year over 4 k Where is yeah, this? Marsh. Iowa. There you go. There you go. It's not that far. Appearances, appearances by Brayton, Dungey, and Bradshaw. Over 15000 in amateur awards and prizes. Follow at Riverside. Riverside Raceway MX on Instagram for the latest details. Thanks to the checkers and everybody at, at uh, Racetech for making that happen. X brand goggle tariffs. Let's do it. Hmm. Segment 15 second rapid fire Q&A. Wow. Uh, well, X brand goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. You know who uses X brand? Uh, Chiz. Chiz. Damn it. Yes, Chiz. And Freddie Norn. I'm a 100% guy. You know, crushing it. <laughs> what? How about Rich's uh, video that oh, he Oh, yeah. He's so good. I wonder, I obviously he doesn't listen to the show, but he must have heard us all. That's Yo, great. you don't know anything about it, probably. I don't. So the, at Monday, on Monday's show, yeah. we were talking about the new goggles. Okay. And Maeda was like, yeah, I don't know, man. I said, I don't know either, man. Kiefer's supposed to get some. You haven't seen You know, Chase like, doesn't two, even wear it. He doesn't wear the new one. No. No, no something to do with that helmet. Mm. Uh Anyway. So please, Pulp Show uh, Pulp Show 15 is a code to save with xbrand.com, eksbrand.com. These are the X-Brand Goggle tear-offs. Rapid fire. Uh, Starling, these questions are submitted by a, a Corey Moser. Are you familiar with him? Nope. Okay. All right, let's do this, Marks. Steven, looking at his career, where would you rate this Supercross season for Roxon? Hmm. Mm, well, he got more wins. What, he went two last year? I, think I he don't two. Two or three last year. He won five this year, I believe. So, um, yeah, it was right in the mix. Uh, one of his better ones. All right. Mm. Kiefer, 
Yeah. For an all-new bike, the Honda 450s performed really well. What? You won four. Okay. Thank you. How do you think they will do outdoors? One more time. Sorry, Mark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For an all-new bike, the Honda 450s performed really well. Mm-hmm. How do you think they will do outdoors? Uh, it'll be fine. Sexton's going to probably win a lot. I'm going to say Sexton is going to win more than if he shows up and races, Sexton wins. More than Kenny? Yes. Would you like to place a wager on that? Yes. I'd, I'd agree on that one. Yes. Okay, I will wager you on that. Want him to actually make the bet this time? Yes, yeah. We, I, I should not a shaved head. Mm-mm. What are we going to do? I'm not shaving your pubes. Hunter pubes. I'm not shaving your pubes. pubes. you got to come up and wash <laughs> his bike. <laughs> Look, 100 bucks. We'll get to that. 100 bucks? Yep. Okay, $100. Right. That's the bet. I got Roxanne. If he races, if Roxanne doesn't race, bet's right. off. Right. Okay, got it. Okay. All right. Starling, what does it cost on average for you to race a Supercross? Ooh, um... Residency or just one race? Uh, we'll go one race. We're looking at what two twenty-five an entry fee, um, depending on if you have fuel from the weekend before. I, I, you're fifteen hundred bucks on average. I don't know. I don't really keep track of that honestly. I just but hotels, s- food. Yeah, it's, it's expensive. It's, yeah, fifteen hundred. The residency is way more. Right. Um, but you also make more because you're racing more. I don't know. Yeah, fifteen hundred. I'd say. Right. Steve, what was the best Supercross after party you went to? Hasn't gone. I had. I had a monster one. That's for sure. I had passes for this one. Uh, Red Bull party. Where was that at? I don't know. Somewhere down Salt Lake City. Did you buy them from Truman? No, I didn't. Pookie put the brakes on it though. Really? Yeah. She was like, "I'm tired. I don't really feel like going." Wow. And I wasn't like all about it, so I didn't go. Did you go? No, I didn't even know it happened. Right. Um. So, I don't think I went to one this year. Sorry, I don't think I went to one. Getting old. Yeah, dude. I don't. I'm. I went to. Hundreds of supercross after parties. Sounds like shit to me. It it they're not. Just sounds crappy. Loud. What? Huh? Right. Hey man, what's up? How's it going? What? You're like, dude. It's yeah. hard for me to go out here after going out in Europe. Honestly. Yeah. It's so much better there. <laughs> Whole time. Whole time. That was a good non-answer. <laughs> Kiefer, which 450 brand would you recommend for a privateer like Starling? Well, Kawasaki, I guess. Obviously, it's making the For most the money. money. If you're a privateer and you're looking to make money, Kawasaki. Okay, outside of the money, bike. Uh, a Yamaha. Plain and simple. Look, look at Chiz. Oh, Chiz has nothing done to his motorcycle. Obviously, you don't well, have I much don't either. either. Right. I mean, I have but you suspension. Have, he doesn't. Right. Stuff like that. Um, Chiz literally has Chiz a Chiz doesn't have the ECU. I have a twisted ECU. Chiz is on a stock ECU. All zeros. Yeah. Uh, he won't, he won't add anything to it. I don't know what that means, but okay. It means yeah. his stock setting okay uh he's on a fmf system okay stock ecu setting and suspension race and a sprocket race fuel or yeah, pump. Race fuel. no he goes back to pump because it's too aggressive god and he's beating you stop i so, know yep. all right justin would you ever ghost ride your bike across the finish no line? i mean if, if i'm on like that level of team i would consider it but i don't that i'm a privateer in absolutely no way do you want to cover this real quick or no? We don't have time. Okay. But ask me about it later if you'd like. <laughs> All right. Um, little boy. Steve? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably don't have time for this one either. Can the point system in 250s be fixed to keep guys from throwing races to uh, stay down? Or should it just be wide open and guys like Marty can stay in the class forever? In uh, 30 seconds. No. The, my race tech rant will uh, cover this later on. We will discuss this. It's a complete joke of a system. It needs to be overhauled badly, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. I've got something to say to that, too. Okay, fantastic. 
Kiefer, mm-hmm. who are the favorites to win the 250 Supercross Championships in 2022? Well, it looks like most of those guys are coming back to ride 250. So, pending on Christian riding 250 again, I'm going to say, I would say Colt defends one coast. Gosh, that's going to be tough because there's Jet, Cooper, all these other Forkner. dudes. Forkner. I'm going to have to go Colt because he was just super solid and it was the fastest guy out there besides Christian in raw speed. And then I'm going to say Jet because I think he's going to have a better bike next year. And he's fast as shit. 36 seconds. And Please he matures. Try to tighten it up a little bit. Mm. All right, last one. Justin, for one lap, who's the fastest 250 star Yamaha rider? Christian. Yeah. Uh, how do you, uh, what kind of question is that? We don't know this Moser guy. He's he's that was yeah. horrible. Yeah. <clears throat> X-Brand goggles, a choice of champions everywhere. Pulp Show 20. Get the new uh, Lucid goggle. It's amazing. It's incredible. I wore it the other day when I rode dirt bikes. Uh, maybe like a week and a half ago or other so. Other day, my ass. Uh, X-Brand goggles, a choice of champions everywhere. Freddie Norn, Josh Strang, X-Brand guy. Is he still GNCC in it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, legend. Um, uh, Freddie Norn, Chiz. What's wrong with Norn's muffler? I don't know. Why? Yeah, why does he do that? Cannons to the left I, of them. I mean, he must feel like it's smoother, right? It just Cannons. Has to be... What do you mean? What's wrong it with it? It is so freaking... I think it's, it's the older Yosh. Just, it wasn't the RS-12. And, and and obviously, I'm watching on TV, so I don't know. Yeah. But it looks hella long, dude. Really? Like, it's back far. But is it just because there's no one else running Yosh on a Cowie? No, there's plenty of other guys running Yoshana Kelly. He just likes the smooth power band, all right? Maybe. Leave him alone. Right. Uh, Vertex Pistons. Every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna comes with a Vertex Piston in the engine from the factory. Gas Gas as well. They're an OEM supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. They've, they were uh, founded 65 years ago. Sales at PivotWorks.com. If you want a two-stroke piston, you want a four-stroke piston, uh, you can uh, go ahead and get any of that uh, from the folks at VertexPistons.com. Please and proud to bring you our next guest of the night. We, will, we go from one 250 Supercross champion to a 450 Supercross champion, a two-time champion now, Red Bull KTM's Cooper Webb. What's up, Coop? How are you, man? Hello? Coop, you there? He said, nah. No, nah, he's hanging out. He's done with us? He said, over it. All right. I'll need this janky shot. Sorry, you there? Oh, yeah, we're here. We're here. There Bye, you are. bro. Uh, yeah, man. Thanks for having me on. No, pro- no problem. We uh, I love to, love to do it. Congratulations on the championship. I mean, is it possible Hold to- on, hold on. Oh, okay. Can we all just- Give yeah. props I mean, to the okay. dude. Let's, let's just do this, okay? Because it's impressive. All right. It was impressive. Okay. And the way he did you it, You can continue too. with the interview now. Is it is it possible, Coop, to compare the two championships you have and rate them one or one or the other? I mean, they the both of them were so amazing for so many reasons. Uh, you know, the first one is something special for sure, but this one, damn it, this one was such a, a display of dominance the second half of the year. Uh, is it possible to rank them? Uh, I mean, I don't know, you know, if one one means one or the other, but yeah, this one was was definitely a hard fought one and and a lot different. I mean, um, twenty nineteen was was special because it was my first one, and after the you know bad years I'd had in in the past, it meant a lot. But yeah, I think for me, this one is uh, is more hard fought, if you will, and I feel like the the field is is at the highest level right now. Um, you know, just as the season went on. I uh, kind of crawling my way back into the championship, not starting off the year like I would have liked it to at all. And um, so, yeah, like you said, I think this year we're getting, you know, the eight wins is is huge. Um, and the way way I felt like I kind of just raced hard all year was was super special. It's incredible the Salt Lake City too. 
I mean, you just had to ride around. And you, you, you saw it and you got into it. Uh, phenomenal job. I mean, is that kind of thing where, like, just like racing instincts take over where you're like, well, screw it. I'm riding well. I feel good. I'm going for it. Was it just one of those things? Yeah, and I think, um, I mean, all day I, I just kind of had that, that same mentality. I think for me, like, so Atlanta's, as we all know, I kind of struggled at the, the first two, but mm-hmm. at that one where I, I got six and whatnot, that was the first time all season I had kind of ridden defensive and ridden, all right, you know, I got the lead. Let's mm-hmm. just chill and, and do what we need to do. And I think I, I saw firsthand, like, okay, you start thinking like that and riding like that, and, and I had a crash and I had my, my worst result. So I think uh, that's where I, I luckily learned the lesson of, like, all right, you know, that that doesn't work in racing. Like, in, in our field and the way things are, you you got to press forward and look forward and um, just, just race. So right. I think that was, you know, at the time it wasn't ideal because I'd lost a lot of points, but it was honestly a, a good eye-opener on, Hey, you you can't think that way in our class. It's it's too strong to be safe or um, you know ride around good enough to to just get enough points. Right. It's, it's something that yeah you know so, some days you might have to do it. But I just felt like for me it was one of those things that I, I felt competitive at Salt Lake uh, the weekend before. I felt good all day. I felt like I had a legit shot at winning and right. um, you know and, and racing. Why not go for it when when you're feeling that. Yeah, absolutely. Did you think Kenny was trying to do something there, either bunch up people, take 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 your front wheel down or something? It felt like that to me watching it. Like I was kind of like, Whoa. you know, I mean, he was a lot of points back, but I felt like Kenny was pissing you off a little bit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, it was uh, obviously some cat and mouse there at the beginning yep. and especially the, the few times over the triple where it was kind of waiting and mm-hmm. you know going for the front wheel and whatnot so i mean i and i, and I get it um you know if, if you can have you know something happen then it then it increases your your chances but um yeah definitely i wouldn't i didn't i didn't expect it to be honest like he's usually when no. he gets the, the yeah. start he's so good at the beginning of the races so i was more of the mindset of like all right i need to to latch on because he's going to be super strong and um when we kind of you know, started doing that and the pack got all on us. It yeah. was more like, wait, like, <laughs> I, I need to get around this guy. There's going to be about a 10 man battle yeah. for the lead. So, um, you know, he, he, once he, I think Chase kind of went by both of us, it was kind of like, okay, you know, it, it took, uh, that cat and mouse game out of it and, and yep. we kind of all focused forward. But then, yeah, we got to a point where, I started clicking off my laps, and I I needed to get around them before Chase pulled away and was able to do so. And um, but yeah, I mean, I, I was a little surprised to be honest. I mean, especially like you said, it, it was a nineteenth or better. Right. It's, if we're single digit points, I mean, like we saw with with Eli and Dunge that year, like it it could make a difference. But I think when it's uh, you know a nineteenth yep. or better is is maybe a little different. Yeah, one thing I noticed, and this is Justin speaking, um, you pass you passed him in the corner uh, right before that first rhythm, but I kind of feel like you kind of already made that pass on that two three after the whoops because I you guys had just mm-hmm. lapped me and I was on I was going two single to the inside to let you guys go around and you landed off that three and I kind of like was watching for a second because I was on my own little race in sixteenth or seventeenth yeah. and. Um, you landed off that triple, and, and you were—I mean—you were wide open, like they're like, "Hey, dude, I'm here." And 
I noticed that it kind of disrupted him a little bit going into the corner. And mm -hmm. I remember hugging that inside and just being like, who was about to make this pass? And you just darted <laughs> to the inside. And I was like, dude, there it is. Like I had front yeah. row seats to it. And I was just like, he had this whole thing like set up way before he got to that section. He knew what he was going to do. And that is one of the coolest things. Like we were talking about your racecraft earlier, like watching your racecraft is probably the best racecraft I've ever seen anyone do. And then, you know, I was even, you know, kind of bringing this up, but Atlanta three, man, like you look like you were okay. Like I'm second place, still good points, riding it in. Kenny makes that mistake and then you see him. And it was like, I, that's probably the best race I've ever seen out of anyone. Starling's been going on all show about, about you, Webb. And you, you, it's, you're, you're, it's, <laughs> it's unbelievable, though. Like, you know, you never do anything crazy like, you know, wheel tap this or right. out of control. He's so consistent everywhere. And watching him just drop the hammer as soon as he saw Kenny, yeah, it was just unbelievable. You know, he goes from, like, not getting the whoops too well to just slaying the whoops. And then he knew exactly what to do at the end. You know, right. just jump him because, you know, Kenny's not going to change his line. And... Like that so, was the best race I've ever the long, seen. The long question is: Did you have that <laughs> set up? That. Did you have that set up, Coop? Before, like Justin was saying. Yeah, I, I kind of knew those those two areas. Um, yeah. You know, I I had kind of Chase had actually almost almost done the same move on me earlier in the race, and I had almost done the same move on Kenny a few times earlier in the race. So I saw that that was a spot where the way that turn is, I mean, it was such a tight right that. You, you almost naturally felt like when someone was on you that they, they were going to kind of dive bomb you just because it was such a tight turn. And so, like you said, I think for, for me, I was, I was all over him. And it was yeah. more like he had to kind of protect the inside, and he kind of did. And I saw that and just knew, all right, in this next corner, if I can get back to the right, I can get the angle yeah, and, sweep and in. Yeah, yeah. he cut down hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah, obviously I, in my mind, I had a few spots that were passing spots, but I felt like that was, uh, an area that, that I could kind of make it happen, especially throughout that race. He was going in the first turn to the second rut to do the wheel tap. Mm -hmm. And I knew he hadn't really done that inside very much. So I knew, okay, if, if I can, go out sweep in he hasn't hit this line in probably six or seven laps and he's going to be a little tentative in it so yeah it played off exactly like that also coop i feel like you you and dino i don't know who picked it up first but the two guys i noticed in the main the, the mechanics foam uh, mechanics area boards were back a bit and now you were going over top of that ledge and carrying more speed in Everyone yeah. else kind of was hitting that ledge still not realizing there was what maybe two feet there yeah um, yeah I feel like I saw you do it right away, and I think Dino maybe did it the same lap, or, and I'm like, oh, they can go on top of there Yeah, now. Dean did it right in front of me, and, yeah. it, and it caught me off guard. I was like, wow, you can do that. Yeah, because you know? yeah, all day long, all day long, you're hitting the ledge, <laughs> Yeah, because right? the bales were on that right, ledge, right, so I didn't right. know, you know. But that's smart by, yeah. by Coop. Yeah. That's smart by Webb to see that and be like, hey, I can carry the more speed It's here. just he thinks his racecraft, man, right. I'm telling you. Uh, Vortex, uh, Vortex Pistons bringing you uh, Cooper Webb on the show, 702. 586 pulp you got a question for him go ahead Keith. all right now we sucked him off enough okay okay yep let's uh <laughs> let's talk about the bike okay because i feel like we i mean you watch the shows we talk about mental fortitude with coop we talk about how mentally tough he is we talk about the drama between him and Roxon. so we kind of all know this but for me as a rider it's hard not to notice how balanced your bike is dude like it doesn't mm -hmm. It doesn't squat that much. On starts, I feel like it's really flat. 
Um, you said you guys went back home after A2 or A1? Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta 1 or 2? One, I think. Uh, two. Oh, two. And you said you worked on some things, but from what I've seen all year, your bike has the most traction in in tacky and dry. Um, your <laughs> your style is very neutral on the bike. You're not the most exciting guy to watch ride a motorcycle, but it's just so fucking efficient. So, how much do you owe to this bike? Oh, a lot, man. It's um, yeah. I mean, it's it is an unbelievable bike, and I think we've. We worked hard at it. I think um, I've gotten to be a, a pretty dang good test rider and, and know what I like and, and what I don't. And obviously I have the team to be able to provide me with that and, and that direction and, and input or, or whatever it is. And um, I think for me, the, the you know, 19, it was like, like going back to that, it was my first show on the bike. And I think it naturally showed right away like hey the the bike is unbelievable and and i'm able to to ride to my ability but i think now i've just gotten it even more fine-tuned to exactly what i like and like you said i feel like i'm in such a comfortable spot with it um and know exactly what it's going to do that i can go to atlanta or you know dallas all these different places that had traction and be in the mix and then as we saw this weekend it's hard packed, slippery, tighter, whatever it is, and and I still have the same same motorcycle. Um, and so yeah, I mean I've worked really hard at that. The team and I have worked really hard at that, and that was something that at the beginning of the season I think um, took us a little bit off the beaten path because I did choose the the air shock at the beginning of the year, and um, I'm sure everyone's heard, but it's like I, I really liked it, and I felt like it was it was a better direction and a better feel. But like you like you just said, my my setting that I'm on now with the the spring was just so dang efficient. And sure, it doesn't do everything perfect, but right. it's such a a good motorcycle no matter where we go. You know, it's it's good in the tight turns, it's good on the flat turns, it's good in the rhythms, the whoops, it's good. It's it's a very, like you said, balanced motorcycle. I'm keen on balance. You know, as soon as I lose that, um, I, I do struggle. So I think that's something that we've been able to fine-tune. And um, it's just nice going to the races and doing a clicker here and a clicker there. Um, and, and that's what I've been able to do since Indy 3, whatever. Yeah, Indy mm -hmm. 3. And, yeah, I think Atlanta um, – your point there when we went back it was more that the, the track was just a lot different than what we had been racing and um you know still didn't switch anything suspension wise more uh chassis and and um triple clamp just for the the higher speed more open floor and that's what allowed me to to be right back in the mix um that last one in atlanta so yeah i gotta give it up to the rebel ktm team the the bike is obviously unbelievable um but we've definitely worked hard and um, to make it make it exactly how I like it. Who are you more like, your mom or your dad? <laughs> um, I don't know. I think I'm a I'm a mix in between. But uh, if I had to go one way or the other, probably more like my dad. I just I'm just trying to think because I'm a parent and I'm trying. To, I look at my kid and who he's more like, and you see all of these things with Coop. Um, how strong he is mentally. How tough. Again takes his shirt off, not the most beautiful-looking man physique-wise, like Roxon, <laughs> right? 
But the dude is strong. Well, like, strong. I more look at Coop's career because he, he, won, he wins everything there is in 250s. Okay, he gets paid a bunch of money to go to 450s, and it doesn't go well for two years. And if you want to – there's nobody who's a two-time Supercross champion who had a first two years worse than Cooper Webb. There's nobody in the sport's history like that. To come back from that right. is damn impressive, Coop. That, that part where you take two years of beatdowns and injuries and what? I think I counted – it was three podiums in two years – uh, yeah. and, and, you know, to come back and win two Supercross titles, and, and it's phenomenal. It's amazing that those two years didn't mentally break you, and that's where we're at. Right. I guess we should have known you were <laughs> mentally that strong. You know, we should have known. Cause, yeah, I mean, um, I think for me it's 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 a lot of things that have built me into the, the person and, and the racer I am today. I mean, uh, like you said, just to your point there, Steve, like it was uh, – hell of two years i mean um especially like you said going from in in 2015 and 2016 and throughout my whole life's career just being a competitive and being basically at any any race i knew i could win and um you know that that last year especially in 2016 winning supercross winning motocross championship you know the mxgp Mm -hmm. um then it was just such a a dominant year and then you go three months later and I, you know, it was everything I had to get 10th to a one. And, um, yeah. so yeah, I think like you said, it's, it's, um, it's not always rainbows and butterflies. I mean, it's been a lot of, of hard work. And I think even going back to like Chris was saying at the beginning, trying to, you know, teach your kid or whatever it is. I mean, I had great parents that, that taught me the difference between right and wrong and hard, what hard work would get you. And, um, you know, I think one everyone talks about racecraft and all this stuff, and I just remember as a kid, we we went racing every single year or every weekend all year long. Um, for like three years, I had a deal with with amateur Honda that if I if I was if I did fifty races in a year, I could meet a certain quota where we could get the maximum of contingency oh. money. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I mean, my dad took that to the next level. We raced. 54 <laughs> times and there's only 52 weeks <laughs> yeah, in a yeah. year so yeah, yeah um we just yeah i raced and i think for me growing up i went to public school and, and just did other stick and ball sports and you know just yeah. kind of learned how to be a normal kid and and those normal motor skills or whatever you want to call it and then yeah. as i transitioned i mean i think it was i moved to california when i was 16 you know, with a one-year contract from from Bobby from Star and myself. You know, my parents had to stay home and work, and it was me and my mechanic, and it was like, hey, this is your shot. Like, right. either make it or break it. And so, you know, I just think uh, a lot of – I mean, I'm sure as as it happens, like you said, you don't always have the same story from everyone, but I think um, a lot of kids that, that did struggle or weren't always the best amateur or best – 250s or whatever i think the the people that have had um a different career they they always tend to to have that like you said maybe Mm -hmm. just that that mental toughness or that edge that that maybe not all racers have you know yeah we just had colt nichols on for example right not a highly touted amateur a lot of injuries no rides early on for him and and he's a champion right um so that's that's a good example we got a call for you from from, oh go, go ahead well, I'll just say it doesn't always play out like right. that, but yeah, he's a perfect example. I mean, 
I grew up racing Colt as we were, uh, he was a year older than me. And mm-hmm. I mean, I look at him, I don't think he ever won a Loretta's title. I mean, I remember us being friends and him going to Costa Rica to race for right. a few hundred dollars and <laughs> yeah, exactly. racing arena cross and, and me always being his friend and just like, man, how, how does this guy not have a ride? You know, he's so, so talented and obviously it didn't come, come easy and, and come quick. And as you, you see it, it's obviously paid off now, but yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy how, how people's paths cross and, and the difference, um, you know that that goes into it. It's also amazing you survived the CRF 154 stroke era as well, Coop. Good job on that, dude. I the helped develop that thing. thing. Did you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Starling knows about. Yeah, the I was on that thing for a long time. Like, I was the first one to race it. Were you? Yeah. Uh, it was. It wasn't good, right? No. Like, okay. No, it wasn't. It got better. Like right. we finally got it decent, but what he rode compared to what I rode was different. I heard they, yeah, Coop's CRF was like a one of a kind. Yeah, like, like I didn't a, ride anything like what he right, rode. Mine right, was right. completely different, but man, it yeah. took a long time and a lot of crashes to get that thing going. Damn, I bet, <laughs> I bet. Uh, Derek's on one here. Derek, uh, welcome to the show. What do you want to say to uh, Cooper Webb? Thanks for having me. First of all, I want to say, Cooper, you are an absolute dog. You are the champ for a reason. You are the man. I, I'm so pumped, and my dad is a huge Roxon fan. Oh. We've been arguing for weeks. Bad <laughs> blood there, but me and him have been going at it. So you stealing the deal here? You know, it, it was a it was a deal break for me. I'm not gonna say you know we placed bets and whatnot, but right. I want well the winner in the end, Cooper Webb. You are the man, dude. Like I don't know a better way to put it. Huh? <laughs> so I really so. appreciate that, man. And uh, yeah, thanks uh, for, yeah. for being a fan. 2019 and... was not a fluke. No, no, nothing's been a fluke. You are you are the man to beat 24-7. And it was a great season. Thank you for putting on a show for all of us. That's cool. cool. Yeah, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Derek. Thanks, man. Yep. Uh, hey, Coop, so Daytona happens, right? You take Kenny wide in a move that, uh, you know, nothing wrong with it, racing move. Go and block his line. He has those words for you on the after the race. And, and I, I, I'll be honest, I fully expected can you send a message the next weekend or the weekend after, or God knows any of the other times he could have. And he really, he doesn't play that game and I get it. No problem. I, I don't have an issue with it, but were you expecting some sort of like uh, retaliation from the 94 at some point uh, based on that Daytona stuff? Um, I mean, shoot, you never know. I, obviously, like you said, it was something where in my mind at the time, it, it wasn't that big of a deal. Right. You know, it was right. I saw an opening and went for it, and I was behind in points at that time. And, you know, if, if I would have been in his situation, I would have expected the same thing. And so, yeah, when, when we kind of got back, I, I didn't really even think about it. And we get back to the podium, and, you know, he he was having words with me. Other people were having some words. Yeah, his wife was in my face and yelling at me, and so Jesus. I'm like, "Was it really that what bad?" The heck? And uh, mm-hmm. so anyway, yeah, I was like, "Okay, you know, obviously he's not pumped." And right. I mean, it is what it is. Like, yeah, if, if he retaliates, then you know, it is what it is. But right. in my mind, I just kind of knew right then and there, like, okay, you know, I'm in a good spot if if we're this early in the season and it's still you know we're getting get that emotional about about a pass like that then i i felt really good about it and just kind of like hey you know it's it's game time now it's it's time to to pounce and um i felt like that's what i was able to do at dallas with kind of yeah making i guess my statement Mm -hmm. there (laughs) yeah no uh yeah absolutely 
Um, hey, for, for next year's Supercross season, would you take – well, I, this might be an, actually an obvious answer. Would you take Speedway races or Tuesday, Wednesday, midday races uh, or midweek races if you had to take one of those to the next year's series? Um, you'll probably think I'm crazy. I, as much as I struggled at Atlanta, yeah. I actually really liked it. Okay. Like it yeah. was a cool venue. I think for me, the only thing I would like to see would have been the speedway race. You know, it, it for example, they, I'd say that they had three sections. They had the middle section yeah. and the two and, far section. Yeah. And I think what would have been maybe a cooler or at least more super crossy feel is, you know, you had a big enough floor space to where I felt like you could have almost just done two sections, like kind of how the middle were, where they were right. more super crossy, you know, get four or five lanes in. And sure, if you want to put one faster horseshoe on one end, but I felt like there was enough room to where it could have been a bit more super crossy than, than it actually was. Um, but like I said, at the same time, I actually did enjoy it. Um, and I think for a lot of people too, it was it was all new as far as you know. We're all probably I'm sure people rode outdoors before that. I'm sure you know Supercross or whatever it was, but no one really knew. You always kind of know what to expect at Daytona. Hey, it's yeah, gonna be this right. dirt, this setup, and we'll try this to where I think Atlanta, the way it was, being a residency, only having you know Tuesday and and the other Saturday to kind of figure it out. Mm-hmm. And the, and the track didn't really change. I mean, sure, it got turned around or whatever, but you basically had the same kind of track, all three. So, like, for me, I think if it was something where, hey, we, we go to a speedway race and it's the, more of the Saturday only and right. we kind of know what to expect and at least – because even with the track layouts, you know, you you have the, the maps and they're wrong 90% of the time anyway. So <laughs> I don't even anyway, look at them. I, I know. I, I liked it. Like, I thought it was cool. I thought it was a change of pace. The The fans were awesome. But for me, I would have liked it to have been more super crossy. But at the same time, um, it, it was a lot different. I mean, what, minute 40 lap yeah. times is pretty crazy. But I, I liked it. I but mind Yeah, it. I liked it, but maybe a little shorter. Maybe yeah. a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and that's what know. I'm saying. Like, right. I think if you could – slow it down yeah, and, yeah. and get it more around that 110 range, then right. bring it on. You did, know, I think that's a perfect mix. Right. Did you guys notice when you were racing, you too, Justin, did it get less rough because of longer lap times? I didn't think it was very rough. Okay. But yeah, I, was, I really always wasn't. did one main there, so I don't <laughs> So, Coop, was it less rough than like a 45-second, you know, track? Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. mean, it, it was quite a bit uh, smoother, in my opinion, and, and even – you know, throughout the day, like like you're saying, you only get four or five laps in practice, four or five in the heat, and, yeah, 12 in the main. So, And they're still doing the same amount of track prep. So mm. definitely was a lot smoother and um, didn't really break down like, like they always do. Brayton was up in the press box a bunch this second half of the year. He wasn't was hurt, you know, and, mm-hmm. and so I hung out with him a lot. And look, I'm I'm I was the one pushing for longer than twenty lap mains. I really was. I'm like, look, yeah. these guys are doing fourteen minutes. They gotta go more. But honestly, yeah. Coop, I'm starting to come around like we gotta shorten these a little bit. Um because the lap times are forty second. We've had more for under fifty second lap times than ever before. Twenty minutes yeah. on this track. There's now I'm I'm not saying go back to twenty laps. I'm not saying that, but I think um, nobody's calling everybody a pussy. Like it's fine, it's right. still gnarly. Yeah. I just think they need to be a bit shorter, Coop. The main event. Main events. Yeah. 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 I mean, I 
for me, I'm going to have to disagree. Right, I like right, wrong, right. But yep. I agree. I mean, it, it has been weird this year with, like you said, it, it seems every weekend we're having 40-second lap times. And, you know, I, I don't really know the answer. I feel like the tracks aren't changing that drastic. I mean, we're going to the same stadiums. It's the same floor plan. So are we evolving or, you know, what's, what's the deal? I, I don't really know. Um, I still feel like now, like with all the – the stuff that they have on the floor, meaning, you know, the, the greats and the starting um, structure and the podium being massive now and the, you know, pyro and the this and the that, that they're taking a lot of room out of the actual track builds mm-hmm. to be able to put those things in there. Is that what's maybe cutting another lane out of it? I don't really know. I just, yeah. I noticed that on track walk where I look around the stadium, I'm like, man, there's, there's a hundred feet right there of yeah. just hay bale or where the equipment's parked or whatever it is. And, um, there's still probably 50 feet from the stadium floors and walls. And it's like, you know, yeah, we have, we have a little bit more room to, Hey, if you can push every turn back 20 or 30 feet, you're going to add a second or two here and there. And like you're saying, sure. Then it'll add to the, right. At least the fifties, which I think there shouldn't be any reason why we we can't be in well, the fifty second lap times every weekend. My whole thing is I think it's a I think it's a lack of dirt. I think the most expensive thing to build the track is with yeah. dirt and, and and hauling it and dirt and finding it. So I got my guy, that uh, Clinton who does a lot of stats for me to to, to pull out sub fifty second supercross tracks because I was in my mind I'm like wait a minute we're seeing more of these than ever before, and so uh, I wrote a column about this maybe I don't know two months ago. We had uh, more fifty under fifty second lap times. Not a cl- not counting Daytona, not counting Mudders. Okay. We had more fifty second lap times the last two years. We had seventeen the last two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was more than the previous. That was more than 16, 2016, 2017, and twenty eighteen combined. Really? Yes. Like wow. so, there's something going on. Whether it's floor space, like you said, Coop, or the cost of dirt, we're having more sub fifty second lap times than ever before. So yeah. yeah, it's not good, you know. Yeah, it's definitely. I mean, and, and that that stadium we were at last night, I would say, is one of the smaller ones. Yeah. Um, but but still, like you said, I mean, I I agree with you. I mean, it's it is tough. Like shooting practice, you know, one more second we would have been in the forties and maybe knocking on the thirty nine range. I mean, that's yeah. almost arena cross days, you know. So, like you said, it, it is um, a fine balance of, you know, because it's at twenty laps at forty second lap times then we're only you know a 12 minute main event or whatever it is yeah. so there, there has to be yeah, some something yeah. some discrepancy but absolutely i think i think you know a 50 second lap time is is fair and and what we should be at and and who knows i mean if they'll yeah. listen to us here on pulp or not but yeah. like you said i think there's there's ways that they could go about it and and um i don't really know all the the ins and outs of what they can and can't do but like you said i think uh Man, slow forties right. or are short. Well, uh, Dominic on, on the phone here says Kiefer Coop's legs are ripped, so you're, you're making fun of Coop's. Well, I don't. You know, he's I not really... in his underwear when I look at him. Okay, right? he's I, I just didn't off. expect this to be a breakdown of Coop's. Well, no, I'm yeah. just saying as as normal <laughs> so, folk, okay. you know, right. nine to fivers. Right. When when you see Roxon, he was ripped looking, right? And you see Coop, he looks like hey, I can relate to that dude. He has some muscle, stocky. But he's not shredded. But okay. he's in shape like a mother. Okay. Right. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I, I was, appreciate it. What I was going to say was, 
like the track between SLC one and two, the jumps were way smaller at the second one, and the mm-hmm. lap times were way shorter. And I don't yeah. understand how it changed so much from the first one to the second one. Yeah, that's what what I was surprised about too. I mean, I felt like Salt Lake one was. Um, the rhythms were actually pretty beefy, like, yeah. Yeah. you know, bigger rhythms. And it was, yeah, like total change going into the last one. I mean, it was, yeah, it felt like the three-footers were, were like two-footers. And yeah. um, I agree. Like, it was super, super different. And like you said, it, you would think that the same amount of dirt was there. Um, I, I even thought yeah. about this, too, with that ledge they did, though. I mean, does that, does that, it, take that was a shitload of dirt right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that. Three feet, you know, but that's the only thing I did think about. Like when I was actually yeah. there at the main event, I was, I don't know why, but I was actually thinking about that. I was like, man, this, this whole start is elevated at least two foot and for, you know, right. 30 yards or so. This is, this is a lot of dirt and that, that drop off. Uh, was was actually quite a drop off. Couple of quick questions for you, Coop, before we let you go. Uh, and you you can be as nice as who's the worst lapper? Who's the worst lapper? <laughs> is it Starling? <laughs> is it A Ray? No. Cade? I mean, who do we? Who? Kind of thing, man. Is is it? Um, I feel like I'm pretty respectful. I you're almost too respectful. Sometimes, Starling. yes. You yeah. Are. You move over a lot. No, I mean it's it's um. I feel like everyone does does okay. a, a good job. I mean, freeze. Yeah, freeze. Right. Yeah, he he got me early in the season, but like like I always go back to, it's tough when. Yeah. I mean, they're going for a battle too, and and the blue flag. I feel like they've waved the blue flags just to wave them sometimes. Yeah. And I will attest they'll to wave that. Wave to the guy <laughs> twenty seconds before oh, we're even there. Right. I know. You know. So anyway, it, it's tough, but I yeah, feel I'm, like everyone. I mentioned the blue flag thing to my dad the other day. I was like, man, I was getting the blue flag, and then in other lanes, the people that had them, I wasn't getting it, and then I couldn't tell where they were. Yeah. And it's like, people don't understand how hard it is to really move over. Like, we, it's, (laughs) these guys are going so much faster than us. Yep. And it's really hard to get out of the line, you know, like, and not mess up your own race. But also, you don't want to mess them up because you're going to get hate I, forever. I was just hoping but. Coop would have an A-Ray story about getting Caddy Wampus <laughs> on the track. and No, no. I mean, I, with A-Ray, I do have to be a little bit, all right, A-Ray, keep her straight. Don't, <laughs> don't get a lesser right. Uh, <laughs> um, no, nah, I mean, like okay. you said, I mean, even yeah. this week, I just watched the race today. And, I mean, at one point, there was a freight train of, of like, 10 of us yeah, that were yeah. right there. and. Like Justin's point, you get the blue flag, you move over for one person. Well, you have no idea there's nine others right there. Yep. You know? Well, that's so, how Tickle got me. Tough. Yeah. Um, also, too, so before we let you go, Cooper Webb brought you by uh, Vertex Pistons. I saw Seth out there, uh, one of your good buddies, uh, you know, hoping to celebrate your championship. He flew out. That was really good. Uh, spent yeah. his own money on a flight. I, I didn't see um, Phil Nicoletti, another supporter of yours. Uh, the, rumor, nah. the rumor was – he wanted Racer X to pay for a flight, or he wasn't coming out. So that's very disappointing, Coop. That our, uh, your friend. Hey, trust me. You know. I know. Yeah. Just. But he, he's he's trying to blame it now that oh well I have a, a job now I have to get ready for the summer. No distractions. Oh okay. So, so yeah. He did have a good excuse, but still, well, I mean, uh, like you said, rare ex- he, he makes more money than. Right. Then probably all of us and can't even no, it's, catch a flight. Well, Rarick's so, Rarick's so good looking. He probably some chick pays for his flight, you know. No, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he had the real deal there, too. 
Was, he was right there. Yeah. Was he there? Yeah. Real Deal Absolutely. was out too? Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So we got more people paying for flights to come out to support Coop and celebrate with him. But Phil just can't pull out the $400 to go out. Take two and I'm sure off. he doesn't have any miles from flying the last Oh, yeah. Years. Yeah, good point. Excellent point. Right. Yeah. yeah, he's got miles in the bank, right? What a uh, very disappointing. I've been roasting him nah. in our in our text, just roasting him and, uh, <laughs> and so I mean, that's just brutal, you know. Yeah. I have a question for you. We might be competition now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's it. We couldn't yeah. we couldn't let him go without this question being asked. Okay. All right, you ready? Yeah. Knee guards, bro. Oh God, I forgot to ask him about that. Knee guards. Where are we at? Yeah. What how how long have you been on knee guards? When did you switch? Did you switch? What's the deal? I've never worn knee braces in my whole life of racing. Really? Yep. And been a knee pad guy from the very beginning. Are right. you like T P one ninety nine knee guards or like or what kind of what kind of knee guards are we wearing? No, here? like a just a knee cup, man. It's just that's old school. probably laughed at if I saw it. It's the Two strap over the shin with a nice <laughs> little knee protection, wow. custom made by Thor. <laughs> that is wow. awesome. Well, Rhino, Rhino was bringing that to light, as you, I'm sure you heard. Yeah. I'm sure you've heard. Yeah, um, no, he's, I follow him, and and he's, I mean, yeah, he's he's got some good points. Uh, I've never worn knee braces, so I don't know, you know, the, the well, true differences. But yeah, I've been a, a knee pad guy for life. Kiefer here, who rides almost more than anybody, just did a test. And Kiefer, you like the knee pads? Yeah, like the only reason why right, I did right. this is because of Rhino, right? right. He started yeah. the, he started the right. shit storm, right? So, so you're like, I'm gonna try it. So I'm like, he's like, go look at Coop, he's winning, you know? I'm like, you know what? Screw it, I'm gonna try this shit. I've been a. I will say, I, I don't want to blow him out, but there was another rider this year that won a 450 main event yeah. that switched to knee pads. Oh, I heard about yeah, this. Yeah, 51. Yep. 51, oh, 51 switched. Yeah. yeah, unbelievable. Okay. So I try, I've been a knee brace guy for 15, 20 years. Right. Haven't had a knee guard. I'm like, I put that TP199 on. And, dude, it's, it's, it's like raw dogging or having a condom on. That's what it's like. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It's like, a massive difference. Yeah. It's, it's obviously safer to wear a condom. Yeah. And it's still fun. Still, you can get your job done. Right. right? But it's just not as efficient as nothing. Right. And that's what I feel like a knee guard versus a brace is. Like, I can feel more. Yep. Um, you can squeeze a little bit better. You can move your leg up higher. I, my legs aren't as tired. I, I still want my kid in a brace. I, I prefer braces in some aspects. But, like, man, it, it's hard to deny, like, when you feel free on a bike. It's, it's a nice feeling. Yeah. yeah and if you're bareback, and be careful, dude. It's, uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's amazing uh, that I can't believe Coop. I didn't know that about you. I I, I did not know. I know Larry Ward never wore braces. Wyndham never wore braces. I yeah. I did not know that you'd never worn knee braces before. Yeah, crazy. No, no, and yeah, now it could be a could be a trend. Could, could be a trend. Yeah, Bam Bam taking them off. Dude, this yeah. is a great way for you to make more money. Thor should start its own Cooper Webb Custom. knee cup yep. line. I like it. I right? like it. Yeah, why not? Yeah, we can get a Kiefer test in session on it. Oh, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> uh, hey, Coop, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. I know you're slammed with stuff uh, and everything else going on, all your commitments. But yeah, I no really – oh, go ahead. Sorry. One hey, more. so you've won, like, two Supercross championships at 450, lights class championships, outdoor championships. How hungry are you for this outdoor championship? Yeah, it's um, – I'm excited. Um I mean, like you said, it, it's I've had a lot of success in in the sport, but I I haven't really gotten a, an outdoor championship, obviously, or or really been quite as successful as I'd like to be. Uh, last year, 
getting sidelined was a bummer because I mm-hmm. felt super, super good in the in that break going in the outdoors and you know the way the series was and just um, how everything played out. Like I felt like you know getting second and and Supercross, I was super excited and super hungry to, to try to go win the outdoor championship and obviously had the, the back injury. So, yeah. um, you know, obviously right now it's something where, you know, the Supercross was, was the main priority, but now that we have this little break, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm excited and hungry. I think, um, you know, I should be in a good situation to, to carry that momentum outdoors and, um, see, see what I can do. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's my guy to win this thing. I just hope you park that seven. I hope you park the seven one five. Just fucking slam him. Oh, I will every chance I get. Thank you. Even when lapping or something, <laughs> yeah, if it happens, him, you know. Right? Yeah. yeah. He said he told me last week if I get lapped, I, I'll be pulling off. Yeah. Like he's fully well, just, expecting. No, if yeah. you ask him, he's the, he's by far the fittest guy out there. So did you did you hear about his test session last week or the week before? No, he's like I said. I think oh, he's he's gone quiet on me. Hey, Mar- <laughs> hey, hey, Coop, Coop, March Banks caught and dropped him in outdoor moto. Yeah, Coop. yeah, March Banks on a two fifty F. Good, good for March Banks. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's great. Thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. See you guys. All right. Later, see you. Coop. That's Cooper Webb, everybody. Brought to you by Vertex Pistons. Uh, thanks for coming on, Coop. Uh, good interview as usual. That's um, a legend. Yeah. Thank you for the neat guards question. Totally slipped my mind. Also, I forgot to ask him about Paul. His name is Paul Webb. Oh, my Ooh, that's God. a totally big question that. to miss on. Fuck. I wow, know. you blew it. I know. It's How terrible. could you not write that God, down? God, that was huge. I don't huge. know. I just forgot. Darkseid texted me. And <laughs> oh, I just fuck it. Thanks, Darkseid. Yeah. Uh, God. That's a big one because you've been using that a lot. So his, I'm fucking his, blown away. That was. Hold yeah. on. So his real name is Paul. Cooper Webb. Cooper Webb. Yeah. No I didn't, one knows why didn't what? you guys ask me about that? <laughs> I'm busy, bro. This is what your job is I'm over busy. there. I'm busy. Hey, I came through with the knee guard thing, so I'm I'm good. I didn't fuck it up. I didn't know he wore those. I thought Lone he was Wolf, an e-race guy. Lone Wolf's just speechless. I got nothing. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. I All right. Marks. So we're going to commercial break. We're going to come back with uh, Nick Schmidt and Marvin Muskan. Uh, Marks, the raffle is done. Um, oh, boy. It is. I'm nervous. It is done. Okay. No more it's tickets. Uh, you're going to get the total when we come back yep. and figure that out. I got out. like six text messages from people just buying shit right now. Oh, I just got one right now. 7.08 p.m. from $40 payment received. With so my gambling luck today, be the last that's the last. It's the server. If you try to buy one now, it'll return okay. there. So. All right. Uh, so that's it, everybody. That raffle's over. We're going to figure out how much money we got for these privateers and move on from there. Uh, uh, Justin Starling. I mentally feel good about this, but at the same time with my gambling luck the past two days, you're done. it's not good. You're I'm yeah. out. I'm, okay. I'm already going to lose. Uh, Chris Kiefer, Justin Starling here. We'll be right back after these break, everybody. Thanks for listening. Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motorsport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. 
Make your next ride your best ride. Only at motorsport.com. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about race tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Racetech recently with the CRF250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Racetech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Racetech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or as Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and... <laughs> Your oil rebuilt Bushings. in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you when you call. You can save on the service. You can save save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified service with the folks at Racetech. Good people. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with the right sprocket and chain kit for your bike. With more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex EK has more gearing than your garage has room for. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Star Racing Yamaha and Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandis and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, orange, silver, and Kawasaki green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and mention promo code PULPMX2021 and get the best deal on your next order. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hey, Pulp Nation. Andy from Guts Racing. We are the leaders in seat technology. We feel like for any need that you have with your seat, we've got you covered. For 2021, we're going to be adding more colors to our, our product line, and we're going to be adding more merchandise to our product line. 
Also new for 2021, we've expanded our distribution through motorsportoutlet.com. So please support the people that support Pulp, support Guts Racing, and also support motorsport.com. Hope to see you guys at the track soon. Once again, this is Andy Gregg from Guts Racing. Thanks again to Pulp Nation for all the support. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring Tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 Tire and the Michelin Power GP Tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you and the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com, visit your local dealer or online retailer, and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross Championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba Championships in my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then while the competition has been trying to catch up. Grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsorddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys and wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. 
Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Our guys at Works Connection have always been there for the Pulp MX show, and they're there for you as well. Uh, they're just as passionate and as dedicated to the sport as you are. For over 30 years, Works Connection has been designing and producing innovative products like the Pro Launch Start Device, the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch, Elite Axle Blocks, and much, much more. You'll find Works Connection products on AMA Pro Riders bikes under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, Smart Top Honda, as well as top teams and privateers alike. The best part of this deal is Pulp MX20 code saves you money at worksconnection.com. Stop by your local outlet and check out the new lineup of Works Connection products for 2021. I've got the perch on my bike. I've got the engine plugs. I absolutely love it. Great product. I've got the uh, start device as well, which helped me in one moto at the World Vet Championships and one moto. Not so much. Worksconnection.com. Pulp MX20 is the code to save. Please check them out. All new. 2021 products now available. Thanks for listening. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati. Today, Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Welcome back, everybody. Paul Mix Show presented by Motorsport.com. 
Decal Works, Fly Racing, Chris Kiefer, Justin Starling in studio. Hello. Starling, what'd you get overall in the points? Uh, 28, maybe? 28, yeah. God, if you could have rode, if you rode uh, in the beginning of the series like you did at the end, yeah, no, I was it would have been much it. better. I think a lot of it had to do with not racing off-season. Um, right. I definitely went into the season thinking I was prepared, and I wasn't. Um, I did spend three months God. at Rattrays, which was good, but... I was very angry with you, Pulp Mix, fantasy-wise, early on. I was on. angry with myself. Right. It was embarrassing. <laughs> like, that was honestly, like, six mains out of 17, right. that's horrible. Right. But whatever so will you anticipate yourself doing the same program next year i mean obviously things could come up things can change but th you anticipate doing uh something like it yeah um yeah i'm already in talks with someone um so it'll be something i'll take basically what i have and move it over that direction um won't be like tpj or anything but will it'll you stay be on a ktm i'll be on a steel chassis for sure oh well but i don't KTM. it won't KTM. gas gas <laughs> yeah. yeah it won't but it won't be uh right. ktm i don't think why do you think like Barsha would go from knee braces to knee pads? Rhino, <sighs> hmm? Rhino. I don't you know. Think? Maybe he's onto something. Like I know everyone's like, "Oh man, he's going crazy, all this stuff." But maybe he's on. Maybe he knows more than we think. The debate for me is: there's no question that it feels better, right? But as I'm racing, and I raced with them last week, just knee guards, and I could feel my legs are normally tired the next day after a race. My legs weren't tired. My legs felt good. But I'm a scared if I'm going to, someone's going to try to T-bone me. Those yeah. hinges, those frames are going to protect me somewhat. Well, right? I'd be more worried about, like, your knees just feeling raw. I mean, I'm sure that goes, that, that'll that go away, mm -hmm. you know, with some time. But, like, I feel like I pinch the bike really hard. Right. Like, I go through, I don't go through seat covers, but I definitely tear them up probably more than the average person. And I don't know if I'd want to pinch. But you know how the KTM, the side plastic comes down and it, like, kind of stands yeah. out a little bit? I feel like that would really hurt. It doesn't because you have some, like neoprene um, i also haven't worn knee, knee pads in 10 right. 15 years yeah, the same so way. they're probably way more right yeah like they're better yeah now for like sure. the stuff so. that coop's talking about like it sounds chintzy like i i know that that's, he's what, I, that's what i had before i got braces yeah i had, Man, cups, I, I, I just had was he was, like serious just like about velcro wrap yeah, around that's yeah. how they are they just wrap around God, they velcro he gets geared yeah. up quick then yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so please uh yeah uh, the raffle thing is uh, is done by the way um so thanks everybody for buying and we're gonna get those totals up here right away so, um, got a little bit of time here. Outdoors, mm -hmm. 250 class. Cool. So, Jamar is probably the favorite, okay, going in. I mean, he's two-time champion. He rode pretty well last year. You know, all of that he's stuff. He's angry, too. He's angry. But I was saying on our review pod, like, dude, I don't know if I'd sleep on Hunter. Like, two years ago, Hunter was battling AC, won a couple motos. I can't believe his turnaround in Supercross this year. Like, he was much improved rider in but Supercross. But Jamar on a star bike is... Pretty but lethal. But coming off injury, is he is just shoulder? Is it 100%? Is it okay? All that stuff. I know he's back riding. I follow him on social. I, I'm not saying, like, okay, I just think the gap, me going in is like, hey, J-Mart's a big favorite, and now I think I'm J-Mart is a lesser favorite than I thought because of Hunter's how, emergence. How bad was his shoulder? Uh, I don't, I don't yeah, really I don't, keep up with this yeah. stuff, so I don't right. know. But, like, is it like if he falls on it, no, it could I, be bad again? No, I don't or? think so. I don't, I don't think so, but. Um, I just think Hunter's going to be strong. Yeah. It's an impressive super. definitely is. Guy's insane. Right. GP experience, um, outdoor experience before. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that bike is pretty good. We've we've basically almost probably ridden that bike that he's racing right now. 
I would say it'd be a lot of similarity. You think? I think it feels like it looks like, looks like a better bike than the Geico guys have. Uh, I think there's a lot of still Geico-ish stuff okay. in there. Yep. But I'm sure they've developed other stuff. Right. But uh, I feel, and this is probably not a popular pick, I feel like Forkner's going to be good. Yeah. What I mean, yeah. Jet, though? Like, we didn't even, like, yeah. Jet. Yeah. He's the 250 yeah. class really is going to be good. And then yeah. just same thing, Colt. Colt, People yeah. think he's an SX guy, but he's he really was, good uh, at MX. He was third overall or fourth overall two years ago outdoors. Yes. Colt was. So you know, yeah, and he's healthy. So you know, yeah, I, I'm 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 looking forward to it. And 450 wise, I mean, yeah, we got we got Webb right, gonna be great. Eli, this is a big summer for Eli. Like I, I need to see if he can be the Eli of old. Then great. Last year he wasn't. In this Supercross season he wasn't. Yeah. So. You know, you almost wonder if Eli peaked at the Supercross title. It was everything he'd been. It meant so much to him, and then he kind of like took a took a breath. Webb's my guy for outdoors. Is he? Yeah, hundred percent. Can Zacho get back in the mix? Adam. I, I mean, they're. It's not. Marv? Webb's not going to win everything. Right, right. But I think if you go for a championship, like it's going to be between him or Osborne, in my opinion. Right. That's right. just my opinion. Yep. Hmm. What do you think? I still believe in Zach. I think he's going to be hungry right. to do well. Uh but past Zach, I'm still going to say Chase is going to really. For I, I'm even. I'm even claiming it, like, title. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we just made a bet. Yeah. Kenny, Kenny's a two-time motocross champion. He's always told me he's ridden outdoors better than Supercross. It suits him better. You know. Should be great. Three It'd weeks away. Up. Yeah, three weeks away. I just hope so, all of them stay healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Um. Also, thanks to the folks at Pro Filter. Speaking of. Uh, Moto Concepts and the bike that Kiefer rode, Bro Filter, uh, on board with those guys as well. Pulp 20 at checkout to save uh, a di- on profilter.com. They sold, uh, they got oil filters and air filters uh, for everything from street bikes, side by sides, to dirt bikes, and everything in between. Sold through dealers nationwide. Pick up a pre oiled, ready to use premium air filter, oil filter for your next service. I need to do a filter in my Blue Crew. I will take my Pro Filter out, throw it away, and put the brand new Pro Filter. That's insane. It'll be me. amazing. It'll be amazing. Profilter.com is a real option for riders to avoid cleaning an air filter ever again. Ride-engineering.com. Uh, Kiefer, you're involved with uh, these guys over there, Adrian and everybody at Ride Engineering. Their product of the week this week, if, if you ride a dirt bike, you're going to fall. Sometimes hard, sometimes it's just a tip over. Nothing worse than having your bars twisted to the left or right when that happens. The solution is you get the Ride Engineering one-piece bar mount. Not only does the one-piece top bridge reduce the twist, but so does using the eight bolts instead of four. And it gets better. They whittle the aluminum away in a non-critical areas to reduce weight. They cost 95 to 105 they made for the stock bar height. Uh, they got all these uh, features and benefits to them. Ride-engineering.com. Pulp Show 20 to save some money on that. Kiefer, you've, you've used this mount. Yeah, KTMs, if you're a stock mount guy, yep. um, those things are chintzy. They're, you can basically twist your mount, not even crashing. Right. To look at it. Yeah. Yeah. So these are a better option for you, especially those guys right there. Rubber mounted, KTM Husqvarna. Gas, 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 you can't get them. Why? Solid mount. Oh, Really? Yeah. Well, who knew? Oh, is it the bar mount and everything? You can't adjust it at all? Uh, it's a solid. Mi- no, I mean, the bar mounts are solid. They're not rubber mounted. Okay. So you can take them off, but they're just solid mounted. Okay. Yeah. Is that just a money saving thing for gas gas? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, thanks to the folks at uh, Works Connection. Pulp MX20 is the code to save with that. Guess who used the uh, Works Connection devices? Factory Honda, Saxon, Roxon, Hunter Lawrence, Jet Me. Lawrence, Justin Starling. Me. What do you use from Works Connection? Just the starting device? Uh, starting device, the oil fill plugs. Basically, every little like hard part that they make, yep. I use. You know, do you I use the axle blocks? Yep. Do no. you use the uh, clutch perch or no? Um, There's hydraulic. no clutch perch. 
Hmm? Oh, Hydraulic. I'm yeah. sorry, yes. Otherwise, I would, yes. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I love mm-hmm. it. It's my favorite works connection part is that that uh, easy pull clutch. Yeah. Um, thanks to those guys for coming on board. Atlas <clears throat> Neck Brace, speaking of cheers, atlasbrace.com, FMF, Guts Racing. Thanks to Guts for giving me uh, a great service on my CR500 rebuild. New foam and covers. It looks great. Thanks to Guts for that. OGO Power Sports as well. If you want to uh, get a deal on anything from OGO, uh, use the code and uh, or use the code. Email us. We'll send you uh, a discount and uh, onto the folks at OGO. They'll they'll dial you in. Job of the week. Outside sales rep for WPS in Vegas and South Utah. So this is the area uh, WPS has a local reps, and this one's a full time job based out of here in Vegas. Outside sales rep uh, for Vegas and South Utah. They're seeking an experienced statutory outside sales rep to further develop and manage the defined sales territory of Vegas, Nevada, along the I-15 corridor up into St. George, Utah. They sell power sports parts, accessories, and apparel to territory dealerships while promoting WPS house brands and company objectives. It's a good job. I feel like that would be a good area. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's, I think it's a really good job. It's yeah. not that big. Right. And... I don't think there's that many dealers around here, right? There's not that many dealers, and it's a strong off-road community. Like, right. you're not, not moto so much, but UTVs and right. that stuff. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're, core you're, people, I think. Yeah, you're crushing it with that. So thanks to uh, the folks at MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Upload your resume for free today, and uh, let's get Nick Schmidt, Nick Schmidt on the line if we can. And, and Schmidt here. He's going straight to voicemail. I tried twice. Oh. oh. Okay. Oh, man. Well, I guess he doesn't want any money. Dude. I'm saying. All right. Hey, second place. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. Seventh place. Uh, Nick Schmidt brought to you by <laughs> <Yeah>. Artist. <laughs> yeah. Artist Sport, one of the fastest growing new body and skincare brands on the planet. Ken Roxon's a partner in this, of course, along with guys like James Harden. I use the deodorant. I use the body wash. I use the shampoo. Kiefer, do you need any more? I need some shampoo. Please. Pretty please. I ran out. There I was go. in some the shampoo shower and conditioner for you from Artist Sport. Thank and you. here's some body wash for Justin Starling. Artisport.com. All products under 10 bucks, Starling. It's fantastic. So thanks for coming in. I bought in. it. Oh, you bought you it? You gave me some yep. one time. Loved it, and I bought it. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Good to hear. Uh, Artisport. Find them at Target stores. Find them at CVS. Find them at Walgreens. All that kind of stuff. Thanks to Artisport for coming on the show. Breeze, check it out if you're in the market. If you're at one of these stores and you see Artisport, support the sport and get yourself some uh, Artisport. The Race Tech Rant is coming up here shortly as well. Marvin Moosecan. But for now, let's talk to our Yamaha LCQ Challenge winner. One of the top privateers in the sport. He's uh, been in a, been in it for a while. Nick Schmidt, what's up, man? How are you? Big Hummer. What's up, what's up guys? How's it going, little Hummer? Team All South Zone. Uh, hey, man, nice job. I, I mean, well, look, we know you took a couple of dives, Schmidt. There was no <laughs> doubt about that. There was no doubt about that. But that's all right. That's fine. But um, talk about that a little bit. How much did you think about this uh, Pulp MX Yamaha money? Uh, yeah, it was, I, I did a little bit. Yeah, for sure. I didn't know about it. Not until, um, probably like a couple months, like a month ago or so. My, uh, my, my good buddy, Mickey, he's like, dude, you're leading it. And I'm like, leading what? I messaged him back and he's like, he sent me a link and I was like, oh man, this is sweet. So then ever since then, I kind of, I, I paid attention to it. And, uh, you guys probably obviously know this last weekend, it was pretty tough. Uh, <laughs> but it was, it was fun. It was fun, but it was, uh, it was hectic. Yeah, uh, Atlanta, I felt like an Atlanta race, too. You were, like, kind of just, okay, everybody, just go on, you know? So, But, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, it's it's uh, it's cool to, to, to do it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's awesome, especially, thanks for you guys. You guys put this on for us, uh, privateers, to uh, look for something, else, like, to so, like, look forward to, since if we don't make it in the main, but we get to kind of go for this challenge, too, so it's awesome that you do that for us. 
Uh, besides that, besides the going for the pulp main, you didn't or pulp money. You didn't make any mains this year. You've been a main event guy many many times in the past. How'd the season go for you uh, overall? What'd you think? Yeah, no, the season so far it was it was good. Um, ever since my injury, I was just like my goal this year was um, just to be uh, solid each weekend and week out. Not obviously the goal is not to get hurt, but I just wanted to be steady. And I knew that uh, I knew I belonged, and uh, I just had to kind of just go with the flow of little things. And we changed some things halfway through the season and uh, got a little better with uh, Jeremy and Mark over at uh, AO with the suspension. Mm-hmm. Uh, just got the bite good with with Jamie, and just kind of made some changes and uh, nothing too crazy, but. Uh, just kind of just kept it fun, and uh, that's the biggest thing. Like I, I was kind of stressing about doing laps and more about motos, and I still was doing the motos and doing the laps. But ever since then, like halfway through the season, I was like just kind of switched some things up, and uh, it really helped, and uh, it showed the past couple of rounds, and uh, I was really excited with the with the progression, especially with the team and everything. So it was good. Yeah. Um. When you say the injury, what what'd you do? What happened to you? Um. I was at, I broke my back. I broke a uh, three, four, and five in my back. Um, oh pretty bad so uh, yeah nobody really knew about it too much i kind of kept it like you know like didn't like want to woe his knee type of thing but uh right. yeah i did that and uh i was kind of like not just obviously when you're out for like a little over a year a year it's kind of you kind of get back and you're kind of not i wanted to kind of pin it but i didn't want to ride over my head and kind of prolong it even more you know so yep. um i just had to keep riding through it and uh it was good uh team all south they stuck behind me they believed in me and uh abby over there she's awesome and uh I couldn't be more thankful for this opportunity, and um, yeah, it was good. Then it finally, finally started to show the past couple of rounds, uh, like the speed, everything was kind of coming back. I started mm-hmm. qualifying good, and um, yeah, then to not want to, I wanted to get in the main, right, so right, bad, yeah. but, I, but I, but I couldn't. So then um, it was even funny, actually. Um, so it's kind of hard not to make it in the main. <laughs> so, but your goal is to make it in the main. So yes. Steve Math has made a hard, made it hard on me. Yeah. And then halfway through, my mechanic, um, like I was, I think I got like fifth at Atlanta, and my mechanic, because he keeps it fun, and that's that's why we do this, you know, like right. you got to keep it fun. And my mechanic put, um, put fifth place, and then bomb below, like the line you put on the pit board, he put pulp money, and I literally in my helmet, I started laughing, and I'm like, oh man, <laughs> somebody's gonna get a picture of this, yeah. And uh, but it was pretty funny, so yeah. it was cool to. Um, to do that and uh our buddy anton got that photo it was great it was fantastic i saw that yeah i I like i like to see that that was my idea with this was causing chaos that was my idea i wanted guys to like stop in turns and let other people go (laughs) i just thought that would be incredible if we started doing that um how's your back how's your back now though like how do you feel how how, that's pretty serious injury does it still bug you no 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 it's good now but uh obviously in the beginning it was like my uh i still like a little numb like (laughs) like my lower back, like kind of like the top of your cheek is a little, it's still a little numb. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's hundred percent good. But obviously like no matter what you say, like doc's like, you're good, but obviously you're kind of like a little timid with me and my back and stuff. I was like, kind of like just taking it easy. And, right. um, but other than that, no, we're good. We're good now. hundred percent good. Um, I'm actually going to start riding, uh, some outdoors, um, tomorrow. So it'll be good. Right. Uh, back's good. And, uh, so it's all, it's, everything's good, and uh, we're on the up from here. It's a real cool deal over there, also team, also. I like it. You know, uh, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, no, it's uh, uh, over there at uh, All South. So they kind of they do um, kind of all fire protection um, services. You pretty much need like like with the sprinklers, anything has to do with the fire, pretty much saving lives. They do, and um, they have an All South Auto Sports company, 
so to um so pretty much pretty much anything you need for your truck car band like kind of pretty much like a band-aid if you need wheels new wheels pipe they kind of do anything and they have a custom fab shop in okay. um in store and they kind of they can do a day turnaround your car and they kind of anything you need trick for your car wheels whatever so they kind of do so um it's pretty cool then abby um she pretty much just does it for uh john mccullough her, her dad right. uh, he passed away a couple years ago and she just um she loves dirt bikes just as much as uh, he did. So, and it's cool. It's it's cool to have her. She just loves dirt bikes and motocross, and she just wants us, her kids, to go racing. Pretty much, she calls us like her kids. So, um, <laughs> it, yeah, it's, it's like a family over there. So it's really cool. And like, kind of anything I need, or like uh-huh. anything like like suspension or whatever it is, like anything I need, she she backs me a hundred percent, which is awesome. Like, she wants to do it the right way with the right. Um, equipment and um so it's, it's really cool to have her on board and that is uh cool, yeah it's awesome uh nick schmidt on the yeah. show brought to you by art of sport by the way artofsport.com all products under 10 bucks yeah abby's a abby's a cool girl i mean you introduced me on uh on saturday at salt lake city one and uh yeah man it just seems like a fun group of people over there and um yeah you guys are you guys are awesome like, maybe, maybe that's a steel frame team that's what i was thinking it could yeah. be yeah, yeah. It could be we, who knows it could be maybe, maybe that's your steel frame team i mean my stuff is with nick right now in that listen starling yeah. but starling we can't we can't go too far into this because on this very show you announced your team for this year and it completely fell apart within two months of you announcing it yeah i mean i didn't really like yeah that was i do remember something, that yeah we were trying something I know, we, yeah, we, yeah. we had a good idea literally when that was all coming up that was like a few days before i came on here and i was like we were like hey let's let's try it and right. let's see what we can do and we've oh. all kind of had just different mindsets once we really realized it but okay so, so both you guys racing tire series uh best track of the year starling Oh my God! Uh, or Nick, or Nick, if you have a best track of the year, did you yeah, chime Nick in? go first because uh, I can't even remember the tracks. All right, right. Uh, I, I can't remember the tracks, but I can remember one thing I like the best. Um, I'm a whoop guy, so I thought it was oh. cool to have Atlanta. Like it was kind of like a real, like a proper whoop section, right? And for me, that was kind of that was kind of cool. It was like a long. I think it was like twenty or nineteen or something. Then before the night show, they took a couple whoops out, right? But um. That one was kind of cool because we got like some actually really I don't know just like those peaky rhythms like yeah that big triple yep you kind of couldn't you couldn't mess up and it was kind of like for me it was like kind of like back to like Germany or like racing over there like it was peaky it was tight it kind of reminded me of like that uh, old school circus with the big whoops and I, I like that one the most so all right yeah I think mine I'd probably uh, go Houston too Houston too yeah I think if Jeez, that's I the one I'm thinking I can't of, remember that one that I far back either. Yeah, I can't remember that far back either. Um, all right, favorite favorite stop of the series. Like, obviously, we had all the residencies, or I hate that word, but the 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 residence, yeah. what, whatever it was. Which Salt Lake favorite city? Salt Lake. Salt Lake. Yeah. Schmidt. Yeah, Salt Lake for sure. One hundred percent. Isn't that crazy? Like, I remember thinking last year when we had to do seven there, I was like, oh my god, fuck my life, I don't want to go to Salt Lake because it just <laughs> seems boring. Right, right, yeah. dude. It was awesome. Yeah, there's it was so great. much stuff to do. Right, so much to it, do. It was amazing. So yeah, it's funny that people are guys... pretty welcoming there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don said he had racist, yeah. ma- racist mountain bikers, but <laughs> really? I, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what Don said. I, I don't know if that's true. I cannot, I cannot state for sure. But no, yeah. the mountain bikers are pr- they take it pretty serious out there. Like I was. I was kind of going um, on a different trail. I didn't know and kind of taking my time, and I was kind of getting that, like, hurry-up-go vibe, and people were like, watch out, get out of the way, so I could see where Don sees that little uh, aggression. I was just yeah, yeah I don't, I, out there. I know. I, I, Don was joking about it, but I'm like, wait, are you serious? He's like, yeah, I'm serious, dude. Yeah, he was serious. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. So Yeah. Um, 
Uh, okay, so Nick, Nick, so uh, we're going to do the Yamaha draw after we hang up with you for the new bike, and, the, and we're going to do the top five prizes and all of that. But we're going uh, to announce our, 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 our money gathered in here and the Ooh, winners. So uh, are you ready, Nick? Yeah, I'm ready. Are you Ponder sitting down? Yeah, are, okay. you, are you sitting down, uh, down right now, Nick? Here, thanks to everybody who bought a ticket, uh, $20, $20. This money all goes to the privateers. Uh, we've done it a bunch of different ways. The first year, Seven Deuce Deuce got all the money. Uh, the next year, last year, we broke it up. I think, did seven guys get the money last year? I think. I believe so. And so, but this year we made we it five guys. That. Yeah, we changed that. Thanks. <laughs> Justin got seven. <laughs> uh, this year we changed it to top five and gave more money to lesser guys. So we've kind of tried everything else, of course. Uh, so thank you to Yamaha for the bike and for you people who are supplying these people uh, uh, with money, the privateer heroes. All right. So the fifth place in the uh, Yamaha LCQ challenge was Ronnie Stewart. Ronnie got hurt at Atlanta? I have no idea. I think Ronnie I, got hurt. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, okay. I don't know. I don't remember. Ronnie got fifth place overall, five points ahead of Bubba Pauly. He gets $3,682. Nice. Good nice. job for Ronnie Stewart. Damn. Fourth <laughs> place. Job. Fourth place, Joan Cross. Uh, he made two mains. Yeah. Dude, how stoked was Joan when he made the first main? He was freaking out after out the LCQ. Out of the heat? Yes, out of the heat. Out of the heat race. Good job to Joan yeah, Cross. Yeah, he made out of the heat. Where is he from? Spain. Spain, okay. Yep. Uh, he gets $3,682. We paid the last two guys the same. Okay. Uh, the Cat. The Cat is a two-time winner now in this, as is Nick. Uh, the Cat's a two-time winner. Third place, uh, 124 points. The Cat gets $7,364. Nice. Good job, wow. the Cat. Nice. Uh, Jeremy Smith, who came. Dude, I honestly, look, Nick, no offense to you. You've made a shit ton of mains. <laughs> Jeremy, yeah. I wanted to get in. Yeah. If he could figure out whoops. Is that what it he's is? He's got a good shot, yeah. but whoops are, I don't know if. <laughs> Dude, what... he's from Jersey. He rides at Jersey Sandpits. He, he's he got to be terrified of whoops with how he rides in those things. Right. And, and it's like, yeah. man, you've got the rest of the track pretty figured out. And whenever yeah. you have a race that the whoops aren't very big or you have to jump them immediately. Yep. Dude, he's up in there on practice times. Huh. As soon as you get to a race where there's no jumping and you have to skim, he, he is screwed. He's the <laughs> only guy. In the list, who's never made a main event? Really, of the top ten guys in the points, and he was so close a couple of times. Yeah, and he was in ninth a couple of times. He was in fourth. He gets decent starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah he gets good starts. So Jeremy Smith got second to Nick Schmidt, uh, and he gets fourteen thousand seven hundred and twenty-eight dollars. Wow. Good for him, dude. Good job, uh, Jeremy. That's Smith. Good. That's yeah, good. Yeah, that's awesome. Nick's just sitting there like, oh yeah, this so, <laughs> is good. <laughs> Nick, Nick wins with one hundred and sixty points. Uh, great job. You were pretty much you were pretty much in the lead the whole time, I believe. Right? Uh, I don't think it was really like any tough. Were you in? I think you held the lead most I of the think, way. I think, I think I was it was. In- Oh, it's Morgan, Morgan Stoke. I, I, I think I was. Uh, I think I was in third at one point when somebody uh, messaged me the first time. Oh, okay. I think All when right. Mickey said, "I think I was in third at one point." Yeah, yeah. yeah. But obviously, right. you, anything can happen in LCQ. As Justin knows, oh, anything yeah. you don't know what's going to happen. Oh, Each yeah. Corner can be. Yep. Yeah, and I think I think um, Salt Lake, um, the second round, I think it was. Like I had a, a decent start, and I was going in. Me and Intignat, we hit the double. And we're about to roll over the triple, and he like kind of ducks his shoulders. Like I think, I think I'm pretty sure he thinks they're gonna hit the triple. Then he hucked a left, Ugh. and he hit me, and, and then we go off the track, and I'm like 180, like turn around, everybody goes by. I have to get back on the track, and I'm in dead last, and my mechanic put on, um, just pushed, and I've seen obviously because 
I was kind of like stressed. And then I see Smith was in third. Yeah. And I was like, but then he went down. Oh boy. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, he went down. I think I caught him the last lap in the whoops, actually. And he saw me, and he, <laughs> he crashed in the whoops. Yeah, he crashed in the whoops because he well, was trying to go, which I respect. And, and then that was that. But, uh, yeah, so it was uh, well, LCQ's hectic, so anything can happen. Well, so. you got it. You got the job done. Uh, you also set a new record for the payout. Again, every oh year God. it's gotten Woo! better and better every year. Nick Schmidt wins Uh-oh. the Yamaha LCQ <laughs> Challenge. Uh, and your total, Nick, Forty-four thousand one hundred eighty. What? That's, wow. what That's what we're doing. <laughs> no way. Forty-four grand. Oh Holy doubled shit. the last one. No, we didn't double. Oh no, sorry, it was, was thirty Cade? something. It was like thirty. So Cade was wow. thirty and thirty-one. I yeah. it was wow. Yeah. So uh, forty-four Holy grand. Cow. So next time, I'm Whoa. for sure not making any mains. <laughs> And fifth place sounds great. Uh, total, total, I made four grand last week, and I didn't make nothing. Total raise was $73,640. Um, props to everybody for you doing people. Yeah. That is awesome. Yep. Yep. So, Absolutely. Nick, you're taking me to no dinner, way. right? <laughs> yeah. Let's, 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 let's go. Um, so, wow. yeah, man. Um, congratulations, Holy man. That's cow. awesome. That's great. You did I the whole expected 34. Right, right. Wow! wow. I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I, I expected like I was thinking the worst because obviously like with the year everything's going crazy. I was like thinking like twenty, twenty five. But right, wow, yeah, forty four. Wow. man, Let's tweet that out if we can. Forty four, forty four thousand one hundred eighty four dollars. Uh, that's awesome, man. And uh, thanks to everybody yeah. for buying a ticket and supporting these guys. Top five guys get paid, and uh, that is impressive. That's good, man. Thanks man. to Yamaha. Yeah. Thank you to Yamaha. Yeah. That is badass. Look, what they look do. at right. I I I don't yeah. like sucking your dick, Steve. But good for you, man. <laughs> Thank you. Like, look at yeah. yeah. Who else is doing this shit? Ain't no one else doing it. Yeah, we've uh, you started nobody. this, right? We will have given away a hundred and eighty thousand dollars in right. three years to privateers. That's an, unreal. That's on you, oh, dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yet everybody just shits on me Thank all the time. You, Steve. Yeah. No, oh, no problem, God, dude. You, no, That's not awesome. We need more people like you to make it fun you. and like make it interesting. Because well, like it kind of honestly like with you doing this kind of throws a kink in everybody's program. Like if oh shoot the pulp money, then like do I not make the main or do it? But I respect you for doing it. Like here, I, hats off to you. And it, here's what I think it will happen. Like next year, all the privateers, you guys are gonna send it for the first half of the series. Let's see you how can't it goes. Send it yeah. Too hard though. You have to still get. But I'm just into saying, like, it. I'm going to send it because I want to make mains. That's your thought process when you start. And then let's say it doesn't go that well. The first eight, you're like, fuck it, I'm going LCQ. That's what like. happened for me. And then I it reset and I made mains. Oh. Like I was two, I was four yeah. points out of the lead when the reset happened, Let, and then I was out of it after the first two. Well, this is the caveat. Okay, let's say you made your six mains, right? Um, where does that fit in t- for you? Getting something for next year versus making forty-four grand. Honestly, it wouldn't have changed anything. Okay, with where I'm at. So you would have had your deal regardless. Yeah, yeah it wouldn't have changed anything um, with what what I'll be doing. But I, I I'm a I don't know. I'm still just such a racer that I can't. It's so hard for me to even think about trying to. Right. Like, I even talked to Nick about it a lot this week, the past two weekends, and I was like, "Hey, man, are you gonna do it?" And he's like, "Dude, it sucks. I don't want right. to." Because I'm like, "Dude, your speed's there. Like, you're you're a main event guy." And you can just tell that it's really hard for him to basically pull back. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously you don't know what you're getting, but it's totally worth as it I, I just got a text from a factory rider that's told me that, that that amount is almost the same as winning a 250 Supercross main event. Right. <laughs> that's awesome. 50 grand, right? Yeah. 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 50 no, grand, I so. mean, yeah. 
think about it. I mean, I, I made six mains, and I didn't even make half of that. Well, right. you just did. You know? let's, let's, but, let's quarterback you know. this, Nick. How much did you spend your own money this year so far? Sorry, what was that? You cut out. Uh, how much of your own money have you spent doing this series so far this year? Or um, Honestly, uh, n- uh, nothing. Uh, Team All South, again, they back me 100%, and Abby <laughs> takes care of uh, everything to go racing. And uh, obviously, uh, yeah, obviously some hearing stuff here and there, but... Um, how much yeah, of this? Not, how much of this money will go back into your racing for next year or the rest of this year? Yeah, yeah, no, it'll uh, it'll go back in. Obviously, like a like a the trainer and getting something else. And um, I don't know what's to happen from here, but we have some some fun, cool things in the works with awesome. Team All South that we're gonna announce pretty soon. So, um, uh, you guys stay tuned. It'll be uh, we'll have an update here for you guys soon. So it'll be uh, it'll be cool, and that'll be tied in with everything else. So. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, the yeah. Um, um, you know, Cade used the Cade won thirty one or thirty two last year, and. He said he bought some of the used some of the money to get Club MX right. to, to go back into Club MX, and it really paid I off. I mean, it benefits us really. Yeah, it really yeah. does. No, for sure. Well, listen, I, I, thanks yeah. to Yamaha and thanks to you people, seventy three thousand six hundred and forty dollars. Wow. That's after a square wow. fees. I, we used a square, mm-hmm. so that's after the fees are taken out from the square guys. So, um, yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, really, really cool to uh, to all of you people. We're gonna do the draw. We do have time to do the draw. Do it after Marv. That's when we should do it? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, after Marvin Muscan's coming up in nine minutes, and we will do the draw for the bike and the other stuff uh, after that. So, um, Nick, thanks for coming on, man. Congratulations. Good that's job. awesome. Yeah, yes, I'll, be, I'll be in touch. Uh, I'll be in touch, and we'll get this uh, check out to you as soon as we can, man. Yeah, awesome. Thank you guys enough, and thanks to all the fans and everybody that voted. And, uh, and thanks for having me on, everybody in the room. And uh, thank you guys. Appreciate it. No problem, man. Thanks for coming on, and a good job this year not making mains, I guess. I don't know. I don't. Know. I guess that's what you say, right? Good job not making any mains. I don't, I don't know, but uh, that's cool, yeah, man. Yeah, it sounds yeah. weird. It does sound weird. Yeah. Uh, but thank you, man. Thanks. Thank you again. I appreciate it. No worries. That's Nick Schmidt, everybody. Wow. 44K. That is insane. I texted my dad and said, wow, I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, I just wanted to – I want to I wanna cause chaos, and I haven't gotten my dream yet. So we. I don't think you're going to get chaos anywhere, though, in that situation. I just don't think you're going to get it. I don't know. I know, I know a way to get it. I know exactly a way to get it. <laughs> <He's so good. laughs> you take all this money, and you put it into one LCQ. Oh, and the top, the fifth place guy gets forty four grand. That Watch would be you guys, so dangerous, but I'd be so in. I would love that. Nick Watch you guys, though, and then nobody's going. Right, nobody's moving. Like maybe they say there's a factory rider in there. Right, and he takes off. Right, right, because he doesn't know anything about it. He doesn't care. And then everyone else is putting the brakes on. There's gonna be bunching for fifth. Would that be amazing? Oh yeah, amazing is a word for but it. But you know what? You know what? Hundred effect. 100% affect the outcome of a, of a tire race on, on TV. We would never see it. TV coverage wouldn't show it. Yeah. No. We don't want to get on it that It wouldn't subject. be worth it. They wouldn't show it? <laughs> it's been pretty bad. The way they've been doing some stuff this year, it's been pretty uh, bad. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. You and Marks want to have your own race tech yes. segment? Thank yes. you. <laughs> That's what I should do next year. Dude. One race. All the money. Why don't you just make your own? That's race? what you should do. Have it. Have the quality. You know, get all the points, and then the last race, everyone's at zero. No, just make your own race. Just literally, just hey, do man. your own type of thing, that and then seems have like your a lot own of work. I don't know. I feel like you could make something with Red Bull happen or something like that. Yeah, maybe. Might be a lot of work. But like a separate, talent, separate talent, away. Talent, yeah, something. Talent will know. be the the finish line flagger. I'm already oh, stamping that. Gosh, I can't believe grand. that. That's wow. To put that in perspective, a lot of people listening. 
that's more than their salary at their jobs, right? Yeah. Jeremy for, Smith. Jeremy Smith gets fourteen grand for twelve months. Might be stoked with stoked with three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I started at Yamaha for forty two k. I did too. Forty one mine was or something. So. Well, thanks to everybody uh, for uh, buying the tickets. We are going to do the draw after our next guest because we don't quite enough, have enough time. But we'll do the top five drawings. We got twenty prizes in total, and we'll do those. We'll do the six to. 20 after the show. Marks will, will, will do all that with his computer program. <laughs> Tech man, bring it to me. Bring the numbers to me. <laughs> that is the best story, uh, by the way, I've ever heard in my entire life. Really? Yes. I just, I get that so much and it's so... <laughs> no, that is literally the funniest thing. Is that you doing that? Yeah, it's Marks. Stop it. <laughs> uh, ORW is proud to be supporting Chaparral in the su- tu- Supercross 250 West with riders Mumford and Shock. Mumford can be ready for outdoors? Mumford? No, not no, the I'm, first couple. I'm hearing High Point. ORW is the place to go for all your truck and off-road accessory needs. They have stores throughout the West Coast, including Temecula, San Diego, and now in Corona in Vegas. Stop in to check out the latest in truck, Jeep, Overland, UTV, and racing products by the industry's leading brands. Off-road warehouse stores are staffed by knowledgeable, experienced team. Plus, they install everything they sell you, from suspension kits, tires and wheels, to steps, beds, and accessories and more. Use the code PULPMX at offroadwarehouse.com to save. Thanks to these guys. They're supporting the sport in a big way with Michael Lindsay and his team over there. And so you guys should support them. ORW, the place to go for your truck and off-road accessory needs. Thanks to those guys for coming on board. Marvin Muscan coming up right away. Uh, Watch his turnaround, too, this season. It's been, yeah, it's been growing. I mean, he made the podium at, at round one. And I think everyone was like, oh, okay, Mars back. And then it kind of didn't go that way. And then he came on strong. His whoop speed's getting better, too. Man, I love watching him when he when he hops him, though. And he, like, wheelies in and hops four. Yeah. It's pretty so impressive. Imp- it's so impressive. Yeah. Uh, Kiefer, a little bit of time here before Marv comes on. You rode Vince Freeze's uh, Muckoff Honda. You rode J- or JP's Muckoff Honda. You rode Vince Freeze's uh, Bullfrog Spa's uh, Honda. Right. What'd you make of the two? Uh... Different characters of each. I think some of that has to do with, obviously, each rider. JB likes a lot of bottom end. He wants all that on the front side. So uh, his bike had a little bit more hit down low. Yep. And uh, signed off a little bit earlier than Vince's. Vince's was a little bit uh, broader of a bike, but still very connected feeling. So different um, engines, a little bit different. But for me, the most... Uh, Vince's suspension is super stiff. Like, I've ridden stiff stuff before. Yeah. His fork is unbelievably stiff. Stew- stewish? Yes. <laughs> like, JB likes stiff stuff, too. Yeah. But Vince is, like, another level. Like, I have never felt. You know, he's not good in the whoops. He got better in the whoops. I wonder if that was par- part of it where he was just trying to get through whoops. Yeah. I think uh, that, I think he did get better in the whoops this year. Yeah. And then... Something that he did uh, not as good this year is starts. And I feel like some of that has to do with the hydraulic clutch. Um, maybe him not being used right. to it. He's the only guy on the new one, too. Right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, JB's engine is just a lot of a front side engine. And that's why he can come out of that corner and, and quad in or whatever that things yep. that he does. But it's, it's crazy to me because I've ridden a few factory bikes before. And the Honda has the most just, like, grunt off the the bottom end so their 450s are good yeah and i think 
everyone talks about whoops and how good Roxanne and, and Chase is in them. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of that has to do with chassis feel on the Honda. And well, okay, but the uh, the fastest whoop rider rides a blue crew. Uh, Malcolm. Yeah. Yes. And that's Booker. Yes. And that's ridiculous. Dude, the his whoop speed this past weekend yeah. was I right mean, there with Sexton. I know, Sexton was unbelievable. I, I think Craig was the fastest guy at Salt Lake City one. Yes, I agree. On a 250. I never got to he see was. him. Dude. There. It was insane. It was insane. Yeah, I never got to see it. It, it was it was it should it should have been black flagged. Now, but <laughs> he should have been black against flagged. Sexton's pass on uh, was it Roxon? No, he went around Marvin. Was it Marvin? Whoever he passed in the whoops and yeah, they showed Marv. it and he just yeah, like Marv. hit him so fast that his bike literally didn't move. Yeah. Was yeah. it like that with Craig on yes. the other side? Pretty much. Yes. Yeah, wow. pretty much. And those whoops were tougher at Salt Lake one. I agree with that. Because you're coming out yes. of a corner yeah, yeah. into yeah. them. They were right? a little steeper. Yeah. The, this so, past weekend they were pretty rolled out. I mean Christian should have been charged. Speaking of Mookie, his, yeah. he's done for the year? Yeah, I think we all knew that. I saw that post. He was never doing outdoors anyway. Yeah, I know like that, he was but done with the team. Too. But he acted like he was done with the team. Right. So they're not going to resign him. I, like, don't, I know. don't. I yeah. don't know. Like I mean, it just seems to me like if I had a good year like Mookie, why wouldn't you try to go race outdoors and still continue this this deal that yeah, you but have? Wasn't his deal done before that was no but outdoors? Is Christian going to be ready by round one? That's he says the, he is. Is he? he? Said, yeah, he okay. was on the show last week. He's so. in cycling. Yeah. All right. Well, then that makes sense. Right. Yeah. I thought he was going to miss a couple rounds. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I think he should be ready. Yeah, you so. think like maybe fill in for the yeah. first couple just yeah. to have See a bike out yeah. there? At this point, every interview Mookie gives, he says he wants to ride outdoors, but his actions have spoken for him. He does not want to ride outdoors. And he's been in SoCal riding. I mean, I've been out yeah. there on the tracks, and he's been busting motos right. with you know the guys. So. Outdoors. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I know, but what? And he's really fast outdoors. Oh. I'm sure it's really fast. But even was. even like when he has been like the past couple of years, like Moto Concepts and stuff, and I'd go out there and ride every now and then, he's still doing 30s. Yeah. Like, yeah. like as if he was training for outdoors and right. just doing the same program riding. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. It's a uh, pretty impressive season he had. I, we were debating, debating this on our um, on our show. Like AP, Mook, like so AP got a podium. Mookie got a podium. Dylan got a podium. Oh, mm -hmm. Um, who would you pick? They all finished right there in the points, right? AP was the best guy. But, dude, they all had strengths and weaknesses. Dylan impressed me more with raw speed, but he was the furthest back in the points, you know? Yeah. There were some times where Dylan between, was ripping through the pack. Yeah, I'd be more between Malcolm and AP, and I feel like I'd – I love Malcolm, but I'd maybe go AP. Yeah. I'd go AP just because his starts were always much better than the other guys. Yeah. He would be up there. Yeah. So, I and feel like that's a tough one. Yeah, yeah, it's a great question. That's a really right? tough it's a good, one. Yeah, it's a good bench racing question. Mm -hmm. They all had great years and everything. Do we do we now feel like Star fixed the 450 program over there? That's, a, that's that word "fixed" is really delicate because I don't think uh, some things have changed. Yep, but not a lot, and not a, as much as people think has changed. Yeah, uh, um, suspensions changed a little bit. Obviously, yep. ECU things like that have changed, but. Um, mufflers have changed, but yeah. I don't know if it's that drastic. They There's said they got nine pounds yeah. off of there. They said they got nine yep. pounds off that bike. Well, I, that, where would they find nine pounds on a factory a bike? Muffler was a big one. Uh, the FMF's a lot lighter than yep. the PC was. Uh, wiring harness stuff. Okay. A lot of that. Um, and then a little bit here and there with bolts. I guess some things okay. weren't used for the factory. Well, so. one was stock clamps to neck in. Neck Is that clamps. a different? I don't know anything about Ounces, neck in, yeah. 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 Uh, Decal Works. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics. How's that going with Decal Works for you? It hasn't gone yet. Oh, my God. They're yeah. officially licensed with Honda, Yamaha, Kawasaki, Suzuki, Husky, Gas Gas, and KTM. 
They are a proud sponsor of the Red Bull KTM team uh, with Cooper Webb and this man on the line. He has Decal Works graphics on his bike. DecalMX.com. Use the promo code PulpMX to save. Let's welcome in uh, race winner Marvin Muscan. What's up, Marv? How are you? Yeah, I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? We're good. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Good job at Salt Lake, man. you got to be stoked with those two races. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, especially finishing the season uh, yep. like that, is, it's just awesome. Um, last time I raced here in Salt Lake City was back in 2018, and, and I won. So to come back two years later and, and go one and then, and then second uh, the, the second time, it was just, uh, just amazing. So I'm really happy. Did you... Um... Did you like one track over the other? I mean, obviously you won the one, you rode great, but you know, I thought I felt like you rode really well on Saturday too. Did you prefer one track or the other? Um, both tracks were were pretty good. Obviously, the second Salt Lake was a little bit uh, drier, obviously because it was, yep. uh, you used the same dirt, so I stayed there uh, the whole week. But like uh, to be honest, they did a great job watering uh, the, the the track like in between practices and. And it was and it was decent, but I felt like the the layout of the track was better on the Salt Lake City one, mm-hmm. and it was a little bit longer track. Right. So, um, like like this Saturday for the final, we did I think twenty nine laps. So yep. that is crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a lot. We had coupon earlier, and he was talking about that a little bit too. The tracks get so beat up, right? Um. Yeah. I mean, the dirt was was pretty hard. You know, it's not yep. like a. Indianapolis or or a track like that with with softer dirt. So actually, this track it it didn't really change much, and especially yeah, especially because it was drier. So it didn't change much, but yeah, it got it got a little bit beat up always. We know the story, Marv. You hurt your knee, got surgery, came back for the outdoors last year. So this was your first Supercross season in a couple of years. You got on the podium at the first round, um, and then it didn't go probably the way you thought. <clears throat> you have been you have been such a consistent race winner and top five guy for so many years it was odd to see you crash and, and, and not finish up there as much as you can so my question is what kind of turned it around for you here near the end what what uh, the atlantas weren't mm-hmm. great for you but the two salt lakes and even before atlanta you were kind of coming on did you change something did you start feeling better uh what happened well yeah i, I definitely started off uh pretty good even though I, I didn't expect going uh i mean doing a podium in third place at the first round right um but yeah then after that it went it, it didn't go uh, as planned i wanted to get better and better but i was actually pretty fast like a couple of uh the indianapolis races mm-hmm. i was i was i felt like i was really really quick and you can see the lap times during the main events but um, my starts weren't that good, and then I had a, a couple of issues, like in the first lap and going down and coming from dead last, right. and trying to you know salvage some good points. But this year the competition's been so so you know high, so tough. So the start is super. I definitely proved it, you know, again on Salt Lake City one and Salt Lake City two, where if you put yourself in a good position in the first few laps, you know, it helps a lot. Were you getting kind of frustrated? Because, like I said, I had never seen you crash and kind of have issues as much as I had this year. Were you getting kind of frustrated? Were you wondering what was going on? Or what, or were you kind of like, hey, I got the speed. I just need to start. Yes, it was, it was definitely frustrating. Right. Um, I, I, knew, I knew I was. I was better than you know most of those guys, and mm-hmm. you know, and also I, I, I practiced down in Florida, you know, against Cooper and, and Zach. 
my speed was good and then when you get to the races you got to put everything together and and then i mean the key is is the start so like i just said you know mm -hmm. when you don't get the start and then you i wanted to do too good maybe and uh, i was not being patient um i did miss a whole season of supercross in, in 2020 so yep. i was i was happy to come back but yeah i just wanted to to do maybe too good and um and it didn't work out I, and then uh, and then I, I just I just needed to 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 get better on that, and um, it, I mean it takes time. It right. Uh, you, it's hard to get to get better in, in like one weekend. So I needed to work on that, and then um, a couple races after that, and then in Arlington, I I was the fastest in practice, and unfortunately I had a I had a crash where I got a concussion. So and then from from that on, it, it just uh, it was very difficult. Right, yeah, it's definitely weird to see you like that because you're so strong normally. You're such a title contender, you know, for most races. How nice did that win feel for you? That had to have been – I mean, I'll be honest. We, we Just before you won, we did a little show in the pits, and I'm like, hey, look, I think we're going to get a first-time winner. I think we're going to get sext a first-time winner this year. I think we're going to get Sexton or Anderson tonight, I said. I really feel like that. And I didn't even think of you, Marv. I really didn't. So good job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. To be, to be honest, me, me neither. Uh, <laughs> it was definitely, you know, not expected. Even though when I'm lining up every time, is is yes to win. But yeah, you you gotta be realistic sometimes. You know, if if you don't have the speed. But I mean, I I think I qualified that night. I qualified. I was like I, like P11, dude. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. like if you if you if you if you look if you look at the board, you're like, dang, I'm, I'm like P11, but. The times were, were, you know, really close. And same this weekend. I was like P7. But, I mean, it, it shows that one lap and then a full main event of 20 minutes is, is a whole different story. So, yep. you got you to gotta make sure, you you know, you focus on yourself. Make sure you're not too far off when you are, you know, like P11. And then <laughs> make, sure, make sure you apply yourself uh, on the start. But, um, but, yeah, like you said, like, uh, you see, yeah, you mentioned uh, a first-time winner like like uh, Sexton or Anderson. I mean, and then you can keep on going because the list can be really, really long this yeah. year. Like so many guys yeah. can get on the podium. I mean, uh, Dylan and maybe Plessinger, you got on podium already. I mean, yeah. there's so many guys. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm not playing uh, fantasy, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> decalmx.com use the promo code pulpmx to get 20% off your custom graphics uh, Marvin Muscan Cooper Webb using decal works on their bikes speaking of fantasy Marv that, that leads us right into our question here from our listener is this Logan? Logan yeah you got him what's up Logan how are you want to talk to Marvin Muscan? yeah I just wanted to uh, say I'm a big fan and congrats to him for the last two Thank rides you. very stoked for him on that and uh, I don't know if he does care about fantasy, but I did want to say thanks to Paul Max and all the sponsors and uh, Marvin, because with his riding this year and specifically this weekend, he won me the bike. Oh, you won, <laughs> wow. the, you won the dirt bike overall. The no Yamaha. way. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. So, Good job, man. Pretty this is the L show then? Yeah, you got it. That's okay. my internet alien. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. No, I saw that you won. And uh, Marvin was a minus two handicap, I think, for this weekend. Yeah. So um, I had him last weekend, so he really paid off for me at Salt Lake 1 when he won. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's cool. good times. Uh, stay on stay on the line, El Show, all right? We'll get back to you. Hold on. Okay. All right. Uh, go ahead, Justin. Yeah, no, I was going to ask you, 
like, do you ever change your bike setup from when, because you're really good at jumping whoops, and you've been getting better at skimming them, but when you realize the track's going to start being able to jump the whoops, do you change your bike setup at all for that, or are you just that good at jumping them? Uh, I, I feel like when, when the, yeah, you can jump whoops, I feel like you can set up your bike more for cornering, because, um, because you don't really have to, to you know, to, to, to have a bike set up for jumping, I, I, I want to say. So it, it didn't really happen a, a lot this year, but I feel like it's more like uh, Indianapolis kind of track and dirt uh, yeah. when it's super soft, super tacky, that, that becomes uh, jumpers. But um, open stadiums like Salt Lake or, I don't know, other open stadiums, the dirt usually gets hard and, it, and then the whoops... Um, they stay pretty much the same, and then you have to skim to uh, to go faster. Yeah, this de- this past week, or even the last two, there's no way you were skim- or, uh, jumping them at all. But, yeah, it's just really impressive yeah. how you can, you know, wheelie in and wheel tap five or four whoops without even, <laughs> you know, thinking about it. And I sit there, and I, you know, I'm more of a jumper in a way sometimes, and I just mm-hmm. go into it. I'm like, yeah, I don't know how you do that. Couldn't even think of it. No <laughs> way. Yeah, yeah. well, that, to me, it's super fun to jump whoops, and... Uh, to, and then to adapt when when they get tapped out or or like a, the main line the V in the middle you can go through them and then jump yeah three or four yeah um, uh, I know I know I know it gets you know it's difficult and then you know most of the riders they're not used to do that and I remember a couple of years ago like I was I got so many, you know many criticized on me like jumping the whoops but I mean when you see Cooper Webb like last year like in San Diego for example I have yeah. a couple of memories watching the races and then that's where he picked up time and then he was able to main uh, like to win main mm-hmm. events so, and so many guys started jumping whoops you know like year after year so yeah it looks like it paid off sometimes <laughs> Yeah no I I agree man like Chad Chad yeah. was on here a couple of weeks ago. I never jump oh, yeah, whoops. He's the best. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, uh, Villaman DV, our buddy DV, yelling about jumping whoops. But it's like, dude, <laughs> like you can get through them pretty damn quick and consistently every single time. Like I get it, you know. So uh, it's just yeah. consistent. Right, yeah, that's why right. I usually go exactly. to it just because I know I can do that clean every time. Right. Uh, yeah. Marv, I followed your your career a lot in GPS. Watched your style. One of the most beautiful styles out there. Um, but I've seen the last couple of years, you were always really technical and smooth. And now I feel like you've gone to more of a hang it out. Uh, I don't want to say less smooth, but more bulldog, um, revving your bike a little bit more. Is it because the competition is getting that much better? Or are you just trying to evolve your style to, hey, this is how I have to do it to go fast now? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I feel like... Uh yeah, maybe back in in, in the GPs, you know, you know, I had a I had you know a better level than than others. So I was, I, I maybe I didn't have to 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 push, you know, uh, as hard. But I feel like year after years, um, the level is you know, getting better and better. And I mean, yeah, it's hard if you if you're too smooth and not aggressive enough. Uh, it gets it's difficult, you know, to to get you to get on top of a podium. So uh, I do feel like um, I I wish sometimes I'm, I'm even you know smoother and, and use more technique. But um, I don't know. Maybe I should uh, you know work work more more on that that side. You know, instead of doing maybe like motos and stuff and and keep on working on technique because it, 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 it's important. But uh, definitely. Now the level you gotta be you gotta be ag- aggressive, but uh, uh, I don't want to go and and then beat like 
too too rough on on the on on the, with the bike and because it, it won't work, you know. So uh, it's probably because of the, the the level and the speed right now. Right, right. Uh, Marv, do you see yourself with KTM again next year? Your contract's up. Uh, um, certainly, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of buzz in the pits. Do you do you, do you want to go back? Do you, do you think you you'll go back, or, or what are we what are we at with that? Um, yeah, I think so. We actually started uh, talking about uh, extending like my contract and do a, another year in 2022. So uh, okay, um, I want I wanted to you know finish the Supercross Championship and then uh, we'll talk about it uh, even more. Okay, cool. Uh, you took your neck brace off. That was big news, right? Uh, and it was more due to a helmet switch, from what I under or helmet change, and from what I get, what I gather. Yeah. yeah yes. Exactly. Yeah. This year. Arrow came out with a brand new helmet, definitely uh, bigger and then sitting lower uh, on my head. So, um, yeah, right away I, I, I felt it um, when I started riding with, with that helmet. So that was um, that was in my head for you know a, lo- a long time. Yeah, most and, of the um, off season yeah, then, right? Yes. Yeah. So exactly. Right. So yeah, I took the took the, the decision to um, to ride without it. Yeah. Do you see yourself going back to it? If you can make, if they, the folks at Leah can make it work, or what, how do you feel? Well, I mean that's that's yeah, not easy. I think it, it would be uh, probably a lot of work. But uh, right now, I you know took the decision, and then uh, that that's how it is. And um, mm-hmm. focus on focus on, on my riding training and. Uh, moving forward and now going into outdoors. I was super stoked that you won, Marv, because uh, uh, speaking of the neck brace stuff, Ryan Hughes was going on about how you haven't evolved <laughs> and you, you can't win and everything else, and then you take your brace off, and now he's saying that you won because you took your brace off, and I'm just like, oh, my God, here we are. It was. Uh, have you heard any of this kind of background noise going on? Yeah, of course. I mean, uh, I, I cannot uh, not hear that, so... Uh, um, I mean, it's uh, yeah, it's not an easy uh, subject, and uh, but definitely um, with that issue, and I mean issue, yeah, the different helmet. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was, you know, not progressing, and I and I want, I still want to get better, and I still want to, you know, enjoy riding, and um, and that's why I did that. Right. I was uh, I was thinking to myself though, but Marv, you won 450 motocross and supercross races, many of them with a brace on. So to me, mm-hmm. you were a great rider without the brace and a great rider with the brace on. To me, you know, and, and I'm just like, okay. I mean, podium right. the first round. Right, it, right. I mean. So that's where I was caught into this social media vortex, Marv, of, of people arguing about you. <laughs> so. Yeah, and then everybody, everybody's different. Everybody's got, you know, different type of body and uh, right. different helmet, you know what I'm saying, and length of, you know, neck or whatever. So everybody, you know, has a different feel and um so yeah, that's how it is. Hey Marv, how close is your bike set up to Coops? Is it pretty similar? Um, besides, I mean, besides suspensions, it's yeah, pretty much the same. But definitely, suspensions are, are different. Mainly, mainly the the shock, obviously, and uh, a little bit on the forks. So, uh, so it's I, I want to say yeah, it is it is quite different. Hmm. Is so? Are you on the air shock still? Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. And what do you like about that, Marv? What 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 do you? Coop was on earlier and said, "There's." Sir, I, I didn't. Follow he just up. said. He just basically yeah. said it was more comfortable with the spring because he knew what it was going to do because that's what he's familiar with. So, I guess what yeah. what do you like about it? Well, I definitely started to feel better with the air shock. So 
I, you know, I stayed with it and wanted to get it better and better throughout the year and uh, trying to develop it and trying to learn it more and more. And yeah, it was definitely in my head where I'm like, man, maybe I should you know, go back to the spring. But at the same time, I had, you know, good feeling in the woods, but not, maybe not um, like in rhythm section or whatever, you know, like different feel, different positioning and, and movement. But it has it has good comfort as well. So um and it was also my goal to get it better and to learn it more for for the future how uh i watched the red bull moto spy videos and in previous episodes it seems like uh frankie is the voice of reason at times when same things go south seems like frankie really knows you really well and he's like marv calm down we're gonna we're gonna be fine and he seems like he he's a calming kind of dude to have around uh yeah and i definitely want to thank him for that <laughs> because we I, I i tend to um to yeah get a little, a little hyper you know when uh when things go don't go well and like in practice so and um i kind of feel sorry sometimes for frankie you know we have we have to you know stay calm when uh when the writing is not great or the setting is not perfect but uh yeah we definitely work together he knows me well and um, definitely, you know, super happy also for him that I that I did really good in Salt Lake City for the last two rounds. You know, it feels it feels good to see him, uh, you know, happy. I mean, he's he's always happy. You know, he's a very <laughs> positive guy. But uh, but it's so good to give him good results. He's still dirty all the time. He's still very dirty. Shirts dirty. Frankie gets into it. Frankie gets yeah. into it. He you grinds. Know? Yeah, he grinds. Yeah, he grinds. That's his, that's, his, that's his signature. I mean, I feel like if he's not not dirty, it's not normal. You wonder right. what's going on. See, and I should be. I've watched some of those episodes too. And I should have been when I was a mechanic. I should have been more like that. Like I remember Red Dog coming in with some shitty times. Uh huh. And he'd be like, fuck, like, I just don't feel good. And I'd be like, yeah, dude, you got to figure something out. Like, you gotta- <laughs> yeah, you just compounded yeah, the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but, but I always thought to myself, I can't ride the bike. I'm just making sure the bike works. Like, Timmy, you're the great rider here. You got to figure it out. I should have been more like Frankie. Yeah. I, would, yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> you're a rider. You know how you were. Like, we're all mental in some aspect, right? So it's nice to have a guy that can work on a bike and then also calm you down. I, I, I think I was the guy like, yeah, dude, you got to pull your shit together. <laughs> like, you got to figure it out. Like I we're looking at you for like some help, and you're just like, yeah, yeah good luck. I don't know. Right. Figure it out. I should have been more oh, like your Frankie. Bike will be ready. I should have been more like Frankie. <laughs> that, that, that's the bottom line. <laughs> Maybe I still have a job today. Uh, Decal MX, <laughs> use the code PulpMX to save 20% off your custom graphics. Uh, please order those guys up, and uh, they'll do whatever they want for you. Marv, do you feel good for outdoors? Uh, you won a couple motos last year. Uh, you know, you've come won a lot of races outdoors. Do you feel better than last year coming in, obviously, for outdoors? Uh, I haven't ridden uh, outdoors yet this year. Um, I was planning on doing the break right before Atlanta okay. Supercross, but after I got that concussion, I had to take uh, basically two weeks off the bike. So when I started riding, I went straight to Supercross to get ready and, ah, and okay. finish the season. So yep. that's kind of a, a, a bummer because I was looking forward to ride some outdoors. But, yeah, my first day will be uh, this week uh, on Wednesday. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So, well, hopefully that goes well for you. I'm sure it will. You've always done pretty well. Uh, uh, yeah, like we always forget, like Marv's a great outdoor rider, yeah, right? Like he's going to be in the mix. Right. <clears throat> Marv, is it is it nice to have Dylan over here because LeBig just isn't always on your ass for content? Like is it nice <laughs> is it nice to have another top French guy here because otherwise LeBig is just all the time hanging out? 
You can just be honest. Tell- yeah. No, I mean, no, that doesn't change much. You uh, know? Okay. Uh, all right. Well. Uh, no, it, 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 it's all good. It's all good. You know, I, 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 I like doing stuff, you know, you know, for him. And he does a good job for his website and then all the French fans. So that's, that's great. He, he really loves e-biking. Him and I have become e-bike buddies. So. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the way to go. I mean, if you want to enjoy and, and, you know, and then pedal and then go out and do, do some cardio, I mean, that's awesome, and, I, and I'm, I'm actually really happy for him to, to see him do that. I, I was out on the trail maybe three months ago, and I saw some dude on the other side of the canyon bent over, and, like, he was there for a long time, and I was bicycling up and all this. And I get up, and it's LeBig, and he's trying to get his drone to follow him. But the drone <laughs> isn't charged, and I'm just like, you've been sitting here for 15 minutes. He's like, ah, oh, my, my, my drone, I, the, the batteries, and I'm just like, just ride your bike, LeBig. Just ride the bike. He's got. Oh, he couldn't get the drone to work, Marv. So he was very upset. Oh. So you know. Oh. Oh, that's cool. I just, I just feel bad for his bike. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's not. He doesn't take care of it, and uh, but he, he loves it. He loves it. Oh yeah, you're right. Hey, uh, GPS, Marv, coming up. Who do you got? Like, I know you know a lot of these dudes over there, um, but yeah. who do you see being the favorite this year? <sighs> I mean. It's going to be great to watch. I mean, I'm always, always watching. Um, since I'm here in, in, you know, in America, you know, over 10 years, you know, we race on Saturday, so we we get to watch qualifying on Saturday. But then we get home and then we get to watch the race because they race on Sunday. So that that's awesome. And I know I know all of those guys, and I feel like it's going to be another great battle with uh, the KTM boys, Hurlings, Caroli, and and Geyser. That's for sure, and um, and then other guys, you know, Roman Favre and multiple multiple good guys. I mean, I feel like MEGP has been a couple of years where a lot of a lot of guys are capable of getting on the podium. So it's going to be another great year watching. Do you think uh, Prado is going to be the next big thing over there? Dang, you see, you see, I forgot Prado. Of course, yeah, yeah he did. He did super, super good for his first first year last year in MEGP, and I was very impressed. He had a couple injuries, but he was mm-hmm. still capable of you know coming back and getting on podium and winning gp uh, i was i was very impressed and uh, i'm definitely looking at his uh riding style and uh you know bike setup and stuff you know that that that's also a good thing that um you know we have those guys uh and and over there in europe you know because they ride all the time outdoors and we only get to ride only like a week or two before we start the outdoor season every yeah. year you know and uh, the, the, our season is only like three months you know so they race outdoors all year long, and we get to, to have their setup, and I'm looking forward to try multiple things, you know, to get ready for the, the first round. So some of that stuff works for you then? You talk to Roger and Ian and, and, and figure out what they're doing, and so some of it works? Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and they know they have all the data, all the information from them every time they do testing or whatever right. or right. racing. They know exactly what they have, so... It's always interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Marv, thanks for coming on, man. Congratulations on the season and the win. That was really cool. Uh, don't forget about Marv, everybody. That's what I liked about that win. Like, yeah. hey, don't forget. Remember Marvin Muscan. So yeah. that was great to see. Sounds good. Uh, thanks for coming on, man. Cool. Yep. Thanks, everybody. All right. Have a good night. See Thank ya. you. That's Marvin Muscan. Uh, brought mm-hmm. to you by decalmx.com. I mean, don't you feel like if Hurlings doesn't get hurt, he's, he wins pretty easily? Aren't we? Aren't uh, we I there? I think, but there's so many good guys. We're not there? I am I I'm a Hurlings guy. I right. think yeah, there's you, no Paul, one you and there's Paul, no JT, one faster than Hurlings right, right. ever. I I love Cooper and I know he goes back to that sometimes. He's like I beat Hurlings, but I just feel like raw speed, 
Hurlings is the fastest Here, dude. Here's my thought on that. <clears throat> now, with the Cooper thing beating Hurlings, Hurlings was also going for a championship. Correct. That's what I'm saying. Same thing with Tomac when he came over here. Tomac tried to race him, made a mistake, crash, and then you could tell second mode he was like, yeah, I'm dude, winning. I'm out. Like, right. I'm just trying to win this thing. I want to see those guys up against each other. No championships involved. Right. Might be a little different. But then again, it's also hard because totally different bikes, say yep. if they come here. And then right. those bikes over there are way better. I just think in GP world, the guys have gotten better. Geyser is probably close to Hurlings and Raw Speed because he'll send it. Geyser is gnarly. Yeah, Gumby. We, we and then you that. got Gumby. You got Caroli, which is just fast, and he comes through when it's race time. He's consistent. He doesn't crash much. Um, I feel like he can still do something. And then I've watched some of these preseason races. Prado, he's kind of like a Marvin. Very unassuming, smooth, doesn't rev his bike, and just fast yeah. as shit. Yep. No, it'd be interesting to see. When do they start? Next month? Right? In June? June, yeah. June, they start? Yeah. I heard that if it keeps getting pushed back there. I think it's late it. June now. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, hey, they want to go back to the normal schedule. Let's get Logan back on the line. Uh, Pulpamex Fantasy Yamaha winner, Marks. Logan. Uh, good job, Logan. Cheater. Cheater. Marks is calling you a cheater. <laughs> I wish that there was a way to cheat this game. I don't think there's anything that works or doesn't work. Really. Uh, the game is terrible. What Marks, game did he play? Pulp Mex Fantasy. Oh, okay. Marks has, Marks, has, uh, <laughs> Marks has created a monster, you know. So, And, hey, we did, um, we did a podcast the other day, and we were looking at your scores, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I think Truman said it. You had never won a prize all year long, right? Oh, wow. No, I was in top 100, I think, two or three times. But, yeah, never a weekend prize or any year so, so prior to this. Think about that. A guy who doesn't win a prize. So we give away how many prizes we got? 29, 24? He's the Nick Schmidt yeah. of this game. So top 24, is that how it goes? <laughs> well, each week we give the top 24 teams a prize. Okay. Or whatever, 27. I don't know. Right. 22. So, 22. So from first to 22. Every week okay. gets a prize. Got He's it. the Logan, Nick Schmidt. Logan here won the whole damn league. Out of everybody, without pre placing anywhere in the top 22 at any point, and he only said you got top 100 a couple times, right? Twice. Yeah. So he, he came from out of the top 100 to win. No, he just was consistent all year long. He was only in the top 100 overall on a weekend, once, twice, twice. So is there an overall ranking as well? Of course, it's we're saying he won I, that. I don't. Know. He won the overall ranking. I there's understand a way, that. There's a way okay. you could know. But I'm saying from the second to last round, what place were you in? No, sir? no, no. He was in first the whole okay. time. Okay. But what yeah, we're saying, Kiefer, each week is a Correct. race. Got it. Each week, he only finished inside the top 100 twice Got it. out of 17 rounds. And he still had the best score. So the point is being here, stop fucking sending it, everybody, with A-Ray and Seven Deuce Deuce. <laughs> Did you pick me at all? <laughs> Did you pick Starling? Yeah, Starling crushed it for me, actually. Did I ever times. screw you sure. at the beginning of the season? Um, no, because I think I listened to enough stuff where I was kind of staying away, but you were looking juicy a lot of times, but juicy. I just kind of waited, and I watched all the practices this year, so I would be watching you yeah, in I practice. See, that's sketchy, because some of the times I was, I was pretty good in practice and then blew it in the see, races. but again, again, <laughs> you people, you people playing Pulp Mix Fantasy, be like the L show here. Like, just get <laughs> eight in. Right, Logan? That's it. Yeah, I just listen to what you guys say all the time about getting eight in, and I just kept doing that and sticking to it. And obviously, sometimes there's someone that looks juicy that you gotta kind of take a flyer on. Yep. But it it's is juicy. it's eight it's in the main almost all the time. And this weekend, it almost bit me too because I was I could have grabbed a ray, but I just like didn't do it straight away from it. And I was like, I'm gonna bank on 
the good guys like doing really good and i went with marvin sexton and it was a nail biter because they had to do good but it See, paid off i think one of the people behind you who didn't make it this week short John Short had yeah. yeah a bunch of guys had John Short. Well, he had short too. Elsho had. Oh, Elsho had short too. Yeah. Who, was, who, who was the juiciest <laughs> just... pick every week? I don't. It, I mean, it's it like the plumpest. all the time. A Ray is pretty juicy all the time. He is juicy. Uh, but but even though we have that warning, we have the warning. Is, is, is it up? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We had it. Yeah. Oh, my girlfriend had to ask me what Caddy Wampus was, and then she ended up picking him a couple times, and I don't even know if I did, but she was really thrown off with the warning. <laughs> what was your worst uh, worst weekend, do you remember? Uh, I don't remember my worst overall, but I was out snowmobiling in the mountains, and uh, I had my phone on me, and I didn't think I had service, and then I did, so I was checking uh, times and stuff on Twitter, and I had like messaged my girlfriend before I went out that day, and I sent her a list, like, this is my team, but check these feeds. If this guy goes out, like, put this guy in. And it was when Moseman went out with the hurt wrist or whatever, I had a message to say, put in Schmoda. But um, I was talking to her, so it was kind of like a normal day. But then I saw he was out. I text her, Moseman's out, and I go to change my team, and my phone dies from the cold, and it doesn't fire back up until two minutes after uh, yeah. lockout time. So I got zero for Moseman that day, and I was like, oh, my God, if this haunts me for the rest of the – like at the end, I'm going to lose it. Uh, Did you just say my phone quit because it was cold? Yeah. You're Canadian? Yeah, yeah he's Canadian. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, so SLC 1 was your worst round of the year. Mark's just pulled up. Ranked 6,204. Wow. Well, that was stressful, but I kept like for the last probably four or five weeks, I started keeping track of what everyone was doing around me and then looking at their teams at lockout. So my stress could go down because I was like, well, this doesn't look good, but yeah. lots of people are in the same boat. Did, and hopefully you didn't listen to us too much in the podcast because we all had terrible years. JT had a decent year. We were other, the other experts were bad. So, Well, the juice was worth but, the squeeze, man. Yeah. What I, one thing I actually didn't do this year was I didn't do expert picks because I have used them in the past and let them sway me. And this year I was like, Staying away from it, and then on the second last round, I almost caved and bought them, and I was asking people to maybe tell me, and then I just stayed away and went with what I thought. Not much, <laughs> not much of an endorsement to buy. Not much of an endorsement, picks, yeah, to, to spend the extra money to see our picks there. But no, hey man, listen, congratulations. Good for you. That's, that's Why is he four fifty? Why is he four fifty? Good for yeah. you. You're gonna you have a bike now. Yeah, uh, I do. I got a KTM four fifty, and something Ooh. kind of funny or odd too is earlier in the year I. Uh, like a few months ago, my bike got stolen out of the back of my truck in my underground parking lot, and then Fuck. I randomly, luckily, got it back a week later. So in the last six months, I've had a bike stolen, returned, and then I won this one. Wow. Are you <laughs> going to keep this, Blue Crew? Yeah. It's juicy. Uh, I might. I did ride some a couple of years ago, and I really liked it, but I'm oh. going to have to see. I'm looking at it for sure, especially because you guys put it up, so I do kind of want to stay loyal to that but i might ride it back to back with the ktm and oh, I might yes. have to... if you do that it'll be no question you're keeping it no question <laughs> you need to do that and write an article for pulp and how good uh each one is so here's the other problem we got l show so you're in canada and the yeah. border is closed right. and you are yeah, not everyone. getting across and and and, and yeah. so the rules of the game are that we ship it to the closest dealer to you in america Okay. So you're okay. you're gonna have to. I don't. Where are you? Quarantine. You're in BC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm right at the border. I'm in Chilliwack. Oh, okay. Uh, so we will go to. Is there a Bellingham? Is there a Yamaha dealer in Bellingham? I don't even know. But um, anyways. So. Okay. Dude. I don't know how you're gonna get this thing. This is what you're gonna do. You're gonna cross the border. You're gonna pick up your bike. 
<clears throat> okay? You're going to go back home. You're going to see your bike into the garage, and then you're going to fucking sit in a house for two weeks and not ride. No, I don't think you can even cross the border. <laughs> no, you, you can come back, but you have to. No, but I, unless it's essential, I don't think you can. You can't this just. You can essential. make something up, though. Okay. You can um, make some I essential shit up. I think you can drive across the border, so yes. I don't know if maybe potential. I don't know if I can fly in, but if I could figure out a way to fly in, maybe I could just ride it back across. Could you? Yeah, just <laughs> ride it across the border. My buddy Lissamore lives in Abbotsford there, and uh, yeah, he said people run across the border. There's cameras and stuff, but you could do it. You can get through. Yeah. yeah. Oh no yeah. shit. Yeah. Uh, and hey, also too, I guess you know Jess Pettis a little bit. He he DM me. So. Oh yeah, yeah. He uh, grew up in the same hometown as oh, me. Actually, cool. Jess is a good buddy. Of yeah, mine. Good, yeah, good dude. Pettis is a good dude. Fast as shit. Yeah, too. I told. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was hoping for him to race this year. It sucks that that happened because he was flying. I heard. And, yep. uh But I told him. I told him I held it down for the Canadians from Prince George for this year in Supercross, and he has to take it from here on out. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Too bad he hurt his knee there because my buddy Rarick was saying how he was flying before the season started. So he looked good. Um. Wow, congratulations, man. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, great job. Yamaha again coming through. So, yeah, thank you guys so much. That's amazing. Making yeah. dreams happen here. Um, well, first of all, Marks, have we verified, though, that El Show is the winner? Yes. <laughs> yes, we have. Okay, because I, I, I was going to reach out, but I wanted to wait until you actually, like, you know, look through all the... Yeah, make sure, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I run a thing after and make sure, like, every round had all... Right. The All-Stars were right. You had an All-Star. Yep. It, it verifies everything. Uh, but he had a 56-point lead, so... El yeah, 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 or a big yeah. lead going into the last so, round. So. He's, he's good. Um, Although, um, when the site was updating after, because I was refreshing it and waiting to see, all of a sudden I went to fourth, and then I looked at who was in first, first, and they had not that many points more than me that round, and I'm like, I don't recognize this name, and then my girlfriend refreshed hers, and it said I was in 16th, and we're like, what is happening here? <laughs> and then it's obviously <laughs> corrected. How did that work, Marks? That doesn't. Ring a bell. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it must have just been the tallying or something, right? Uh, I don't know. I'm yeah. not a programmer. It it, it yeah. could have. It, it does a thing at the end of the race. So <laughs> if you were like in that in that yeah. window where it's running, it's uh, right because uh, you were probably you and your chick were hitting refresh like probably every two three I'm seconds. Sure, yeah. So. yeah. Um, <laughs> no, that's awesome, man. Uh, I'm really stoked to, to to give you the bike. Thank you for playing. Um, um, and we'll be in touch to line this all up. It might take a little bit through the folks at Yamaha and through the border and everything else, Gosh. but we got to find a Yamaha dealer closest to you in, in America, and they will they will handle it from there. So, Okay. Well, yeah, I didn't know because people were asking me, and I'm like, people play in Australia. There has to be a way to get a bike there. I'm yeah, like, I no. don't think it'll be an issue. <laughs> we The rules, the deep, deep in the fine print, uh, it says that we ship to the closest port in the USA, and the winner is responsible from getting it from there. So we would, you know, the Australian guy would ship it to L.A. and get it on a boat from there. Uh, I don't know if this is okay. known. Does he pay taxes? Do you pay taxes? Who's doing that? He pays taxes. Okay. Yeah, he does all that. Perfect. Um, so, yeah, it, uh, cool, man. YZ450 is coming to you for playing awesome. uh, Pulp Mex Fantasy. And, uh, and we're going to do a draw for another one right now. <sighs> how, how great is that? I might be with you. I might be getting one. Yeah, what if you win? It's going to be awesome. Justin Starling. I'm going to ghost ride it. Stustin. How stoked I'm going to be. Stustin Jarling. <laughs> Stustin. Uh, thanks, man. Thanks, Logan. We'll be in touch, all right? Yeah, thank you guys very much. Take care. All right, thanks, Good job, buddy. man. Appreciate it. Thank you. That's Juicy. the Pulp Max Fantasy winner. Happy I could help him a little bit. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Sounds, like you, sounds like you did. All right, so um, is it time? Are we going to do this? I think it's time. All right. Let's give out a bike. So we are going to give away... <laughs> The uh, Yamaha LCQ Challenge. Nick Schmidt got the forty-four thousand dollars. Was it forty-four? What was it? Yeah. Forty-four something. Forty-four. Yeah. This is. We got twenty prizes, as I said. 
we're not going to bore you people with the 20 draws. Uh, but we do. We'll do the top five here on the show live, including the. No, let's go. Dude, five, here we go. Going nuts here we go. Right let's go five I don't to one. See my heart rate. Five to one. Let's go five to one. Okay. So Except with I'll my do, luck today, is not good. I'll, I'll so tell you when I hit start, and you just tell okay, me when to stop. Explain though your thing. Oh boy. Uh, it just takes all the entries, it takes them all. Whammy. Puts them in a thing, shuffles them up, spits out a winner when I when I hit stop. It stops. No whammies. No whammies. No whammies. <laughs> the ramatizer. So, yeah, so do you get that? And you can win. You can't win on the same ticket twice, but you can win twice. That's correct. If you yes. bought more than one ticket, yes, you're, you know, that ticket is obviously not eligible for more than one prize. But we'll take it out. Oh my yep. god! Um, Wouldn't that piss some people off? Yeah. If I win two, you win one. Be nuts. Just a pulp, um, <laughs> pulp orgy over so here. So just twentieth place, orgy. Cade Clayson signed jersey. Okay. Nineteenth guts guts seat. Okay. Roost the eighteenth roost sticker kit. Seventeenth vortex chain and sprocket. Sixteen maxima racing oil kit. 15 vertex piston kit 14 pro taper bars grips sprocket set with chain mm. 13 firepower oil kit firepower battery chain mm. 12 full firepower kit again with tie downs 11 $250 gift card from folks at decal works 10th rental bars grips sprocket set with chain 9 a wrench rabbit engine kit 8 a complete works connection prize pack 7th prize Atlas neck brace. Sixth price prize, FMF slip-on exhaust. Fifth place. That's going to be tough to get. Complete set of FXR gear. Thanks to the folks at FXR. So uh, let's do this, Marks. We're going to start now. Fifth so place. we're doing fifth place? Fifth place, right. Are you, and so you're going to log all this and, and email yep, me? Yep, 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 uh, All right, so I'll hit start, and you tell me to stop. You're on your Okay, wait, wait. When you Are you going to hit start? I'll say go, okay. and then you wait as long as you want or as well, little time as you want. We will let Mr. FXR here yeah. decide. Okay, here we go. So I can just say stop? Yeah, I'll say start. You wait. And I'll just say whammy when I start. Okay. <laughs> right, you ready? Yep. All right, start. Whammy. All right. Uh, Debbie Daly. Debbie right, Daly. Debbie FX Daly. Come on down. FXR, <laughs> complete set of gear for the Yamaha LCQ Challenge. Thanks to those guys for doing it. Fourth place is a Race Tech Gold Valve Revalve Full Bike Setup. Including performance parts, fluids, and labor. Nice. And this will be Starling. Just uh, tell him when to stop. All right. Start. Juicy. Juicy. Had to go with juicy. Yeah. Guy ran it. Bren Rosenlund. All right, Bren. Nice, nice work. All right, Bren Rosenlund. All right. Thanks for buying a uh, ticket, everybody. Uh, I will do uh, the fly racing. Please set a fly racing gear, (laughs) including Formula CC helmet Mm -hmm. as well. So here we go. Can't do that. No, I can't. Go. Whammy. Yeah. Whammy. Uh, ben Ozowski. Oh, good job, All Ben. All right. right. Ben Ozowski. Second place in the Yamaha LCQ Challenge, a set of generators. Ooh. Ooh. Two new EF2200 V2 generators. Whatever. 2200. 2200? That's how you say it. Uh, I was thinking there was one more zero than 2200, All but there's right. not. <laughs> uh, EF2200 V2 generators. There's a pair of them from the folks at Yamaha. Blue Crew. Kiefer. Yeah. I'm going to go. Yep. Okay. And go. Stop. Michael Olson. All Michael Olson. Right. All right. There Michael we go. Olson. That's Is that a, guy from uh, Florida? Uh, it doesn't, I don't have that. You got two, uh, two 2200s. That's 4,400 watts of power. Okay. <laughs> the guy who won them last year says to me, hey, man, I want to sell these and I need like a receipt. 
Tell them to suck I, it. I, I, just, I just delete. Like, I don't care if you sell them, but dude, I'm it, not, People I'm, are amazing, I'm, I'm not they? giving you a fucking receipt. You just want something and just you like keep fucking comment. peck, peck, peck. I'm just not getting you a fucking receipt. God. Just sell them. That's fine. But, um, all right. Well, Marks, when are you going to do this? Six to 20 draws? Uh, probably after the show's over. Okay. This is it. This is a bike draw. Uh, L show there. Logan got one bike from Pulp Mex Fantasy. This is the other bike. Uh, How Starling? many bikes do you give away a year? Um, five. Jesus. Thank you to Yamaha. Yeah, Yamaha's Yamaha. huge. That's TTR sweet. and four YZs. That's impressive. Right. Yamaha, Blue Crew. They're, they're pretty epic. So when you want to think about buying something, support the Blue Crew guys because they mm-hmm. support the sport, clearly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So, um, Starling, do you want to do this? I'll do that. All right. This is for the 2021 20, Yamaha YZ450F for the Yamaha LCQ Challenge. This is the winner right here. Going with Juicy again. Okay. All right. And we're going. Juicy. Chris Travis Dodd. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Travis, like, Dodd? Oh, Travis Dodd. Dude. Dude. <laughs> Travis Dodd. Congratulations, Travis. We'll be in touch. Thanks for buying a ticket. You win the motorcycle as well. And, uh, yeah, great. Uh, thanks, everybody. I mean, you people, you jerkies, $73,000 wow. for Incredible. privateers. Amazing. Travis Dodd. Yeah. It's great. I'm going to be pissed if Travis Dodd did this the last minute, just like the can last you, yeah, year. Yeah, can you tell? Oh, yeah, I was going to do that. Let me look it up. Yeah. Give me just. I hope uh, to God he started early. Minute. We're going to find out when Travis Dodd bought his <laughs> ticket. The last two winners have been late. Right. The one guy bought it the day before, bought one ticket the day before. Wow. And the last guy, I think, bought a couple days before. So, But we get most of our entries the, the day bef- the couple of days before. So the odds are it will be later, if you know what I mean. Yeah. The odds are. So. How many right. were there? Oh. Twenty dollars over uh, over three thousand. Um, all right, let me filter Travis this. Travis Dodd. What Stand if by. Yeah. Fly Racing, by the way, twenty twenty one line has been improved and expanded. The Fly Racing Zone, Justin Starling here, run and fly. What was your favorite set? Evo. The Evo. Yeah, I really like the Evo. Red. Or blue. I saw you wear the red a lot. Towards the end, yeah. I wore blue a lot. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. Aiden was really upset every time he saw him. How many tickets do you think Travis bought? I, I just really like it. <laughs> FlyRacing.com. Please check them out at your local dealer or favorite e-tailer. Uh, they'll dial you in. Uh, one. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say one. Did he you. buy one? One oh ticket. Oh, my wow. God. On April, on April 28th. Late. Yeah. Fudge. That's not that not, late. Yeah, it's five days ago. That's late. It's still pretty late. Six doing, days ago. You've six been doing days this ago. all year. That's, that's, one I bet ticket. we got more than half of our, our entries after that, though. So it would just, it was if you're listening to this, half. Travis, call in right now. I got to <laughs> quarterback some shit from you. We had a guy from Kentucky who bought one ticket a couple I years ago. I bought two and just nothing. I bought four. You I have a chance between six you, and 20. You six you're right. And, we got to give yep. away more prizes here. Don't worry. Well, yeah, we do have uh, 15 more to give away. So. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So um, thanks to everybody who paid. Uh, thanks to Yamaha. Again, great company, great guys there for all that they do for the sport and for Pulp Mex Fantasy and for this Yamaha LCQ Challenge as well. Lots of money going to privateers and everything else. So great, great guys at Blue Crew. You got to go somewhere or what? No, no. I'm just getting text. Sorry. Uh, Race Tech round of the night. Racetech.com. Uh, Pulp 21 for for uh, to save on motor work or suspension work. Great guys down there. Don't forget the uh, the uh, May 14th and 16th, the Muckoff Justin Brayton shootout presented by Fly Racing and Race Tech guys. Uh, Dunge, Bradshaw, Brayton will be there. Guaranteed minimum pro purse over $8,400. I could have a guaranteed minimum pro purse of $76,000. I'd be there. 
if I did have a race, I would do like weird shit, like weird shit. It would make it entertaining. Like I want you to ride through these tires, and I want you to and then you have Teddy Belusiak show up. I want to have a Colton buddy. Haker. I know. Well, you know that's what we would do. <laughs> um, race tech round of the night. Look, mine is mine is simple. Mine is easy. Mm-hmm. The 250 Supercross class is just a joke. I mean, Thrasher wins two races this year, skips the race because he doesn't want to point out in year one. Do you know how few guys have pointed out in that class, like how hard it is due to injuries mostly? I've got something to this too. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Oh God, it's it, what we talked about earlier. Really? No. Oh. But yet we have guys taking dives on year one of this thing to, to so that they, they can stay down longer. Like, however the class is structured, it's fucked. It's broken. I don't really blame the riders and the teams for this, although it's kind of dumb to me to take a dive in year one. I get year three. Why sign pointing the out. guy if you're going to take a dive? What do you want the guy? What are you signing him for? I, I, I don't know. You tell me. He won two races. It'd be great to see him in that shootout. Yeah. But nope. So if you're Monster and you're Yamaha and you're Thor and you sponsor the star team, they didn't field their best team. They didn't field a two-time race winner at the at the at one of the biggest races of the year, so he couldn't point out. Now, I say this not thinking, knowing that Star, Monster, and Yamaha don't care, and that's the fucking problem, is everybody just doesn't care. It's fucked. It's broken. It's not right, and it should be changed. And to take a dive in year one, I mean, taking a dive in the first place is bad. We got dudes taking dives in Loretta Lynn's to stay in the B class. It's done. They don't race that their happens? last. Yes, they don't race their last motos, so they can stay then in the why B class. Why would you sign up? Dude, it's, I don't it's, understand that. It's absolutely ridiculous, but that's where we're at, and that's what's happening in a sport. And my race tech rant is what a fucking joke it is. So that class is broken. It's a shit show. So they should either make it way more restrictive or wide open. I'm fine with either one. Just change it the way it is. What do you mean more restrictive? Two years and you're out. No matter what. No matter what. All right, we'll, we won't have any riders. Okay. Well, you'll have riders. Teams have to sign riders. Really, really, really class. But, but what I'm saying is... You have two years and you're out no matter what. There was not enough up-and-coming kids coming in to fill the class. I'm not saying that's the I'm – I'm just saying make it more restrictive than what it is. We barely have guys pointing out. Nobody, Christian's been in the class for 10 years. He hasn't pointed out. Troll Train hasn't pointed out. It's really hard to point out. So make it easier – or make it harder – sorry. Make it easier to point out Okay. so that we get some more guys in there and we bump out some of the 450 guys that can't hang, get them out of there or whatever it is. Or – just say, hey, look, it's wide open. You can be a career 250 rider. No problem. Great. You want to ride 250 Supercross? No problem. Go ahead. If you can win and be competitive, you can stay in that class. Just do something. Mm-hmm. Don't leave it as it is. It's a joke. It's my race deck round of the night. four years? Three years of 135 points or four years and you win a title, you're out. See, I don't, like, I don't – why did they pull him? Like I, I don't get that. Well, you could t- have an injury year. Like, I don't, of course, I mean. of course. But they're so. I think the thought process. He would if he would have raced. He would have been over one thirty-five. Yes. Yes. What okay. do you? Have? Oh, they had like one twenty-three. Well, well, it's a possibility. So they were. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so their yeah. thought process. I'm sure you guys already know this. Is like this kid might have a chance to to do something the next two years, right? But if he gets these one thirty-five, he won't be able to race the other two. So they no, sign. Yes, you can race three years. Three years of one thirty-five. So yeah. they bring him up as like, you know, this is your first year, feet wet, top ten guy. All of a sudden, breakout, two wins and a fourth, and they're like, hold, hold on, next year this kid can win everything. So they pull him, and they want to keep him for 
multiple years, or they say he wins it next year. I, I, it's just it's it's, 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 it's a bad know. look for really the sport. On that. Yeah, I agree. When no, guys yeah. aren't racing, it's it's a bad look. Shane McElrath pulled out uh, Daytona to not point. You know, after he raced Daytona, he pulled out because he didn't want to point out. Like it's a terrible look for the series yeah. to as, just have as, guys sitting at home. J Mark, I'm out of here. Last year at Salt right. Lake City, I'm out. I don't want to point out. Like we're a professional sport where the professionals don't line up for every race. Correct. And if you're a sponsor, you're a fan. You're like WTF. As a as a fan, I would love to see the class open, like a 250 class open no matter what. Like, here you go. But as a rider, 250 guy coming in or just a 250 privateer guy, I would hate it because I know I am screwed. But then as a 450 guy, we don't want these kids coming up. It's like there's so many like it's a professional sport. It's yeah. doggy dog, whatever it is. So that's the way it goes. The best in your ultimate way. If it was up to you, you have the keys. What would you do? I would make it lifetime points in 250 class. Be it 500, be it 600, whatever number you want to put on it. You hit those points. Once you're, you're over out. that, no matter what. Well, I would say if you hit the points in the middle of the season, you can stay. What would your points be? Well, 500, 600. I don't know. I think I might have hit the 500 one. Okay, we'll beat it then. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, lifetime points. So if you're Jimmy Dakotas or if you're Chris Howell, we don't want Chris Howell to, to, to quit racing. You know, we want Chris Howell to be in main events, uh, that type of guy. Mm-hmm. But he's never going to score enough to get 600 points. But we need guys like that racing. So those guys can stay in. There's no problem with those type of people staying in that class. Mm-hmm. But if you put a, a point limit, then the elite guys will hit that point and they have to get out. Just do that. Jimmy Dakotas, not you know, not making a lot of points, but kind of a name guy, but you know, top ten dude. He, it's going to take him forever to hit those points, but great, no problem. Did Jimmy Dakotas is last year. Yeah, he did. He can stay in the class. <sighs> so that would be what I would do. But I don't think I don't see how anybody. JT, we did a, a podcast, uh, a review podcast, and JT's like, "Who cares that Thrasher stayed out?" And I'm just like, "That's the attitude," but it's a shitty attitude. Who cares? We just have guys not racing. Well, it's just a shame. Like fans probably are like, "Oh, this kid just won two, right?" And then he's just not there. Yeah. No. No idea. So that's my I race tech round tonight. I honestly don't think it goes that deep. I think we know who he is because we follow the sport. We're core, right? Yeah. I don't think the casual fan are going to remember Nate Thrasher from Atlanta winning. They, they're four, people are four fifty fans. Like they'll watch two fifty. It's on. It's cool. I like that. And oh, cool, Nate Thrasher. Both LCQs but and then win. I think we're so attached to it. It's it's closer to our chest than other fans. I think fans don't give a shit. I think fans watching, they're going to remember if Nate Thrasher's there or not. Do you have a race deck rant? Yeah. Okay. People that complain about the payout. Okay. okay that's good. Like, honestly, like, if you complain, keep complaining about it, go get a job. If you right. want more, like, if that's the situation, just go get a job. That's what it is. You keep coming back to race it. Stop complaining. Yeah. If it's not enough for you, don't sign up and go get a job. Right. Go. Go do something else. Go flip some burgers or whatever. You know, find yeah, something you more. Like, do. go right, do right. something else. Right. If you're going to keep complaining about it, it makes no sense because it's not changing. But me and the media, I can complain about it. It oh. should be more. Yeah, but like, Here, here's that's what, I, what it is. Like, that's yeah, just yeah. what it is. Right. Here's what I think he's trying to say. These riders, and I've seen some of them, woe is me. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is my job. I ain't making dick. This is bullshit. Fucking go get a job. Yeah. Go get a real job. If you don't like it, go. this is what we got. As a writer, you go in. This is what we got. 
know that. Yeah. Enjoy riding your dirt bike. And if you make $250, get 19th in the 250 main, shut up. Yeah. That's what it is. You complaining is not going to do nothing. Yeah. I'm beyond thankful to be able to race a motorcycle and get $4,000 a night. You just, you just got to be, fo- you got to focus on being chiz. I'm trying. Okay. Maybe I need All to right. be Schmidt, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> should should uh, we get more money or should they get more money? Yes. They should, but you crying about it this is my job i'm grinding and i should be getting more dude yeah it's dirt bikes man it is what it is this is what you got go race your dirt bike enjoy it make what you can and if you can't make the purse make up for it by marketing yourself and making some money somewhere else is this your race tech man no but i'm on board with him it could be like kevin moran's like he figured something out to make money elsewhere he's he bitching no no it is what it is that's what we got race or don't Race tech round of the night, Chris Kiefer. Wash your fucking bike, Steve. <laughs> Listen, thank you to Justin for bringing this up while before the show. It's been two we- three, three weeks since you and JT rode a dirt bike. I come here. How's it going, Steve? We're bullshitting, blah, blah, blah. Just, Justin, Justin's, like, Justin's like, did you wash your bike? Silence. Hold on. I'm not done. I'll let you talk in a minute. Uh, yeah, you were at Salt Lake. Yeah. Fine. And, and Atlanta. Oh, hold on. And Atlanta. And Atlanta. You were home for three days. Three days before you left again. Mm-hmm. Three days. I. How many times did you walk by your bike out in the garage dirty? A lot because I was going mountain biking. Thank you. Yeah. Did you wash your mountain bike? No, he doesn't wash those. Oh, yeah. Okay. If I do not wash my bike ASAP when I get home, I, the next morning, washing it. Okay. If I got to go to work the next morning, I'll wash it when I get home. There's a time. You can, it takes 10 minutes. You got all this cool Maxima shit. You can do your thing out in the garage. You can put your classic tunes on in the garage. Enjoy yourself in the garage. Oh, you guys, a Karcher uh, pressure washer. Take the time to take care of the thing that Yamaha gave to you. You're disrespecting your motorcycle sitting out there. Okay. Are you ready? Are you done? I'm ready. Okay. Just going to call a little gentleman here. What? Just going to call a little gentleman here. <laughs> Just, uh, oh, this is, I, I, love to, I love to see it. Love to hear it. Go ahead. All right, here we go. Pulp Mech Show presented by... Uh, juicy. This is going to be juicy. Yeah, suck it. Busy. <laughs> you can't even call someone that's call waiting. What the shit? Right, yes, it's Jagger home, please. Hold right. On, hold on. Hold Jagger's on. busy on the phone. I'm going to uh, text this number to you. Uh, Talon, give him a call. Tell him uh, Pulp Mech Show and uh, see if this gentleman will come on the air. Thank you. I His landline's that. busy, bro. I don't know what. I'm intrigued because I have no idea. So. It, it's probably some one of my buddies or some shit. It's gonna be something stupid. And it's not gonna do nothing to do with me. He's gonna he's something. gonna flip it. Try to flip it, and he can't. It can't be flipped. This is what you do. Uh, just uh, you know, hold on here. We'll we'll see if this gentleman will pick up. And all I'm asking you is just just to wash your bike. It's not that hard. Okay. All right. Well, race tech round of the night. That, is that, is that <laughs> round time? One hour to get everything done. No, it's not even that. It won't even be that. I don't think it'd be that. It I would can be tell you right now. It takes like me an hour and a half to wash my bike. That's a great I job, though. Go deep into detail right. on that thing. Deep, like. Just see if that gentleman will come on the air. He doesn't know we're calling, so this is kind right. of a kind of a kind of a thing. It's the last. Sorry, it didn't work, Steve. What? It didn't work. What didn't work? Whatever you're doing. Oh, you don't know that. You, we'll see. You don't, I know my truth. Oh, God. <laughs> What's been the fallback from that? 
I cannot say that in the house. I will get my ass kicked. Really? Yes. She's really. There was now. There's a Twitter handle called Heather Stopwatch, uh-huh. and he peck 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 pecks, and it's not good. Oh man. Heather blocked the stopwatch. She blocked it. So, I mean, honestly, I feel like, um, I feel like she was kind of getting hammered pretty good by that. Like, yeah, like, and it doesn't help that I keep saying something. Right. Are, are we doing a, a repeat on that? Like a remake? I'm trying to. I'm trying to get Racer X involved. I, the, the time things. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make, a, no. make sense at all. Dude, she didn't have me. I wasn't on board with her the whole thing. Like, I was kind of like, whatever. <laughs> when she did the technique. The shell game. I was completely so I out. So I, I didn't know that either. Yeah, so I listened. I didn't watch the show, yeah. but I, I always, when I'm watching bike, whatever. Oh, and you I watch was, your bike. That's good. Yeah. Didn't even think about that mm-hmm. one. Um, but, yeah, so whatever. And when I was listening to it, uh, actually, Chris Howe was at the house, and he was listening to it as well, and we were both just like, Mm, there's something weird about Fishy. that. Doesn't make sense. No, and especially when he says that he felt slower and you felt faster, but it's two seconds the opposite direction. Right. It's like no, no. that's something <laughs> weird. Poor Heather. Like it, it wasn't good. Um, what were the lap times? Were they pretty long? Eh, it was like a minute, a minute and a half or so something. Not that long. Yeah. Um, yeah. When she started doing this, <laughs> I think she there's lost so all the viewers. There's got to be an app and what's on awesome phone that can is when two. she did that. It's not even registering. Like that's normal. That's fine. Wait, why didn't we have lip pros on? Yeah, it was just backyard. It was just going to be it's like desert. a desert. Ba- high desert. Yeah. It's, it's a soul time. Yeah. You know, I was going to go off soul timing, and it just didn't work out for me. So lit pros next time. Something. First cross box. Something. Something. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Something professional. The my lap pit board thing on the handlebars. Something. You know what else is professional? When you have a busy signal on the other line. That's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, you like that? Are, are we still doing this? Are we still on the race tech rant? Yeah, we're still on the race tech rant. Okay, because I feel like you're stalling out on the show, and then if it was me, you'd say, hurry, hurry, hurry. Yeah, like we, got, we got the show to move along. Uh, back there. I was just hoping you guys would carry the conversation a little bit. You know? oh, I, I just want to drive the point home. Stop. What? We got some videos from your starts that we can play. To fill the time. Oh, you do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, awesome. no, 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 no. I don't think we got through them all. So yeah, let's, let's replay that <laughs> rant real quick. That was right, awesome. Well, the Uncomfortable. Race, the race te- <laughs> it was too much. The race tech rant of the night. Um, we'll see if we can get some answers here, but that's your rant. What is their answers? Is there someone, is your neighbor going to call in and say, yeah, he was out there washing his bike? Like, I don't know what you want. Have you been, in a, motorci- have you been in a motorcycle or a car accident? Did someone or some idiot take you out? You probably have. Oh, uh, yeah. You need to call attorney Arthur Draper. He's a friend of the show. He's a slow moto guy turned attorney. In fact, ambulances chase him now. Arthur takes the time to know the clients and will take time to talk to you personally. Consultations are free. You just need to call. More importantly, Arthur only gets paid if you get paid. There's no risk to you. Help is only a phone call away, and Arthur's got your back. Visit ArthurDraper.com, A-R-T-H-U-R, Draper.com. That's what some of our listeners have used, Arthur, and... Uh, it's paid off for them. So thanks, uh, thanks everybody, for supporting the show that way. Uh, really, really good time to have everybody in. We're going to go to commercial break here shortly. We still want to talk to Justin Starling about uh, his season a little bit, um, some outdoor plans, Chris Kiefer as well. we got a grillyourasshoff.com, uh, one after dark. We got one. We got one, right? I wanna, is that, is that, that one, one of is our good. guys? Oh, it's dark side. Uh, bring him on. Bring, bring him. him to me now. Is he on? What do you dark mean? Dark side. Yo, what up? Pony Pod. Embargo. This is Never Justin Starling, by the way, in case you didn't know. It's embargoed. 
What was that so, all about? Just, just as who? <laughs> I'm like, so I didn't race any outdoors after in 19. Then I went to, well, I decided to go race WW. Go for press day. He comes and interviews me, and he goes, and we have, uh, uh, oh wow, uh, <laughs> and then he just stops it, and I was like, you forget my name, and he was like, yeah. Are you serious? I swear to God. I swear to God. And I sat there, and I didn't really know <laughs> Dark Side too well yet. I'm sitting there, and my first thought is, wow, I probably should have been racing more because I got forgotten about real quick. Oh, my God. And he literally, it was like five to eight seconds of him just going, um. And I literally had to say, like, yeah, Justin Starling. And he was like, yeah, I don't know why I forgot that. I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, I literally just called you by your name like a minute before. Oh, that was riders. the worst part is he literally did just say my name yeah, before. It oh, we got a gentleman part. calling in right hey, away. Hey, uh, we got a gentleman calling in right away, Talon. So let's, uh, oh, God. let's, uh, let's take that gentleman's call if you can, please. Uh, anyway, sorry, sorry, Dark Side. Um, cool. When was that? WWE National 2019. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Dark I love Side. you so much, Dark Side. It's all awesome. Yeah, yeah it's all I won't let them live so it down great. ever. It's that, great. This just, is this is the reasons why people love you, Dark Side. This this kind of shit, I love it. Okay, um, thanks, man. All right, let me get to the phone calls yep. here, Dark Side. Just stay on the line, all right? Um, yep, yep. Uh, Mech Show. This is Alex. <laughs> is this, is this caller Alex? I believe this is this is caller Alex, also known as Peanut. Thank you for calling in, gentlemen. So you are Alex. Just to be clear for everybody, your credentials. Uh, this is a totally, this was not pre, I did not arrange this anything with you, right, Alex, beforehand? No, not at all. Right. Okay. So Alex is a gentleman who works for a factory Yamaha team for Dylan Ferrandis. Oh. Perhaps you're aware of this, gen this gentleman. He's are we going to, are we going this way? Do you, do you recognize his credentials as a, as a top flight mechanic? Yes. I this is who I'm buying the mountain bike from, by the way. This is, oh, that's right. Yeah. You, you bought this, a mountain bike from it. Alex. Not right. yet. I'm paying to, oh, tomorrow. That's Starling, yeah. Alex, by tomorrow. the way. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow. So I'm talking to Justin Starling. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And that's Chris me. Kiefer. And Chris Kiefer's here, too. So, Alex, oh, yep. I don't want to take up too much of your time. You're a very busy man. You just, you know, you're very busy. But, uh. I don't even. I, hold on. Can I predict what no, you're going to fucking no, say? No, you can't. So, Alex, uh, my friend here. Chris Kiefer it. was right here, and uh, his race tech ran of the night was that uh, I don't wash my dirt bike, my Yamaha YZ450 enough. I don't wash it, you know? So okay. uh, I just wanted to, you know, you work on factory Yamahas. You're a mechanic all the time. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, Alex, but you guys are not. It is frowned on here it comes. at the factory level to always wash the motorcycle. Am I correct on that? Oh. I would say you are. Thank you. Like, oh, thank at you. At my Shit. level, yeah. if my bike isn't dirty and I'm riding it the next day, or Dylan's riding it the next day, I don't, haven't rode a dirt bike in years, yeah. I'm not washing it. I'm wiping it down. The yep. controls are clean. Like, going to change the air filter, okay. the oil, the clutch. Yep. Like, I'm not going to wash it if it's not dirty. Thank you very much, Alex. If I appreciate If I appreciate that. Um, Hold on. Let's so. If, if, if a factory mechanic doesn't wash his bike all the time, every single time, don't you think maybe I should follow a factory mechanic's uh, uh, advice here but, as, as a former factory but mechanic? Steve, like, we need to also understand how dirty is your Thank bike. Thank you. L let's put a picture up. On, on break, I will go take a picture of this and we'll okay. post it up. Post it on your Twitter. And we'll see if it's dirty enough for people to wash or not wash. Uh, sure. Absolutely. Post okay. that on Post it on your Instagram or where? where no, we're going to Pulp MX Show Instagram. Oh, okay. Or our, our Twitter. Pulp MX Show Twitter. Yes. All right. Alex, do you have uh, Twitter? 
I do. So you can uh, weigh in on this if you see it. <laughs> but but Alex, okay. it, there's you, you know as you know, Alex and I know. Okay, us two factory mechanics, right? Um, you you, know, you work at the shop now where I once plied my trade, correct? I actually work in your old area. The excellence is probably still there. The aura of excellence is still in that area. I'm sure, Alex. Yeah, maybe. Excor- ignore the oil stains that are everywhere from me trying to no, work on everywhere. Floor. Right. So, yeah. Alex, just, you know, again, thank you for picking up. I just wanted to make sure that, you know, you and I are on the same wavelength. Can I get a moment with Alex? These these, these machines are, they have a lot of electronics on Sounds them. Gay. They have a lot of stuff going on, and it's not nice to spray water in them unnecessarily. Correct? That is correct. Thank like you. The fuel injection these days, like, it's not, like, we don't have problems, but it's not worth taking the risk if Absolutely. the bike is dirty. Like, send me oh a picture God. of the radiator. Like, Absolutely. if your radiators are plugged, you need to wash your bike. Yeah, they're not, if though. the bike is dusty, you're not going to no, wash No, the bike is fine. So thank you, Alex. I agree. I just don't want to have any issues with spraying of the carcher pressure washer inside of those delicate I just think it depends internals. on how dirty your bike is. So, Kiefer, Honestly, like Supercross, I will go a couple days. Kiefer, Alex, Alex is waiting. Alex, listen. You ha- I know you, you, say, you say you don't you don't ride much anymore, but at some point no. you've you've had to erode your motorcycle, a motorcycle, correct? All the time, yeah. Uh, okay. So at that time, when you purchased your own motorcycle, you're taking care of it. It's your hard-earned money. You went to your local motocross track. You had morning practice. You did your deal. They watered it for you, the track, that is. And you come home, and yeah. there is mud on your bike. Are you going to install it in your garage and keep it there for three and a half weeks? Or at some point, are you going to fucking wash your motorcycle? In that situation, I'm going to wash my motorcycle. Mm-hmm. I just, Alex, I don't want to take any chances. Just like you with Dylan Ferrandez's bike. I don't want to, uh, you know, take any chances. I love that he had to came, come back to this. That is so. true. I mean, last year, the, the team owner would uh, give me crap every weekend because between the motos, I would only wash, like, the wheels, the chain, the foot peg, and if the radiators needed it, right. I would wash them out. But other than that, he said my bike got dirtier and dirtier and, every weekend just because I didn't want to chance And this it. is a championship-winning mechanic on the line right now, something I was never able to he do. He does but know I, his stuff. He knows his stuff, and I just want to follow his advice, Chris. That's it. <sighs> Alex, you should have left that phone busy. Should have left it with that busy. Uh, no, it wasn't out. The phone, the busy, the busy <laughs> signal was uh, Justin Cooper's guy. Oh, okay. Because he listens to the show. Uh, I figured Alex was too cool uh, to listen to the show. So, I, I, Alex, you were my second I'm, choice. So, I am not too cool to listen to the show, but. But I was busy at dinner, and I just got home, so you caught me at the right time. All right. Well, listen, I don't want to take up too much of your time, Alex, because, you know, you and your lovely wife, you bought her some wheels for her birthday. It was very classy of you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I had to. I uh, had no choice. Darkside, you there? Yeah. What do you think, Darkside? Makes perfect sense to me, huh? Factory mechanic talking. Dude, you got to wash your bike when you're done riding, man. Thank you. All right, Darkside, you got to go. But- but Steve, I didn't know Steve, that's why you wanted Jelly's uh, Did Keeper say it's been three and a half weeks? Yes. Well, okay, but only three days of those I was at home. As you know, you're a very busy guy like I am, so I wasn't home okay. for those times. Hold on, Alex. He was home today, so that's four days total. <laughs> four days total. Didn't wash his bike. If it's muddy, you should have washed it. It's but not if it's just dusty. It's not muddy. Where are you going? He's going. To well, take a on commercial, we can take a po- we can do it on he commercial. Can't wait. He can't, he can't wait. wait. No. Well, he's gone. Ah, this has been eating at him since I got here. Well, Alex, uh, thank you for your, your, uh, your calm and rational advice on this. I, I really appreciate it. I feel like my friend here, Absolutely. Chris, was a little harsh on me for this. So I feel like you know, I feel like I, I got, I got the words of a factory mechanic, and so that's all I needed to do. 
I'm glad I can help you out. Thank you very much, buddy. I appreciate it. Thanks. Talk to you tomorrow. All right. Talk to you later. See ya. That's Alex Campbell, everybody, who completely shot down Chris Kiefer's race deck rent. Can I see the photo? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, Chiz tweeted us six minutes ago. He said, next year I might Wash just it. get fifth in every LCQ. <laughs> hey, Chiz, please, can you please imagine do. a slow Chiz out there, right? It's unchiz like. Yeah, dark side. Uh, how do you how do you how, how do you feel about this, Kiefer? Okay, now that you got destroyed on that rant. No, your bikes. <laughs> you need to wash it. Um, so Cade's Cade's wheels—they're yeah. hideous, right? Horrible. I was in the press box, you know, laughing at them with JT. Right. <laughs> I could only imagine what JT was. Saying. Right, right. We were all were. We all were just. We we were disgusted. So I hit up uh, A-Ray on his Instagram and said, at least you don't have apricot-colored wheels. You know? (laughs) Darkseid chimes in, I told Cade Clayson this was coming. (laughs) Like, hey, Cade, it's Pony. They're going to make fun of your wheels. Like, Darkseid, why are you doing that? Why would you, like, why do you want to be like a hero and and be like, oh, they're talking about your wheels? first one to know it. Yeah, Darkseid. Why do you got to do like that? Be like that. He knew knew it was coming as soon as he... I told him before you said that you're, they're going to make fun of you for those colors. Well, how did you know, know that? Because I know you. Look at you should have heard us ride us on the gate. There's, if you're dark, dark side, you're in the they're circle. An odd color, man. I knew he was going. Yeah, know, but you, you don't, don't got to be general. texting Kate. Hey, Kate, it's Pony. The, the guy, they're going to make fun of your wheels. <laughs> be ready. No, you know. He already there. knew I that. I was standing there when he got the wheels when he first saw him. I was in the in the tent. When uh, the team owner brought the wheels to him, and I was like, "Oh shit, they're gonna make fun of you for this." Steve, was Sean, that, Brennan, was that... Sean Brennan might be interested to hear that you were underneath the tent. <laughs> mm-hmm. Steve, mm-hmm. Uh, that conversation you had with Weege, JT, was that an embargoed information? Oh, but the wheels? Yes. Oh uh, well, Weege wasn't there, but yeah, yeah, you like to think it was embargoed for yeah, sure. You like okay. to think it was in a circle of trust. Yep. Uh, somehow, some way, Dark Side seems to break embargoes. Yeah, lately. he does. So, <laughs> yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. Hot off the press. So, uh, Matt Winters just texted me, which is um, Colts guy, and he he says, "Watch the bike." Yeah. Alex Campbell. Who, I, uh, who, Alex Campbell. I mean, he's got an outdoor title. He's got an outdoor title. I'm going to put it up on I screen. Please, soon. I, that, I hope that, you're that, it up there. Matt Winters doesn't have. It's coming up on the screen soon. Will it hey, be up on this one? Cross title, though. Oh, no, I don't think it will be. Well, oh, so does Ferrandis though. Ferrandis got two. Look at. Look at. I'm just following factory Yamaha's. I'm gonna be honest. Orders. My biggest pet peeve is literally the tires being dirty. But let's 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 really. I mean, you just what's the reason? Just give me a reason besides this reason. I don't want my electronics to. You know, I want my bike to be. <laughs> what's a real you know, reason? That's, You're sticking that's with it. it. That's yeah, it. That's it. Okay, hundred yeah. percent. Dark side. You see how he's going to just taking it to the grave with him. That's how you got to do these uh, upstairs like little things that these guys are talking about. Just go to the grave with it. The, like the fly embargoes and stuff? Yes, yeah. all that. Just go to the grave. All right, got to be honest. Matt actually said, don't wash it. Oh, thank you. Oh, so now you're, you're a liar, right. and you, you so now you're <laughs> now you're a liar and a, and a spy. All right, cool. Right on, Dark Side. Uh, Unbelievable. 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 Listen, listen I, I yeah. just, I, I, I'm, I, my bike's fine. It okay. works great. Yep. I don't need to. Uh, I just don't like tracking dirt in the garage either. Well, I don't really care about that. I sweep it out every once in a while. <laughs> well, you tomorrow, you probably will wash it now then, right? Tomorrow? No, I won't oh, wash he's it. He's now for I, sure I'm on not every other it. ride. I told you that a long time ago. When will you ride again? I think I might ride this weekend. Okay. I'm home this weekend. Uh, Western built a 12-pack 
Loretta Lynn's 12 pack of whoops. Really? Uh, like, not whoops, but like rollers. moguls, but yeah. rollers. Waves? Like jump ones or wheel I don't ones? know, bro. <laughs> Probably for me, I'll jump four, four, four. He's going to go Marvin in him. Wheel tap. Wheel yeah, tap four. Five yeah, in. Not, 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 <laughs> right? Whatever it takes. So yeah. I might go riding this weekend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mark's, just, Mark's just put a picture of the bike up in the garage. And? And it's muddy as shit. Thank it you. Looks pretty, it looks uh, pretty it's, muddy. It's pretty bad. Yep. Can't wait to see this poll. I mean, like a fart in church. Oh, well, listen, oh. I, listen. All I'll just be like this to all of you people because I'm doing a factory mechanic says to do. Mm. I bet you, if the factory mechanic is going to see this photo, he will vote wash. He will not do that. Nothing <laughs> of the sort. He he will agree with me because we are elite factory you mechanics. Alex sees it. And votes <laughs> yes. That's all. That's this. You're a great dude. You're one of my. You're one of my great friends. Seventy-four thousand dollars we gave yes. away to privateers. You're one of my great friends, but yeah. there's just certain things that blow my mind about you. Really? Because that's the same way for me for you. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Close hey, it off. <laughs> hey, what does a dick feel like inside of you? <laughs> like you ask that question. You, I wouldn't. That is so fucking bizarre to me. Really? Yeah. Let me call a factory mechanic. And see what <laughs> <laughs> He's hey, like, wait, hold on. Goose? Let me call someone. Is this Goose? <laughs> I got to call. Talent, call this guy. Hold on. He has a... Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so things about you. You kiss my wife on her lips. That's a friend thing. You kiss my <laughs> wife on the lips. I don't know, dude. You... That's... I, I'm not into that. We already talked about this. Everyone here thinks that's weird. It's weird. That is a loving thing. That has nothing to do with washing weird. a bike. Dark side? Is that not a super Yo. weird thing that Kiefer does? It's unusual. I'll give him. I'll give you that one. I don't know if I'd go. It, well, it's a little weird. Yeah, it's weird. So there we go. So there's things about You're, you that uh, I've seen dirty bikes in your garage. I've oh seen it. Oh my god! What? When? I don't know. I've seen it. I feel like I've seen it. No, you you fucking out. So you <laughs> feel like you've he's seen. like I don't know. Maybe no. Maybe. I really. I, I feel like I have. If but. you have seen a dirty bike, it's because you came that evening when I just got home. Oh, okay. All right. Kiefer, do you wash the bikes or do you have like Vaj or no, no, yes, yeah, Vaj and no. Greg and fucking everybody else comes over. <laughs> like God. they, they weed whack and then they wash his bikes. I like how my rant turns up. It's like flipped. Like it's coming after me now. Does Aiden wash his own bikes? Yes, Good Aiden washes it? my bike. It's either me or Aiden washing the machines. That's it. All right. And yeah. ain't no one else wash well, them. And, I, the, and Aiden's rule is, when we get home. You can have a snack, you can eat, but then immediately you go out and bust your ass and wash your bike up, and then bring it back in, dry it off. Thank God for heroes like Alex Campbell, Dylan Ferrandez, his guy. Bike guy, coming in hot. It's all right, that's fine. Twitter will tell us the truth. Oh yeah, I believe Twitter. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. sure. What else? Dark side. What else happening? Wrap up show uh, Wednesday night. A Ray and Jericho. Oh my God, that'll, that'll be, be good. good. Yeah. yeah, those two will just go at it. Yeah, it's going to be fun. That was Jericho's idea to put that together, and A-Ray was all in. So, yeah. Uh, Sam is on line five. He agrees with me. Sam, what's going on? You agree with my bike wash? <laughs> You're a dick. Uh, yeah. yeah, what's up? Uh, what's going on? I do agree with the bike wash. My dad's a mechanic. He's been a mechanic yep. for 40 years. And he always told me, he's like, don't ever pressure wash your bike. or mm-hmm. even like pressure washing your engine bay, you know? It's a lot of You can never be too careful. Nope. Yeah, so he's like, don't ever do that, you know, get a hose if anything, just kind of spray it down a little bit if you're going to wash it, but never just directly spray at the engine. So. Thank you, Sam. Well, we Thank understand you. that I, I you agree. can't directly spray at the engine. I get it, okay? Yeah, I, don't, I don't do that. But look at this on what screen. Oh, here we go. That is That's bad. That's fine. What's wrong with that? That is not fine. That's, look at that. To me, that's pretty bad. 
Look at that muffler. Uh, that, that's impressive. That, that's uh, that's from your guy. That's from your <laughs> world vet guy. So uh, yeah, I mean, so we, is this up on a pole? Is this? Are we running this? That is muddy, oh. dude. That's I didn't. That's do dirty. Not, that's I'm, dirty. I'm cleaning that. Look what? at the rims. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, you can't get on Twitter. I, I'm on Twitter now, but I don't that off have drive. that photo. Nothing. Can we, like, yeah, I'll send it to him. Okay. All right. Thank you. It All almost right, looks like he. A, it almost how, looks like he wiped it down. We're gonna put Do a you pole. at least change your filter every ride. No, uh, every couple of rides. It does. It's fine, dude. It's it, it's not that muddy. <laughs> uh, it's a blue crew. It's up high. <laughs> Doesn't suck dirt. It's an angel. It's an <laughs> angel bike. Oh my god. Uh, all right. So yeah. <laughs> it's an angel bike. There we go, folks. Uh, all right, uh, Dark Side. Did you enjoy Salt Lake City? Yeah, that's cool. Cool city. First time there. Did uh, you? It was, it was hey, a lot of fun. hey. So he Dark Side hits up Pony hits up uh, Cade. I'm uh-huh. going to Salt Lake. Okay. Kate's like, yeah, man, cool. You can stay with me. Darkseid's like, cool. He gets there. Yeah, sorry, man. I rented the room out. Oh, that's a but, dick move. Dude, it was before I, I think. I think his rims were there. I think his rims had the extra room. <laughs> 24K <laughs> yeah, was visiting? It wasn't that last minute, but it was a couple weeks out. I hit him up. And he yeah. Said, yeah. I already gave it to somebody. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Cade. Great great work. Wow. He's yeah. really a cool bro, Cade. Yeah. That Cade. Poor pony. Wow. Spending all that man, money on that gold. You guys love throwing people under the bus and just... So Damn. did you just wrap yourself in your pony at night to stay warm? <laughs> yeah, I was on the street outside. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Do you talk to your pony? Hello, hi. Did you go? Did you go mountain biking or anything? Did you do anything? No, I wasn't there long enough. Yeah, Friday morning and out Sunday. How was your chick with your leaving for the race? Mm, she doesn't love it. She's not thrilled. Hey, uh, are you coming out she to ride me, Dark Side? Yeah, I'm working on that. I'll, um, might be a month or so. Yep. Yeah, I want to come out. Darkside's yep. gonna come out and ride, unlike your ass. He's coming to California. Yep. What's he gonna ride? I have bikes for him. Oh wow. Yeah. I thought th- I thought we had decided Darkside couldn't ride anymore. He was crashing too much and hurting Brad himself. Well, he bike. said you that, and that. I said that. I said that that won't last. Okay. Because that's the no, initial I didn't say reaction. That either. No, you did Steve say said that. that. I just said that for a little while. Like I needed, I needed a little while, and then I'm good now. You were on the oh, show shit. one time. Damon Bradshaw's bike. I just fucked up. <laughs> what a dick! Yeah, fucking <laughs> believe I did that. That's he great. played that on the wrap up show too. <laughs> yeah, we were talking great. about it. That's, 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 Thank you. That's all timer. Uh, um. Well, yeah, dark side. It was uh, good to see you in Salt Lake City. So maybe if you come out for chances the ride, the ride day, you can you can come up here and host a show. Dark side, Ooh. co-host it. I like the, I like the. Uh, I there like you the go. You can kill two two birds with one stone. Keeper uh, Pookie says Pookie tells me Saturday night I can come anytime. Just show up, I can come. What uh, do you think? Good luck with that, bro. Yeah, that, yeah that exactly. Ain't yeah. Good luck with that. She's I just, will yeah. say there is one rule I must have: you come and and ride with me. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm in. Uh, you have to wear FXR. No, oh, I'm no, out. no, he's out. No, no, he's fly. He's fly for life. There's nothing. No ink. Yep. There's no ink. Yeah, there is. There's an ink deal with. Yeah, there's ink over there. Yeah, and there's, oh. a, there's a paycheck involved. There's, All right. Well, then you can wear. Away. You can wear fly then. There's okay. a paycheck involved. All right. So fine. fly, fly, dark side, fly. Marks fly. Oh yeah. We got Lee in the corner. Talon's FXR. He's Lee. No, he's FXR. What? Hey, FXR sponsors some of these stuff, and those guys are cool. So, they I mean, are cool. That would be my second choice. Yeah, they are cool. Uh, all right, dark side. Anything else? That's it, guys. My Enjoy ass. the show. Thanks. All right. Thanks for calling in. See you, bud. See you, Dark Side. All right. That's the Pony Pod, everybody. The wrap-up show, A-Ray, Jericho, this uh, Wednesday night. All right. Let's go to our last commercial break of the night. We'll come back. We'll talk some more Supercross with Starling. Chris Kiefer, we got the Tweet at Talon segment as well. Much more going on when we come back after this break.
Those who love motocross know Motosport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motosport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on motosport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at motosport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Max Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com Visit your local dealer or online retailer and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with the right sprocket and chain kit for your bike. With more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex EK has more gearing than your garage has room for. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Star Racing Yamaha and Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandis and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, orange, silver, and Kawasaki green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will be. Call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559. And mention promo code PULPMX2021 and get the best deal on your next order. 
FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about race tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Racetech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Racetech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Racetech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or as Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and... <laughs> Your oil rebuilt in your, your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you when you call. You can save on the service. You can save save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Hey, Pulp Nation, Andy from Guts Racing. We are the leaders in seat technology. We feel like for any need that you have with your seat, we've got you covered. For 2021, we're going to be adding more colors to our, our product line, and we're going to be adding more merchandise to our product line. Also new for 2021, We've expanded our distribution through motorsportoutlet.com. So please support the people that support Pulp, support Guts Racing, and also support motorsport.com. Hope to see you guys at the track soon. Once again, this is Andy Gregg from Guts Racing. Thanks again to Pulp Nation for all the support. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. 
expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati. Today, Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys and wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. Our guys at Works Connection have always been there for the Pulp MX show, and they're there for you as well. Uh, they're just as passionate and as dedicated to the sport as you are. For over 30 years, Works Connection has been designing and producing innovative products like the Pro Launch Start Device, the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch, Elite Axle Blocks, and much, much more. You'll find Works Connection products on AMA Pro Riders bikes under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, Smart Top Honda, as well as top teams and privateers alike. The best part of this deal is Pulp MX20 code saves you money at worksconnection.com. Stop by your local outlet and check out the new lineup of Works Connection products for 2021. I've got the perch on my bike. I've got the engine plugs. I absolutely love it. Great product. I've got the uh, start device as well, which helped me in one moto at the World Vet Championships and one moto. Not so much. Worksconnection.com. Pulp MX20 is the code to save. Please check them out. All new. 2021 products now available. Thanks for listening.
Welcome back, everybody. Paul Metro, presented by Motorsport.com. Fly Racing and Decal Works. Chris Kiefer. Oh, hold on. Hold on. There you go. What? That's a great song. I am not a Pink Floyd guy, but this song is really I, I am. Uh, I am on board also. I'm not a Pink Floyd guy either, but uh, I do like that song. That was actually one of the main guys that Pink Floyd left the band, and that was the other guy's song. So that wasn't like peak oh, really? Pink Floyd. This was later. Yeah, way later. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Justin Starling here as well. Couple of silly season news. Uh, it looks like Aaron Plessinger is going to Red Bull KTM. He uh, nothing's official, of course, but that's the rumors in the streets. So, right. thoughts on that, Justin? I think it's a good move for him. I mean, sometimes a change is good. He's been with Star for t- since he turned pro, I think. So, I, I think that's probably the best team you can possibly go to, and he's coming up pretty good this year. Like he definitely turned it around. Yep. So, yeah, if it's me, I think that's the best move you can possibly make. And if that option's on the table, you don't even second-guess it. Uh, we haven't even talked about that, but, like, Plessinger's going to be great outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. You know? What do you think of the move to KTM? Uh, I think it makes sense. He, uh, obviously, championship-winning bike. He's friends with Cooper. He's tight. Um, I feel like uh, at some point he's probably already ridden that bike, I'm sure. And uh-huh. so he kind of knows what it's about. I'm sure Cooper has filled him in. Um I think he's going to do really well over there. Does that mean he goes to Alden's? Yeah, I would guess. I think that contract's up, too. Like, whether KTM and Husky go with Alden again. Okay. So that's up from what I hear about being exclusive. So okay. that's I guess that's to be t- determined. I would think so. Um, Anderson to star, Yamaha? I didn't know anything about that until I saw you tweet something kind of like hinting towards that. Uh-huh. Um, I never would have guessed that ever, to be honest with you. I would have figured for sure either he stays where he's at or right. he goes to whatever Hewitt's doing. Right. But I don't think the Hewitt thing's official, right, or, or at all done, right? I mean, I've just heard rumors yeah. of him trying. Right, I don't know. Right. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I don't have any concrete thing yeah, that it's me, actually I happening. Have, you would have way more than I do. Right. Uh, man, I think Anderson, ah, dude, I, I think he's going to be really good on a Yamaha, honestly. I think it, um, the way he rides, it fits that kind of a, that bike fits that kind of a dude. Um, so it'd be interesting to see. Like, I'm excited to see how you will do. He's been on the Husky, Husky team for a long time. So, uh, yeah, good for Star. I think that's a great move. They got a good good rider. If they lose AP, they need someone to kind of fill that that void. I know Ferrandis will be good, and the Mookie thing is is in limbo for next year. Who knows what that's going to do? So maybe right. they they don't bring him back. So then they have Ferrandis and Anderson only. That's a volatile that, team. What uh, did you see Anderson when Barsha this weekend and Anderson and Ferrandis? Did you see Ferrandis pun him? Oh yeah, that's you know where that's from. Yeah, from back in yeah whatever that race it was. Right. Yeah. That's what what happens to McElrath? Great question. I don't know. Because you said so that team's not coming back. I, it doesn't I, look that's like that's what it, I heard. But look at like well, Tony's but, post. It doesn't look like they're. Well, what did Tony say? Well, just his post. It looked like it's like a farewell. Oh really? Like yeah, I heard that they're arena cross only next I, I, year. That's what I heard, but then Tony what? was asking me, what did I hear it from? But I thought I that heard. was Phoenix's deal for Honda. Uh, yeah, I heard the 800 and Freeze are going to go race arena cross. Okay, okay, that, would, that would make sense. For Freeze would – that's great. For that w- I'll watch it. Yeah. That could be – honestly, though, like like that could just be something where the end of the – it's been a frustrating year for them. You know, they had success with Brayton. They had success with Mookie. It's been frustrating for those guys. McElroy's raced twice. None of those guys have that's done very four well. four riders without a ride. Right. That could be just end-of-the-year frustrations. Like, ah, we're going to Arena Cross. But come January, Mike Genova will be back. You know? I can't see him going away. Like, that one kind I of – I can. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's expensive, man. Yeah, yeah I, I think he just he's, loves uh, it. You know, 
then think, again, money can go right. out, you know, yeah. They might have a chip on their shoulder. I mean, they've done, Mike and Tony have done a lot for a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've given guys rides. They've given guys chances. I know the bike is really good. It's capable of doing really well. Um, it's just tough to get that quality of rider on that team, I think, even though that team is pretty solid. Um, I mean, Freeze is doing all the development for next year. It's nothing about Freeze. There's a lot of hate comms on Freeze, but I feel like, dude, that dude is a good rider, man. Like, He's unbelievable. Maybe hit up uh, like fast. He's good. Top hit 10. up your buddy JT there works at Fly Racing. He doesn't like him? No. Nothing he does, JT likes. No, dude, Freeze really? is impressive. Like, I know people say you're in the way, you're getting lapped, you suck, but the dude. He's in every main. His speed is good. He's 10th to 11th all yeah. the time in there. And that 10th to 11th is still a gnarly dude. He fights dude. you like crazy to stay in the position he's at. And that's, right. and because he's not as good as the guys he's fighting with, people get mad. And that makes no sense to me. To me, he's just that next level above Chiz. Right. Yeah. You need to Dude's be Chiz. You'd be more like Chiz. Yamaha. Maybe you should get off steel frame. Look her. Hmm. Yeah. yeah I, you got more pull than I do. thought you guys were working on something. Yeah, thought we were working on something. Well, I was thinking more for outdoors. What we're working yeah. on for outdoors? Yeah, I mean, that's three oh. weeks away. So. I know. I'm working on it. Yeah. Give me your hand. Yeah. Um, so I, I just hear that. Right. They, I've heard, too. I didn't even know you knew this, but I heard they also go into Arena Cross on a different shade of red. That's oh, okay. I, I didn't hear that. Yeah, yeah see, this is yeah. all news to oh, me. Yeah. yeah but I got nothing on that. Well, look, at Honda, Bobby Hewitt wants to ride Hondas, or so, or Honda wants him, or like something along that line. So. Chaparral Honda, Phoenix Honda, Moto Concepts Honda, and Honda Honda. I don't see there being room for another Honda team. That's with a Bobby lot of Hewitt. Hondas. Right. Plus factory Honda. Right. Like that's. Mm. They're gonna yeah. get. Uh, well, I'm not gonna. Someone's say gonna be buying what? bikes. I'm not gonna say anything. About what? I'm good. Waffle, waffle, waffle. Something's gonna change in the Honda realm. Oh. Someone's gonna be gone. Someone's coming. That's what I think. Oh, okay. So. Um, well, from what I've heard, Bobby. Wants to get Hunter and Jason on Hondas. Hunter Hewitt. <laughs> Hunter Lawrence. That's the first thing Along I thought of, like, to be honest with you. That's literally the first Along I with was RJ, like, wow. maybe. Maybe get RJ over there. His deal's up. But then I heard the Rockstar guys were re-signing uh, Jalik. So, I don't know. It I like also heard uh, Scuba's bailing. Really? That's what I heard. Okay. Is he going to Hewitt? That's what I heard. Wow, so that team might actually assemble some so, something big. Interesting to see. And, of course, the Rockstar deal is up, right? So... They're, Osborne is re-signed for two more years. So, either way, with or without Rockstar, Hussey's going racing. And I, and I, when what I've gathered too is that Zach's not going to do the off-road thing after he's done. No, no, just going to be like, he's going to join Shorty in the dunes. Maybe who knows, right? <laughs> Go sit in Dubai trying to get water out of his tank or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Poor Shorty. Uh, Justin Starling here on the show tonight, uh, uh, and also Chris Kiefer as well. Uh, thanks to those guys for coming. Starling brought to you by the folks at Skosh, and Kiefer brought to you by. Um, Did I get one of those boom bottle things. No, you get some art of sport. I thought it was Damn. pretty cool that Don was represented by Ride Engineering last week. Though. That was yeah, you like that? I like that. That was actually really. Funny. I didn't think about that till Don was like, "Say it, say it," and I'm like. What's, and then I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. He has the biggest spoon of all. Don. He, yeah. He loves it. Loves it. He loves it. Uh, all right. Um, what else we got to co- cover here on my list? Um, Beaches. Yep. Got that. Beaches. 2022 got, plans. Beaches. Beaches. Justin got it. Should I just here. go train with him? Why you, not? You need to figure something out. guys. Does he even train? Does Chiz even train? No. That dude literally just goes out and does 40s. Okay. On a yeah, track. I, the, 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 I don't see Chiz because he's renovating houses. And, it, and like when he's going, it's not like he's going crazy fast, but he just does the same I thing. I just feel and like it's so good. That age, 
You just ride your dirt bike. Yeah. That's, that's the best no, thing I'm you can do. No, I'm not kidding you. Like, the dude will just go out there and just no, do red, 40s. Red Dog Red dog by the end was just dirt bike riding. Yeah. He was doing some bicycle work in the offseason, but basically just riding his dirt bike. Ride your dirt bike. Yeah. He just has, like, so much, I don't know, it's not confidence, but, like, he just knows how to race. Like, you watch his practice and everything, and, like, I think I was faster than 15 out of the 17 rounds yeah. in practice. But, dude, the gate drops, and after two laps, he's a different guy. He just takes off. Mm-hmm. Uh, motorsport.com tweet at Talon segment. Let's do this. The motorsport.com guys on board with us. This is a great segment. Let's do it. No, that's my mom. It's the motorsport.com tweets at Talon segment. No. Motorsport.com. Those who ride dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs know motorsport is the best place for OEM and aftermarket parts. Riding gear and accessories are dedicated team of gearheads have the knowledge and expertise to help get your ride working at peak performance and help you look looking good too. OEM parts, aftermarket parts, uh, they got it all over there. Free shipping over anything over 79 bucks. Go through the banner on pulpamex.com or pulpamexshow.com. It would really help us out. And uh, we'll get a small slice of that. There's a lot of Pulpamex Show specials on there as well. And, uh, yeah, so thanks to those guys for, for helping us out. Poon what the fuck? They're really great guys. Yeah, they might even have Poon Tunes uh, over there at motorsport.com. All right, these questions just submitted to at Show. Starling and Kiefer on their phones, but let's get this started, everybody. From Jay Owens, 283, since we're kind of on topic. Everyone keeps talking about the swap of AP and JA, uh, but AP is going to KTM. Where and who, I don't know why the where's in there, who is going to take the 21's Husky? Yeah, good Anderson question. Spot. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe Dino, like, not, you know, just they, they stick with Dino and Zach. Does Gascast go to guys as well? I don't think so. One. I think they go bar shit. Maybe they're another out of 250 guy. But. So maybe they just swap that third spot at Husky over to KTM and. Yeah. Someone, too. someone downsizes. So. Yep. All right. Yeah, I bet Husky goes too. From Smorsky 281. Kiefer, Webb won a race. He didn't need to win at all and, and won the championship. On the last lap, he didn't do a single knack knack or can can, heel clicker, whip, nothing. Why so serious? Uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't have a comment on that. I don't know. I feel like he, uh, when you, I don't know. Honestly, I can't just say because maybe you're just thinking about the championship because obviously you don't give a shit because he's there for the win. So uh, it's just not Coop's style, man. Coop's not a big flashy guy. So We don't have any of those guys anymore. I mean, that used to be knack-knacks and whips and just nothing. We got nothing. Dungeon RV ruined it for it everybody. Kind of, he's it, a racer. I just think everything, it kind of fizzled out. I think he, the reason why that is is because you see so much gnarly shit with – Axel and dudes doing flips and all these crazy things that we see on social media on these YouTube channels. Like, what is a Supercross racer going to do that's going to be sick? They probably feel like, dude, it's going to look lame. Why even do anything? All right. From AC's Footpeg, who had the best bike toss over the weekend, Hunter, Lu- Hunter Lawrence or Stu Baylor? I didn't see Stu. Stu won again, though. Do you see that? Stu goes his bike all the time almost, though, doesn't Does he? he? Yeah, if he wins. Yeah. That's his fist pump. Right, I don't. I don't like it. I, I tweeted. I was in a shit storm on Twitter on Saturday night, and Hunter even texted me about it because mm-hmm. I guess he was getting tagged and stuff or whatever. I was. I saw his tweet his stuff. to you. Right, I don't like it. I don't. I like. I again to reiterate, like the blowing up the bikes thing is ridiculous. If you want to do a burnout after a win, I'm fine with that. That's cool. Like whatever. Hey, look at the burnout. It's the guys that you know are trying to blow it up, like just trying to fucking blow their bikes up. It's stupid. It's the stupidest thing ever. Not to mention it's dangerous 
tire blows. Rod goes through the cases. God knows what could happen, right? Right. So it's ridiculous. A burnout, fine. Yeah, cool. Right on. At some point, a burnout becomes stupid. So whatever point that is, stop. The throwing of the bikes, I don't get either. Like, you, you're super stoked. You just won. I get it. You can put your bike down and raise your arms up. Like, like that's cool. I'm fine with that. But when you're ghost riding it or sending it or whatever, I mean, Josh Grant threw his bike down after he won the first moto at a national. Uh, yeah, you got 30 minutes to get back to, to before you got a moto two. You know what I mean? Like, you just fucking possibly made your mechanic's life a lot harder. Right. And for the, the guys who ghost ride and stuff like, like Hunter did, like, I don't get it, man. The bike just treated you very well. It worked great. It, it won you a race. It helped you win a race. Helped you win a race. And then that's how you're going to just send it and just throw it down like it's a piece of shit. Like, I don't like that. It's like the whole thing with, like, a horse race. And I've gone through this before. A horse wins you a race. Do you shoot it right after? <laughs> hey, we just won the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> right? Like you, like, like, you don't do that. And you don't send it. You don't send a motorcycle to the moon. Right. I just don't like it. Now, right. having said that, like... It's my opinion. It doesn't make it right. If you have a different opinion, that's cool. Do any of you gentlemen in the room have a different opinion? Yes. It doesn't bother me, but I'm not yeah. as strongly opinionated yeah. as you are. I'm fine with that. Like it's cool to have a different opinion. I'm a privateer, so I can't even consider throwing my bike. Right. I don't even like leaning my bike against the wall because I don't want it to rip a grip or something. Yeah, I, I don't. I understand you won the race, or you, in Hunter's case, he got third, but he rode great. I just I think he was I don't excited though because he. Podium That's, with his brother, yeah. and then he also just got second in the points, which means he just got to raise like it's all those things. Yeah. I think it might have just bunched up, and he just didn't. Was just, just like just uh, put the bike down. You don't need to send Muskman, it. Muskman you did that. Ghost after he won, just laid it over. Right. You yeah. don't need. To, you know, just stop with it and stop trying to blow the fucking bike up. Tomato, tomato. Okay. Yeah, all I right. don't think there's a, a wrong or a right there. No, listen, it's just my opinion. Well, it's I thought just, you know I, it was funny because after the race was over on Saturday night, I told Aiden, "Hey, good night," and I go, I really "We're care. gonna wake up tomorrow morning with all kinds of burnout videos all over our social media." Right. And there was. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I left before that could happen. From the voice of the drunken people. Yeah, we race Ryder D. We'll get there. We race some more time. It's Brian Deegan, everybody weighing in. That's the second best thing. That's great. Uh, this one's a two-parter. Do riders make commission on the sale of their works edition bikes when their numbers are on them? And how much do how much say do American riders get on development of production bikes since they have to race them, unlike GPs and Japanese national championship riders? Uh, they make zero dollars off of their works editions or whatever it is. That's just part of in their contract. So there's no cut to them. And I would say damn near 0% of racers, current racers, have any influence in production motorcycles. I've been with production three different brands in the past uh, 17 years and have not seen one factory guy at any point in time help with production. Now, Trey has helped with production stuff, but post-racing career. From John Rides ADV for Steve. Where I ride in Pennsylvania, nobody seems to ride e-bikes, or at least I rarely see them. When I show up at the trail, I seem to get shunned by the pedal bike snobs. Do you get this type of thing at the trails in Vegas? Fuck those people. I, I don't get that. No, I don't I don't get this. I mean, <laughs> no. I think it's funny because I was up in uh, um, Sky Park on yep. the e-bikes, and I'm, I go by, just going yeah. up to the thing, and I just ride by. How's it going? You know, nice. 
And he's like, warp speed. And just, you know they don't like it, so yeah, they're just talking they, they, shit. Yeah, they do talk, they do talk a little shit. Like, yeah. cheaters yeah. or whatever. I mean, I've had that a couple times or whatever, but not very often. Very, usually it's fine. I, yeah, I don't have an issue with it, so I don't know. Another one from the Voice of the Drunken People for Justin. Do any writers have burner accounts? I I don't know. I have no idea. I don't. All right, from Fresno's Smoothest. What writer slash writers get the most from poor technique? I don't mean style, but actual writing technical technical Cheers. writing flaws. A-Ray? Like fast guys not having yeah, Oh Yeah, like what fast guys don't have style that Me. get... Like the worst technique, not just oh, style, worst. but... Uh, like I don't think my style is good at all. Technique. I yeah, think it's, you're it's fine. Not, I it's, think it looks bad. Fine. I see you're, photos of myself and I look like a goon. Dude, you don't look like a goon. You do not look like a goon. Uh, no. I would tell you if you did. Uh, I know you would, but... Yeah, I, but they don't know shit. Uh, <laughs> I, I think Chiz, it's not, it's, it's not technique. It just doesn't look attractive on a right. motorcycle. I don't like Fernandez's style. I feel like... Yeah. I feel like A-Ray... Is getting is got is getting no better. Shit, uh, nap was one as well. His he's getting, getting pretty good at his elbows up. Yeah, it's getting I've a little bit that. better. Like he's getting pretty good with his style. Um, the top ten are pretty solid. Like Dino's really fun to watch ride. I like watching Dino ride. Sexton's got the best. Yeah, but bad technique is. Justin Cooper's not the raddest technique. He's like Coop. Yeah, shorter. Yeah. Kind of perfect yeah. style a little bit, yeah. So from Y Zingers, what was the biggest surprise performance on the Yamaha Star Racing four fifty team? AP. Because Mookie got fifth in the series last year. We knew that Ferranis is a national supercross champion from just a year or so ago, so we knew he'd be good. AP, I mean like I I've said this a bunch, like J-Mart's like, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I didn't sign with Mitch. I signed with AP Star because there's an opening for a four fifty guy, full, knowing full well it was AP's ride. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, no one thought Aaron would do what he did, and that's great. His Daytona so, ride was really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He led I some agree. laps there at one race. Uh, it was really good. From Murdizel fifty one, how does Anderson, who lives near Albuquerque at fifty three hundred feet, struggle in Salt Lake City at forty three hundred feet at altitude? He doesn't live in Albuquerque. I don't think that. Oh, much. But he grew up there, and he he did go build a track there. Yeah, and he rides there a lot. I actually always wondered that, like, why he's uh, so bad at Salt Lake or altitude races when he grew up in it and still goes back and trains there every year. You got me. Maybe I, he's I, yeah. trying to uh, help that situation out by doing that. I don't know. Why did he pull off? Do we know that? I thought it was altitude thing again, because there really wasn't an explanation. Yeah. I, yeah, I have you know, no idea on PR that PR did not help at all. So, yeah, no idea. Unless he broke a wheel or something, or, or I don't know. Yeah. From Starkiller for Kiefer, why the fuck, every time I'm at Glen Helen, do you rail my shit in the corners? <laughs> oh, wow. Is it because I'm wearing fly? If so, where's the FXR hookup? Wow. What are you doing to this guy at Glen Helen? I don't know. I'm. It's not me. It might be my kid. But... <laughs> I don't, I'm usually pretty nice on an open day. Like I'm, I mean, I get it. They're just blue collar dudes. They're trying to ride on a Saturday. When we go there on a Saturday, and I tell Aiden, "Hey, chill out. It's a different crowd, different than Thursdays, so chill out." But sometimes, um, you get people that don't know track etiquette, and they'll want to get off the track and on the left side and get off exit stage right without looking. And I almost killed some dude the other day. So immediately, I got pissed. And 
I pulled off the track, and he was riding uh, the other direction to, to leave, but I almost killed him, literally, because there was a double. And he decided, hey, I want to get off the track. And he went across the double this way while I was doubling, and I just <laughs> missed him. So immediately, I'm pissed, right? So I turned around, and he couldn't hear me, so I'm like, revving my engine. And he still didn't stop, so I grabbed the back of the guy's neck and the jersey <laughs> and pulled him and stopped him. And then I was like, I was calm. And I was like, dude, you almost killed us. That's not how you get off the track. This is what you do. If you ha it was a younger kid, Tina. I go, if you have a problem with me telling you this, tell your dad to come talk to me, and we'll, we'll have a discussion. Oh, now you're, now you're the etiquette rules of the track? No, I just, there is etiquette. It does wow me how people the can't king? get the concept. No, but at least I know what not to do. I'm kidding. I'm joking. Oh. But it does wow. Like, it wows me when people can't figure out how to be safe exiting. We do that, dude. I just think we, we could have died. Yeah. Like, that's like it, dangerous. I, I'm always scared right. riding in California just because there's so many riders, and you just don't know what someone's going to yeah, do. Glenn the, on you, have, yeah. you have these kids out there on a so busy... So did he listen? Did he say thank you? Did he... he was, I think he was scared. He was, like, kind of big-eyed and scared. I don't think he knew anything. <laughs> right? And I'm saying, hey, have your dad come talk to me because your dad is going to kill you right. because he's not teaching you shit. Right. Let me help you live. Okay? Like... That's what I don't understand about parents. You have these eight-year-old kids out there on a track that's busy. They're all over hell. And then you have these novice guys that do not know how to ride good with that kid there. That novice guy is going to land on that oh, it's kid. It's a great thing you have a whole bunch of flaggers and super good sit watering conditions going on at Glen Helen. So to answer the dude's but question. But it's even like Paris, too. Like it's everywhere. It's everywhere you go. And it's not the rider's fault. They just need to learn how to do it, and they're yeah. fine. But to answer the guy's question, I'm not like that. Aiden sometimes thinks... His uh, balls are bigger than what they are, and I get pissed off at him because I go, you're going to have some big dude kick your ass, and I'm, I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to let it happen <laughs> because yeah. it's you know better to fuck with homeboy working at 9 to 5 weighing 240. Just because you're faster on the track doesn't mean you're a better dude than him. He's yeah, some of those guys, like, look, I'm, I'm a slower vet guy out there, and some of these dudes just chop your front wheel off. Dude, you're like, come on, you, man. They're 140 pounds. Yeah. You're fast on a bike. That doesn't mean shit in the real world. Yeah. You get off the bike, get your ass kicked. I mean, it happens to me sometimes with other guys. And I will guys, kill like, you. Guys, like, factory guys will come behind me just screaming, and I'm just like, what, you know, chill. What do you want me to do? Like, like chill. Like, I'll move over, but, like, chill. He's just in my ass. <laughs> exactly. All right, next question. From Beaks and Talons. What are the chances Forkner makes it through the entire MX season, and which rider do you think he has beef with first? Jet. <laughs> I think he's already got that, so that's good, yeah. Yep. Jet is good. Ah, There's be something there. Dude, it's a big year for Forkner. I mean, he's still not going to lose a ride because he's, you know, he's super fast, yeah. but, dude, he's got to get something done here. I think he will. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Juicy. Simon Finn for Justin. If you could pick three factory KTM parts that you could use on your bike, what would those be? Suspension, probably. Or maybe just one of their, I don't know. No, a fork and a really shock good. count as two. No, that's a set. Well, that would be nope, three, really. Parts. Two forks and a shock. But Okay, so a fork and a shock, that's two. You got one more thing. <sighs> Say engine. Front brake. That's <laughs> everything. <laughs> no, Brembo's oh, good. Okay, no, levers. They have really nice billet levers that I take my stock ones and shave them to, mm -hmm. to at least make them the same size. Uh, so I'd go levers. Um, I'd probably say suspension, or yeah, there's suspension because there's suspension. Their bike handles really good. Mine does too, but you know the 52s right. and stuff like that. Um, and then probably wiring harness. Okay, that's too many. All right. 
from Barely25. When are people going to start noticing Carlos for his now six-time, six Supercross championships, plus his outdoor championships with Dungy? Yeah, Carlos is great. Great mechanic. Um, we know this. Uh, the problem is, is that, and I love Carlos and all the guys out there, but they're more parts changers than ever before nowadays. They're not doing the motors. They're not doing the testing. They're not doing the suspension. They're not doing chassis. And Carlos is certainly one of the smarter guys in the pits, but it's hard to give the mechanics credit as much as we used to because they don't do a whole lot nowadays. you got an engineer. You've got a, a, an EFI guy who's an engineer who's programming that. You have the suspension and the chassis guy. You have a KYB shower or WP guy. You've you got a tire guy. Like You're not doing much. So I think these guys aren't getting the credit like the old guys did. Let me ask you this. Replace Carlos with any other mechanic. The championships still happen, yes? Yes. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, people think, oh, it's Carlos. And that's why I brought up this point to, to Muscan about Frankie. Sure, Frankie's a good mechanic. You could replace him with Carlos. Frankie has six championships, whatever. But it's more like blending with your rider. Mm -hmm. I think more that is what I think a mechanic does most of is helping your guy, knowing your guy, how to get him motivated, know when to be in his ass, know when to back out. Besides, it's just not like, hey, I'm, I'm the mechanic. I'm, I'm helping replace the engine or whatever. Like, I think any of these dudes could do that. Right. But can Carlos be with Muscan? We don't know. Can Frankie be with Webb? That's where I think the whole dynamic it's comes definitely in. definitely a big part of it, yep. Yep. From Patty McCollin. Is Ferrandis a serious contender outdoors with tracks that allow for passes and to gain and lose time? I mean, I don't feel like he's on the level of Marv, Tomac, Kenny, Webb, but he's right there. He's a top five guy. I think Anstey will be good, too. Yeah, there's a lot yeah, of good dudes. I think yeah. he's around 10. Yeah. Does A-Ray score points the first round? No. No. Okay. From Zicky251. Regarding factory bikes, what do you see from each manufacturer that stands out? KTM clearly has the inside turns dialed. Honda looks great in the whoops, and the Yamaha looks stable. I mean, KTM, like I said to Coop, it's the most balanced. Um, I ride a KTM. He rides a KTM. I'm sure he can say the same thing. It's super connected to the ground. It's very linear and smooth, so any movement to the throttle, it connects to the rear wheel very easily. Unlike other bikes where there's a little disconnection because it's a little herky-jerky, um, there, it squats. Um, I, I said this in a lot in the daytime program, I think I type on pulp. Beginning of the year, you watch the Yamahas leave the gate. They squat first and then accelerate, and that's why these guys were getting shitty starts. They, had to, they have to do something about that. You watch the KTM off a start, it doesn't fucking move. It just goes, yep, it just goes out. That's why... Moran's, Justin, they're on stock fucking bikes, but the bike is so smooth and the, the chassis doesn't move, so it just gets traction. So things like that, um, a lot of people don't see. Um, Yamaha is very good in soft conditions because it um, has a good engine for that. Um, the Honda is great in the whoops. Um, it's rigid chassis lets the riders pound those things fast and hard. I know. I thought about that, oh too, boy. when I said that. Um, anything else to add? Dude, I just that's so funny. Getting on the KTM, I feel like I got a lot smoother. Just because the bike was so connected that it was really easy for me to ride it. 
So yeah, I would say that was a good, you know, a good thing. I feel like it's so planted everywhere. For me, different on the KTM, I I can ride it harder, mm-hmm. and it provides me with that. Like if I do the same thing on the Yamaha, it doesn't work. I noticed a couple times, like saying a couple LCQs that came from pretty far back, and I was just in straight like I don't care about life Marty mode, mm-hmm. just send it. And I don't think I would have rode them some of the situations out on a different brand. Right. I really think that that bike made it a little easier to do that, and I felt more comfortable going to that level. Where sometimes, or actually more likely than less, I don't like doing that anymore. But that bike really makes that a little bit easier. Motorsport.com tweet a talent segment. Check out motorsport.com, guys, if you need some OEM or aftermarket parts. If you buy from somebody else, give the guys at Motorsport a chance, uh, and you'll certainly be happy with them. Uh, Kiefer, yep. screenshot from Tom here. Tom? Uh, where is this in uh, Is this in the surfboard? This is from YouTube. Oh, YouTube. Yes. Uh, Tom says, I did witness some Aiden Kiefer over-revving at multiple weekend warriors a few weeks ago. Yes. Yeah, but sometimes it's just let people know that you're there. No, Aiden's being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I know my kid, and I, I'm in his ass. This is my tweet the other day. It's like, parenting's difficult, dude. Like, I am in Aiden's ass all the time because I want him to be a good human. That's it. I don't care how fast he's on dirt bikes. He's just that age. Yes. At that little, like, In asshole age and that just wants to just... Uh. Yes. So I told him, man, Saturdays, chill out. But, you know, when mom's on the stopwatch, you know, he wants to pin it. I go, just 80%. Just relax. If you get in a pack of dudes, chill out. It's yeah. all good. But he... I mean, no matter what happens, his mom's got his back with the timing. So if anybody listening <laughs> out there and Aiden does uh, piss you off, come to me. Come to the pit. Talk to me. I would love to hear it and... You can rip Aiden's ass. I, I, I'm willing to do that. That's fine. <laughs> All right, next question. From Magumba. Was Marty Davalos better off financially in his 450 years than he would have been if he stayed in the 250 class? No. 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 If he would have got a factory ride, he would have been, but he didn't get that. From Lax Defense Coach. What gets more use this summer? Steve's acoustic bike, JT's loaner <laughs> Honda, or the new Pulp MX app? <laughs> yeah. Great question. That's, that's, that is that is great. That is a good one. That's the yeah. winner of the night right there. If there was a winner. Uh JT's Honda. <sighs> or I, mean, I, I mean, don't know. The app's not even done, so maybe the app. Look it. If JT do, if JT doesn't ride that fucking bike, he's not going to. Does I'm he have, be pissed. He has the factory one too. Like yeah. or like the, yeah, the works one, sorry. I need content. He's not going to give it to you. You're out. You you think he was not going to? Even if he told me he would? I think he'll ride it once in a while, but nowhere know what know what you need. I like how you sent me the photos of that day. He did not send me shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey man, can you get me some shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing. Mm-hmm. You sent it to me. Marks is the app. I mean, what are we looking at? <sighs> I mean, well, I just got done with uh, all the other shit that you had on my list, so yeah, it's coming Friday. <laughs> I actually updated it last Friday and thought it was going to be know, done. And I was looking at it. I'm like, this is the same. Come on, Tal. I, th- I had faith. No more. A Friday. My acoustic bike, I might go out on tomorrow, as a matter of fact. It's going to be hot. I know. God, I love it. Love Soul it. Rider. Love this guy right here. From Madham Wallets. Justin, how much money did you make as a team green rider in your final years in amateur? Or your best year? Yeah. Well, it's kind of it's kind of weird because like I wasn't fully like on Team Green. Like I started that out of a dealership, and then I went to Minios. I won three titles. My worst finish was like a fifth. I won. I went undefeated in one of the classes. Uh, and actually, I think what actually I know what got me the ride after that race was 
my gas cap came off in the first lap of a final in Supercross, and I still got third. Um, hitting the whoops, I was covered in gas. Yeah, burn your nuts, right? I was completely covered in gas. I came off the track. I was a speed racer through the pits. Surprised I didn't get booted out of the place. Jumped in the shower. I had two motos. I went straight from my motor home to the gate with my dad was sitting there, and I went and won a championship. And instead of going to the podium, I went to the hospital because right. I was literally just like yeah. blood red. Um, but at that one race, Team Green paid me as if I was a Team Green rider, plus Thor, plus everything. I made twenty four grand at Minios my last year. Dude, that's Damn, sick. one race? Yeah. And, I think that was um, your best look, by the way. Yeah. That the was Thor a, look. That, that was looked good, good yeah. huh? Yeah. No, it was... Uh, that was what sealed my team green ride, um, and then I had a couple injuries, but yeah, I made pretty good. I made more money than I did now. I think my my sure highest got, paid sure year though, my highest paid year though, was for, for sure the year that the 150 came out on the Honda. Yeah, that was good. Really? <laughs> yeah, because hmm. I pay, I got paid to race that motorcycle. Right. That's cool. All right. From SkyMX99, is is Ryan Sipes the Mike Brown of the next generation, or Brownie continue beating everyone down well into his seventies? Well, that's. Sipes doesn't like beat everybody down, right? He could. Yeah, I guess. I feel like Brownie's like, not now. He's starting to slip a little bit. I think he's Dude, pissed he's off just this slaying year. every yeah. local race in Florida yeah, right now. Money, just right? destroying these right. guys. Yeah. yeah, no, he's still doing that. He's coming. If there's a money race and there's hey. even some sort of purse, he's there yeah. in Florida, apparently. Yeah. He's coming. He's coming? Oh, yeah. Coming in hot. He's he's he is not fucking around this year. Like I can tell you that right now, for Loretta's. But, Are you racing him? Oh, yeah. Well then, I mean, will Alden let him do it? I I would. I think it's all clear. Right. I think so. Okay. From Barsha's lost neck brace for Kiefer, what are the performance benefits, if any, between a floating brake rotor and a fixed rotor? It's a different feel for sure. Uh, floating disc has a little bit more linear braking power, so it's not as grabby if you like that feel. Um, a solid rotor, which a lot of guys are on, um, is is a little bit touchier, grabbier, um, has a little bit more power initially. So it just depends what you like. Um, I don't think the average consumer... Do factory guys run floating? Some do. Really? Yeah, there's yeah. semi-floating ones oh, now. Oh, okay. So... Uh. That's usually what l some semi-floating ones come on bikes, production bikes. Okay. All right, two more from Vancers 10. Do the OEMs care about the manufacturer's points like other motorsports? No. Not, not on our side. I, you see Fells pumping that this year, right? Uh, Keel's yeah. like, uh, should I take the trophy? Oh, I didn't know. I was taking the trophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just walked yeah, off. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, we won it one year at Yamaha, like when I was where, with Chad and Villain. I do and like Ferry. that they do that in the GPs, though. Yeah, we won it, and like we're like, oh, hey, a trophy showed up. Like Nobody knew about it. Nobody knew yeah. there was even a trophy being awarded. We had it for a year, and we had to give it back or something. Which, which is amazing to me. There is no Hondas in the 450 main event besides factory guys. There's not any privateers riding a Honda besides that one dude Colin. that was was on a last year's Gardner. Honda. Gardner. Say Gardner was doing pretty That's good it. until he got hurt. Right. Uh, so they must have made the points. Politelli. No, 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 no. The points. Yeah, he was in and out. The too, points, right? yeah, but I mean, the points only count for the first two of your brand to score. Oh, so the first two people? Yeah. yeah. Oh. The, so Sexton and Roxon would count, and that's oh, it. Oh, then that's it. You know what and I mean? And then 250, and that's then, it. And then... Anstey and a hep guy or whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, ah, yeah. I did not know That's that. I thought it was total. No. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I would have thought Cal would have been Got so weeping that one every time right. then. Right. So right. you guys needed to know a past winner, such as myself, would tell you the rules. Yeah, I did not know that. Right. Last one from Bjorn Unicorn. 
Which brother duo does better in outdoors, the Martins or the Lawrences? That's a good question. I'm going Lawrence's. Lawrence's. That's, I might steal that question for like a Twitter poll or, or maybe with Weege and JT or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be a contest. I think that's no Lawrence's. contest. No. J Mart will be good. Yeah. A Mart's question mark for me. Troll train. Troll train. I love Troll train, but how's his bike? It's fucking good. You don't know. It, it, he doesn't know either. That bike's it's like fucking his, amazing. But he's on like a, a new yeah, bike a, for yeah, them. It's a blue crew. It's going to be. The solid results are going to come from Hondas. Lawrence's. You guys are yeah. dicks. No, I, Shitting on Troll. I, whoa, no, Shitting on his legacy. No, is Troll, is no. this last year? No, I don't know. How old is he, 30? 32? Yeah. Is he going to be the first rider that doesn't go 450 at all? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, I can't are, think of anyone that hasn't well, raced there are. you got to think about how many. The qualifier would be so many races without going 450s. Yeah, But he has ridden 450 Supercross before. He has? On a 450? Yes. When? 11, 10 days. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You're right. He did. Yes. I forgot about that. Never mind. Ignore that. How right. was he on a 450? I don't remember. How he hit the mechanic. He shot his bike in the mechanics area. I know that. <laughs> okay. So that was one race. <laughs> on a, uh, really? On a, yeah, on a 450. Someone did that in Orlando years ago. I think that was him on a 250. Mm, I thought it was 450. Out of the whoops. All right. Anything else? No, that, that was, was it. That was Sipes. Just kidding. Motorsport.com. Tweet a talent segment. Oh, no yeah. outro today. Oh, no okay, outro. no outro. All right. Uh, thanks for uh, listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Uh, Kiefer after dark. Oh, yeah, throw your ass off. Yeah. You want to do that? Yeah. Uh, thank you to uh, Cooper Webb, Marvin Muska, and Nick Schmidt, Colt Nichols. Who was the best interview of the night, Starling? I like talking to Nichols. Can I you? really like that guy. I like Coop. All right. I can talk also, about Raw Dog, and he laughs. Thank you to uh, the gentleman who called in earlier and defended me. I really appreciate that. Alex Campbell. That worked out well. 90 to 10. Thank you, Alex. Oh, it's just because those people don't like me. It's your show. Factory mechanic. It's your show. We're on the same wavelength, him and I. You, you should have called someone, another guy from a different team manufacturer. No, because... And just it, seen what they said. I ride a Yamaha, so I call Yamaha mechanic, Starling. I mean, I get that. Yeah. You're, you're not wrong there. So, um, thanks you to those guys, and uh, thank you to all the people who bought the tickets for the Yamaha LC giveaways. Cool. We're going to come right back with the Grill Your Ass Off After Dark. I just want to, you know... Mellow out here. If yeah. you have some, some little ones. Oh, we don't have the intro for that, do we? Yeah, oh, I, I oh you did. Oh, yep. good job. Um, all right, buddy. Thanks a lot. Uh, if you have a little one in the car or a child or you have sensitive ears, just go away. Just go away. And uh, if not, uh, we'll be right back in a minute. Okay. Okay. I'm here for the gangbang. <laughs> Grillyourassoff.com. Pulp of Mexico to save money. Great seasoning. Have you tried any of this, Starling? You gave me some, and it's actually unbelievable. And you Ooh. tried it? Yes. Which, which, favorite? Ones, which favorite? Oh, man. It was a year ago. So okay. what was the one I put on a steak? Infidel. Nope. Didn't have that one. Uh, the steak? I can't think of the name right Ma now. Deuce. Ma that Deuce. one. Yeah. That one. It's phenomenal. Have you been using it? Yes. Ma I don't Deuce have any more, Pete. though. What? Willie Pete? Yeah. Put the and Willie Ma Pete. Deuce. Put the Willie Pete in the chicken burrito at Del Taco. Now we're talking. Wow. Now we're talking. Talon, any update on you? I haven't tried it yet. I don't. I feel like Talon just, <laughs> like, like, I mean, there's no chance Talon's grilling food, right? You want to know a five? That motherfucker right there is a five. <laughs> yeah, he is, right? Yeah. He's a five. Never up, never down. No. That's what you got. Chill. Broken back, he's fine. Just chill. Right. Yeah. Hanging on Langston, right, he's yeah. fine. Yeah. Five. Uh, GrowYourAssOff.com. Here we go. Uh, Steven, I love beating my meat. 
I love beating my meat. How much do I love it? All right. Hey, I'll do it in the back deck, That's in right. the kitchen, at That's my right. neighbor's barbecue, and just about That's anywhere right. I can, Steve. The only requirement that, is that I use grill your ass off to really top off that tender, tender fucking meat, Steve. The variety of flavors. It's turning good right now. Satisfy you with the pickiest taste buds. Jesus. Flavors, I'm going to dim the lights here. Flavors <laughs> like this is intense. gunpowder. <laughs> intense bicycles. For steak, hey, you know what? At Infidel for pork, you can't go wrong. Check out the full lineup of seasonings, jerky, sauces, and gear. It's so juicy. All right. That's right. Juicy. I love beating my meat. GrowYourAssOff.com. <laughs> Great read. Great read. Thank you. The passion. Hey, man, you beating off? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Please check these guys out. Uh, Ma Deuce, Willie Pete, uh, chicken, pork, beef seasoning. Chicken, steak. pork. <laughs> it's amazing. It's just simply amazing. Infidel. Use the code to save. All right, this is from Oscar. You're getting in on this. Yeah. You get, you get, all right. Don't be a five, this, dude. This might be out of my range, but we'll give no, it a No, you're go. good. I'm going to get straight to the point. I'm 20, and I'm currently with this bike. I've been dating for a couple of months, and everything's locked. Ooh. She lives out of state but comes every couple months to visit, and that's when we see each other. However, when it comes to riding, I've always had trouble being able to make the female rider reach the finish line. I've brought it up to her that it bothers me because I've never been able to make my female reach the finish line before. But, make, make any female but, reach the finish line before. Yep. She told me she's, perfect, she's perfectly happy, and it's something we can work on together. It bothers me mentally because I want to be able to satisfy her and make her reach the finish. My question is, is there anything I can do to... Make her reach the finish. Any tips or ideas? She's finished in the past by herself or with other riders, <laughs> but it bothers me knowing I'm unable to make her finish the reach the finish line. What are your tips or advice you can give? Please help. Uh, oh, there, okay, there's so it. many. <laughs> I mean, if she's willing to work with you, figure out everything she's into. But there's right? so many branches to this, right? Is he nutting too fast? Is he coming too quick? Is he? Is she not attracted to him? There's so many things that it could be. Okay? No, 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 but I will give you some people out there, some experience or some life advice that I go through to this day. And I've been married how many years? Right, Steve? I don't make Heather come every single time we have sex. And I feel, I'm just like this dude. I feel bad. I say, well, fuck. And she's like, what's wrong? I go, I didn't make you come. She's like, it's fine. I go, no, it's not. It's not fine. I feel like shit because I take pride in trying to make you feel good before I feel good. But sometimes Heather makes noises. And I tell her, you got to shut the fuck up because it makes me nut quicker. Yeah. You know? 100%. And then she'll make a new noise. Uh, I've never heard that one before. And then <laughs> bing, my mind goes somewhere and I'm nutting. So I'm like, fuck, you've got to really be quiet. Let me try to help you. Help me help you. Okay. okay. So talk to your chick. Get to, just like Justin said, get to the point of what she likes. Try that. Usually, and as a woman's anatomy, most will say the only way they can reach climax is from clitoral stimulation, right? Very rarely do you have a chick that you're just pounding the shit out of her and she's going to nut. That never really happens. I've had maybe one. Seems like it happens a lot in porn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they stuff water up there. Oh, I'm squirting. That ain't squirt. That ain't nothing. That ain't, it's not real. But you need to figure out what she likes, hone in on that. And it if you can't last when you're inside of her, then you need to do something off the bike, okay? Off the bike, extracurricular activity, oral, uh, whatever it is, you got to help yourself. But there are some things, if you 
have a tendency to nut quick, there's numbing lotion that actually fucking works. So you're saying when she tells him it's okay, it's not okay. It is okay for women. Women actually, I'm not saying am, all. Yeah, I am surprised that women are like that. Yeah. It's, it's different for them, right? It's physical for us. It's emotional for them. 100%. So they're connected to you once you're inside of them. That's a connection, mm -hmm. right? For us, it's like, this is awesome. Yeah, regardless. Right. Yeah. So for them, being inside them five, three, ten minutes, it doesn't matter most of the time. But you have to eventually get them to the finish line, like you said. So I don't think you should put too much pressure on yourself because that's what we do, especially for me. Yeah. It's like racing. Yep. You're putting all this pressure on yourself to do good. See, it's like for us, I feel like we want to go more than 10. Right. But they like 5 to 10. Right. And like 10 max. Right. But it's like if I'm only that long, I'm, I'm almost disappointed in myself. You start overthinking it. Exactly. I've been so freaked out at times that I've overthought it and I've gone limp. Dude, yes. Right. Cause it because it stresses you out, dude. <laughs> I swear so to God. Right I there. swear yes. to God. It stresses you, you out so much that you start overthinking it. And, and then, then it's like you go like, so long. And then there. Yeah, dude. It's You lose the connection to your penis. It fucks you up. Because Seriously. you're like, I want to make you feel so good. I like you so much. I'm tripping out because I want to make you feel so good. Oh, shit. My dick's limp. Yep. So, I swear to God, it's more stressful than racing. So, wow. Like it Jesus. can be. It can be. Because if you like a chick and you want to do a good job, that's how much pressure you put on yourself. So for me, if I was him, what's his name? Didn't say? Anonymous? Yeah, Anonymous. Relax. Talk to your woman. What she like? What gets her off? A couple positions that gets her off the most. The moves. Whatever it is. Hone in on that. And then if she comes once, it's free. Like very rarely will a chick come more than one time. Heather does two to three times and that's, I'm good. Let's, let's make you come and let's move it along. Like, you don't need to be fucking for an hour. There's, that's too long. That's, yeah. Like, if you have some foreplay, 20 minutes, 15 minutes of that, and then get it in for 10 to 15, good. That's a good session. Good session. You make her nut one time, awesome. Done. Cool. Find out what she likes. Don't put too much pressure on yourself, and I think it'll be fine. But for a woman, and I ask her this all the time. I ask her, I go, are you sure you're not lying to me? Like, do you really care? She's like, She's like, yeah, I want to come, but it doesn't have to be every single time. I'm fine. Like, I'm good. That's bizarre. Yeah, you see, I don't think I could be like that. Five out of the – if you're humping Pookie five times, how many times are you making her come? No, every time. You just find that. Sorry, fucking overachiever. No, I'll just use my hand if it doesn't. I'll just finish her off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, then there's that. Speaking of that. Just take the full load. Courtney Marks posted on Instagram. Thank God. Right? We were wondering. Been waiting for that moment. Right. It's been a long time. It's been a long time, been but too it, was, long. it was worth it. Marks? I, li I like showing up and uh, hearing that you guys it was, it was worth it. are secretly concerned about well, uh, my The reasons why we're concerned, Marks, is because mm -hmm. we don't hear from her. We don't see her. You don't talk about her when you're here. Yep. We want to make sure shit's good. And according to the post that she made. Shit seems good. It's fine. Yep. So we'll anxiously await the next one. Yep. In five years. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Go to your ass off dot com. Short and sweet. Yep. After dark. I like these kind of questions. We don't need relationship questions all the time. I like sex questions. Uh, honestly, for, for three quarters of these, you, you tell the people, can you just talk to her? Right. That's what your answer is. But this I can relate to because this is real life shit. It is. Especially right. when you're with a chick for the first time, like you've never been with her. Don't expect to be 
bad motherfucker. Like, because you're nervous, you don't know what she likes, she doesn't know what you like, it's awkward. So, it, it, it's practice, man. You got to keep doing it. It's like riding a bike. But I Justin got on a KTM, wasn't badass on a KTM the first day. It mm -hmm. took him a while. Took him a while. And then he fucked me in Fultmax Fantasy for... And then he fucked himself out of 44 or, grand. Yeah, two or three races, he just screwed me badly, and then he came around. Fuck. Yeah. And Sorry. Then he, and then he came around so well, he cost himself 44 grand. There you go. I don't know if I'm upset or happy about it, to be honest <laughs> with you. I really, I can't figure it out yet. Right, you're so confused. Yeah, like it was awesome to at the time to make the mains, and now sitting here, I'm like, damn, I should have yeah. fucking right. blew it. Well, uh... You know what, though? What? I wonder what it feels like for... Addicted. Oh, we got it. <laughs> Look at the uh, the length and the girth on that thing. <laughs> thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you to listening. Uh, Starling, thanks for coming in, man. Great yeah, job no, again. Happy yeah, to be here. Really, really great co-host. You're always really good. Good job this year for the most part. Um, except for those early races. Ending was better. Right. Um, beginning was, I don't, I just want to forget about it. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm ready for, I just wish we could keep racing, honestly. Right. Because uh, now I feel like I figured it out. But yeah, exactly. The it took me, uh, took me 17, so. Uh, you'll be better next year. That's what we hope for, right? Yeah. Um, hopefully the off-season races happen, and then, um, yeah, I hear bursting stuff might happen. So yeah. if those can't happen and not the German stuff, at least I want to do some type of racing regardless of what it is. And, um, yeah, I just hope that it goes better than this year. Right, dude. right. right. Uh, Kiefer, thanks for coming in. Yeah, thank you for having me. When are we, uh, when are we doing this again? Uh, the show? Yeah. Uh, we're off for two weeks. All right. And then I think uh, Daniel Burr's coming in. Oh, good. For the one after that. So we need Which to work on our situation that we have going on. Yep. And then, you know, do some racing. Sure. And then come in. Do all, yeah. We can, we can try to do that. Do it. Uh, you can do it. Thanks to our sponsors. Uh, sponsor deals on PulpMexico.com. Use all the codes. Everything else. Uh, really appreciate that. Marks, we're off for a couple of weeks, right? So. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, you won't be so tired. I anymore. will be in Mexico. Don't bother me. <laughs> you I'm, are? Yeah. I will be in Mexico, too. Same time? Not the same yeah, place. Yeah, we're going to force them. <laughs> cool. Same, same room. At least you get to hang out with Courtney. Yep, same room. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Talon, thanks, buddy. Yep, thank you. Appreciate it coming in. Uh, no and uh, appreciate everybody for listening. Thanks to our guests again. Uh, Cooper Webb, Marvin Muscat, Nick Schmidt, Colt Nichols, uh, uh, Alex Campbell as well. I don't care about Alex. You don't care about... Hey, Augie. Augie. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Thanks to Augie. Thanks to Augie. He loves water bottles. We buy him and toys. titanium and all he does tea is handles. eat water bottles and then he goes and buries Doc it. Doc Wobbs. Want to shout out to that? Oh, yeah. I'm going to put him on Instagram. But thanks, Doc Wobbs, for the uh, super light. Yeah, super light. Titanium tea handles. They look good. They're, ba they're badass. Those things are sweet. Don't, don't take them when you I'm leave. Not. Actually, you can have the 13. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. That I works have no good need for, me. for the 13. <laughs> yeah. Works okay. good for me. Right. But you maybe can, you can take the 13. Yeah. Um, and uh, so thanks, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. We'll be back in a couple weeks. Thanks to the sponsors. Thanks to Swisscore, Moser, Pookie, Courtney Marks. Mm. Mm. Juicy. <laughs> we'll see everybody next week. Or a couple I weeks. I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. And I was totally nude. And it was weird. I, I mean... You probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. But I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.
Complete me.